3: This. Broadcasting from the Carl Black Chevrolet Buick GMC Studios, we are professional grade. You're listening to Real Radio 104.1 WTKS FM HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Someone's gonna get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and/or energy, here's this: the opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeart Media, its management, or advertisers. The monsters in the morning, the monsters. In the morning.
4: Yeah. Dude.
5: Hey, you wanted one of the best? You got the best. to talk show in the morning. Anywhere in the country, it's The Monster's Mornings on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, we're broadcasting live on iHeartRadio, which is a free application for your smartphone. You ought to get it if you haven't if you don't have it already, you should put it on there. They want to help you spread the word, get more people uh, to download that free application so they're so they're giving you money. Yeah, yeah, $1,000. You can win $1,000. Here a little bit later, like at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, at ten o'clock, all day long here at Real Radio one hundred four point one, iHeart Radio is giving a thousand dollars away. You just text a keyword to uh, to four five four nine five, and you very well could win that. So listen up for those keywords today. Hope to see you win. We've had several winners from Real Radio this week. Hey, I'm Russ Rollins, host of the program, and with everybody this morning, we're going to do this until around eleven o'clock. Here's the Go Ripping Champion of Polanco, Florida, the Big Bamboo Dirty Jim. Hello. Our producer is the Angel of Boom, Angel Rivera. Good luck. Knuckle- and the man on my right is Mr. Motivation, Carlos Navarro. That's the time, never stopped, baby. Here, the telephone numbers are, are 1-888-978-1041, or locally it's 407-916-104, and you'll probably use those around, around 7 o'clock when we do the triple R segment at 7. We have uh, some stuff to give away. I I'll bu- I'll bet you we have some of those tickets to give away for the, uh, for the Monster Jam. We'll probably do that around uh, 7 o'clock or so. If you want to text us, all day long, you can, and when I say all day long, it goes for all the, the shows, but while we're here, you got to, the texting service will go right to Dirty Jim's booth and right to Angel's yeah. booth, and they'll be able to read those texts, and, and the way they text us is 77031. It's 77031. Any little text you send in, they, they you know, probably read most all of them, and then sometimes they'll text you back. If you see something that's going on out in the, you know, so you're on, on your way to work, there's an accident or something, you want to let us know about it. Then, uh, you know, let us know right away and we can uh, tell everyone about it. Just go to, you know, text 77031 and that will get to us muy pronto. Uh, it is Thursday already, which is crazy. Uh, I'm kind of excited about that. And uh, y- yesterday was Three Kings Day. Yes, you know, and I went on. Uh, it was going online, and I saw a lot of people were were actually celebrating celebrating it. it. Nice. Yeah, a friend of ours, like
6: Yolanda, yeah, and, uh, Yilda, yeah. and a
5: bunch of people were celebrating. And and now she,
6: she's Spanish, right?
5: She is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I guess a lot of Latin people celebrate the Three Kings Day. And the one thing about that I didn't realize is that's that's the day you're really supposed to take down the Christmas your Christmas stuff. stuff. So I participated in that. Right? Oh, there you, so, go. you know, Finally. <laughs> oh my god, you had it up that long. I did. Well, yeah. We were. Uh, the plan was to keep it up till the end of this week, but we couldn't take it anymore. We were like, well, okay. Well,
7: well, oh, to do it over the weekend or
5: something. Yeah, to yeah. wait to the weekend. You know, to get an extra week of Christmas since we didn't have that yeah. extra week before because of moving and everything. And uh, finally, I uh, took the tree down yesterday, and that's a man. That is a. Putting it up is more fun than taking it down. Did you have a real tree, or do you have a fake tree? Fake tree, but but Wendy is really big on, like, she's got all these ornaments that she's had for a long, long time, and each ornament goes into a particular box, Uh and it's got to be in its special box because each one means something to her, you know, like... Me, I just got a bunch of ornaments. I throw into a you know a container, and I put the towel around it, and I hope it makes it to yeah. next year. Yeah. Uh, but hers are very, you know, very important, very particular. Yeah. Oh, you don't have year to years. You you really don't. I've got some. I've yeah, but but I've lost many in many moves. It's so much like every every
8: <laughs> five years,
6: I have to reup it. You know, what's yeah. funny is I think the only ornaments we have on our tree are ornaments that have been go, that have been com, uh, that have gone from year to year that are like well, special I mean, ornaments, not yeah. just like regular. Uh, decorative ornaments. Yeah, our, it's our tree is has ornaments on there from the nineties. Right. Yeah. From I mean, from, from, when kid, kid, from, from, the, from kids. the kids when they were like two and three years old. Yeah, I've got
5: well the, uh, most of the ones with my kids probably went to their moms, you know. Yeah. And I got a couple. I got one that says Ryan. One that says Brittany. But other than that, I mean, most of mine are not really. Accessible. I've got like I've got one. I've got my favorite of all of them is one that looks like a hamburger that uh, that Ryan gave me, <laughs> which is really cool. I've got several kiss ornaments. Other than that, I don't really have a lot. But like she's got, I mean, I mean, an incredible amount. And I and I am just sitting there and, and I said, look, I'll put the tree up, but you got to put it. You know, you got to take it down. Yeah. And she had to put each one of those into each individual box. And I was trying to talk her into won't We just throw them into one big box, right? But no, 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 no. Uh, they, yeah. They're you know. It's funny
9: good. hearing that from you because you're so meticulous with everything else. I mean, you got your T-shirts in order. You got different. Uh, but he's know. not sentimental.
5: No, I am sentimental. It wasn't that. You know, you're right. Uh, for some reason, it's just easier just to kind of put, put a piece, piece of paper around right put it into a box, and then. Um, but yeah, that, that was a long process uh, putting taking down the tree. But they, it's all gone. Oh, all gone now. No, no remnants of Christmas uh at all yeah how about you uh angel did you keep your
9: stuff i up? know the, all that stuff comes down uh on saturday oh, okay later on saturday after we do our nope, uh, the sunday chili cook, chili cook- <laughs> off it'll be saturday <laughs> but here's the thing like in my place it, i it's pretty simple so I, I mean i have a fake tree but it's not a really big tree it's like a medium-sized tree right and all the ornaments that are on the tree are ornaments that the either my kids either picked out or she's made right um and just a bunch of christmas lights in the front of the house so that's it'll be and then the, the map lighting lights. I've already taken those down. Lazy pe- lights. Uh, yeah, because people are trying to steal those. So. Yeah, yeah, you gotta
6: be careful. Yeah,
9: it, it's weird when the house goes back to normal. I hate
5: it. Yeah, weird. I was looking around. I like, got kind of plain now. Angel's a uh, bit d-
6: soft.
9: Well, just because, like, the whole neighborhood look cool. Like, th- there's some houses in my neighborhood that people, like, go all out. There's one guy, like, every Christmas, he's got Santa on the roof. He's got, like, all the lights. It, you've probably seen the story a couple times. Like, I think the Sentinel did it uh, a year or two ago. His neighbor doesn't do any lights at all. And mm-hmm. all he has above the driveway is ditto and an arrow pointing at this that's, guy's house. That's
7: great. Because he has so many. Yeah, so much, yeah. yeah. He's like,
9: awesome. It's just crazy over the top. And this year, there's been like more families that have moved there. So there's more houses that had uh, really cool lights. Yeah. yeah. So,
6: and now what's happening, though, the people who have yet to take their lights down and all their yard accoutrement. Are they getting shamed? <laughs> yeah, dude, because here's the thing. Now, like... Uh, All the stuff's, like, falling over, and the lights are all drooping, but their mentality is, like, it ain't even Christmas anymore. I don't care. Right. Right. So now it all looks busted as hell, and we deal with this in our neighborhood all the time. We'll have fools that'll have that stuff up until Valentine's Day. Oh, God. That's why we get so angry, man. It's so busted. Those people are vermin. <laughs> they are vermin. <laughs> well, I don't know, but they're
7: vermin. But. <laughs> Have a little class, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's pretty rough. I just love that word.
5: So, uh, so Monday is when, uh, is when Joe from Lake Parlin sent the uh, the bear meat. Oh yeah. And and he and he, and he said, look, I'm just gonna. It's frozen solid, so I'm just putting it into a box and sending it. By the time it comes to you, it's still, it should still be fine. I'm like, oh, no,
7: no dry ice? Okay, no wow. dry ice. Okay, so
5: he sent it from Maine <laughs> on Monday, and it, it got to me yesterday. What condition do you think the bear meat was in? Bad. You say bad? What do you think? I'm guessing probably frozen solid. What do you think, Angel? He sent it Monday? He sent it Monday. It got that- here yesterday, and it got here at 1 o'clock. And it was frozen solid? Frozen solid. I'd roll the dice. I think it might be all right. It was still frozen. Yeah, I was surprised. I figured I, you'd be tripping. Right I was now. tripping. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was no, I was tripping when <laughs> he told me when he told me he wasn't going to put it in dry. So I'm like, okay, because look, it's frozen. It'll be fine when I get to, to you. I'm like, okay, Joe. I would not to complain to him because <laughs> yeah. he sent me bear meat. You know, I'm like, what, what I, gonna, uh, I know my bear meat, Russ. But it was it was still frozen when I got there. Which I, can't I was believe. Really it. Glad. Yeah, well, I couldn't either. I, I was surprised. Was it like? What, what, did it, what did it come? Did it's it like, thaw at all? Yeah. It, uh, maybe a tiny, but it was still frozen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it was a tiny bit, but it was still you know frozen cold. Uh, when it when it got to me, I took it out to Willow Tree. Uh, the people from Willow Tree want me want me to make a big deal about look, because I guess they've already they've got people who are complaining are to them. about Bay like I, in Sanford. The whole oh, bear yeah. situation is a big situation. The willow tree is in the heart of Sanford. Oh, yeah.
6: And it's one of the heritage businesses in yeah. in Sanford, Florida, and if not the heritage business.
5: It, it is. Theo is kind of almost the king of uh, of uh, the, the street there, you know, down in, in downtown Sanford. And he said, please, let people know this was your idea. He's like, because they're uh, already getting people complaining about them cooking the bear for me. Yeah. Uh, but we I took it out yesterday, and uh, because I named it Smoky Bear, Chili. He's like, they want to smoke the meat. I'm like, you don't have to smoke it. Let's throw it in there. Let's do it now because I'm out here. You know, I'm in Sanford. Let's go ahead and start cooking it. No, you called it smoky, but we got to smoke the meat. So, so, so they were smoking it yesterday, and we're going to put it together uh today but um That's I, good. I
6: didn't do i didn't do mine yesterday either buddy i I, I, had a, I had a long day here at the station i i didn't get home until like maybe 2 2 30, and i i just was not in the mood at all so today i'm in a total only chilly mode and that is all i'm focused on today completely 100 percent. That'll take you a while right yeah it's gonna take me a while i i won't get done until late this evening I yeah th- i thought you lived in that only chilly mode no you know what i do slide out occasionally church you know <laughs> Only chili. Yeah. yeah, So I mean, that's once I get started, you know, it's uh, one of those things where you're just like, okay, it's going to take me two and a half hours just to chop up all the vegetables.
5: Yeah, it takes a long time to do that. Uh, I, I think we're going to have a big crowd this week, though. This Saturday, I mean, a lot yeah, of people are talking about. I know Theo said that a lot of people are asking about it. at Willow Tree. Uh, it, it, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be really good. Uh, we
6: I, we had Barb on PTK yesterday. Uh, for you guys who don't know the wildly popular show about cooking and drinking called Primetime Kitchen that airs right here on Real Radio. I don't know, did you Let's guys hear about that. it? Yeah. Yeah, eight to nine. Uh and Barb was on yesterday to promote, of course, the uh prime uh the uh chili cook off. Yeah. And she said that the teams already jumped from the was it high forties two days ago up into the mid fifties. Wow. Oh wow, good. So I think we have over fifty right at fifty five teams this year and it is the most ever. Hmm. And, and wait, waiting
5: this extra week was a good idea. You know,
6: it last, really was. Last year, 100%, yeah, last year yeah, we yeah. did
5: it before we even got back on the air, and that it was, really a, was. That was again.
6: And people have been asking because, of course, people are look, always do look at the weather. We live in Florida, and we live and die by the weather at times. Uh, and they're saying, "Well, what if it rains? This is a rain or shine event."
9: Yes, it's going
6: to be good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the rain going to be great. It's going to be fine. But uh, you know, people are asking. You know, hey man, I looked at the weather. It looks like it could get a lot. I'm like, look, it's going, dude. So it's rain or shine. We did it in the sleet once when it was literally 15 degrees outside. Yeah. So we'll definitely do it if there's a tiny bit of rain. Is it's it? So-
7: it's supposed to rain a little bit on Saturday.
6: I mean, that's here's the thing. It's Florida. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know how people are, dude. They want to look at the worst possible situation all the time. I'm like, look, don't cry about it. You're fine. Buy a damn poncho. They're a buck.
5: And you're you're making your championship chili. That's won twice already.
6: I am gonna do that, yeah. I I'm gonna make it until they make me change it. I know there's a curry chili coming this year that that my buddy Daryl is making. Yeah. Um. Uh. And they had never made a chili before. Never. Right, their Well family, that doesn't mean anything. The, We've their someone... family, their family is of Indian descent, right? right? Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, and he's and he said, you know, uh, him and his brother, they own a company called Turf Master Lawn Guys, mm. and uh, they're setting up as a business to do promotion and stuff, right? And uh, he says, look, never made a chili, we made it last night, and it was incredibly good. Good, and I think it's got a shot. And I go, look, man, those are the kind of things that really do make a difference because there is a different, unique category for everyone. I mean, you know, that gets into the unique. You never know. That could take home too. It could be unique and just best. Hell no.
4: anything
5: on my unique <laughs> you know, look the unique category is all about the gimmick right like the gimmick is the, is the deal. that's why that's why this is where the, the, you know that, that's the thing i can identify with okay gimmick i got that down so the bear this year is the gimmick i got a taxidermist that's going to bring me a be- like a, 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 oh, that's a big great, taxidermist dude. bear so that way when they come up to get their chili we yeah. can take a picture with that's the funny. bear mm-hmm. shake their hand how you doing taste some of the uh, the uh, smoky bear chili so, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Thank you to the taxidermist who's bringing that out. I appreciate that.
7: What are you going to do, Championship
6: Chili? Are you going to put a big old chocolate bar up there? Hey, you, you should I'm going to have th- my son serve it shirtless, and you, he's ripped.
5: You should bring your, your, your spoons that you've won before yeah, You know, and, di- and display them, you know?
6: That's true. I, I do think I'm going to make them into a pair of bunny ears. <laughs> okay. Earrings. That could work. <laughs> no, I'm going to have them out there just because, you know, you why not? You should. But I don't really decorate my tent up much. I just kind of do the chili thing, you know. I probably should do more decorating I mean, I j- j-
5: just to display that you've won, this chili has won it twice before, here are the two spoons. I think that's
6: cool. Yeah, well, I brought the one spoon out last year, and like I was telling Barbie yesterday on uh, PTK, I, I did not expect to win last year. I mean, I was literally packing my stuff up. I wanted to win People's Choice. That's what I thought. I was like, man, I've done the other one. I want to win People's Choice. I want people to say, hey, look, this was great.
5: See, the People's Choice one. That's it, the one it, is, I want it, to it, wear. But it's more about campaigning and, and trying to get people to vote for you, which doesn't seem, it's almost like the People's Choice Award that they was on last night. Might it's just kinda I don't know. I yeah, yeah. Right. I the one—the one that you have won—is the most important. That's what that, that, most that, people that, would say. That's what you should be thrilled with. Yeah, yeah. For, for me, I'm going for the most unique. I'm going for the most unusual. I'm thrilled with that for yeah. me. But,
9: but, but is but the people's, people's choice? choice award representative of everyone that goes to this event? They've tried your chili and they dug it. But
5: then you got people that are like begging people to to vote. That's for campaigning. Them and, yeah, yeah. But I
9: mean,
6: I, I understand what Russ is saying. But know. still, for some reason, I, I don't. I still think people have to eat it and go, "My God, that's great." You
9: have my vote. And I, not for nothing, I like I've. Went I've seen at this chili cookoff, this is the third one I've been to. I don't see a bunch of begging. I'm, I see a lot of people reminding, hey, if this is the chili that you like, remember, we're number whatever, please uh, put us in for the people's choice. I have yet to see somebody go, you know, uh, without even tasting the chili. Like, at the very minimum, people are tasting it. You yeah. know what right. I mean?
6: But I know Angel, there was. <laughs> There was last year, if I remember right, one of the teams had, like, a team of people. Yes, that going they, around. When, and they, when they would get their chili, as they were walking out of the tent, they would have a couple girls go, Hey, don't forget, if you like that, we're team this, we're team this, we're team this, we're this number. And that's just smart. That's just basically associating a number with, the, with camp- something you
5: enjoy. It's campaigning. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, look, it's the chili cook-off. That's all for fun. It's five bucks. You get to taste all the chilies. Come by and say hi. Take photos with us. You know, uh, it's one of the – uh, it's the only one that I can think of where we do these promotions where we get to actually meet a ton of people, take photos with people, and you know meet everybody. I mean, thousands of people come out to this, so it's a it's 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 a big deal. I like it. So it's this coming Saturday. We'll be at the uh, the Crime Line Chili Cook-off. When We come back, we got some uh, some little NFL news. We'll talk about and yeah. find out what happened with the Lotto last night. A bunch of other things. Uh, don't go anywhere. I know it didn't happen. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. <laughs> Welcome out of the Monsters Mornings on Real Radio, 104.1 Broadcasting Live on iHeartRadio nationally. We appreciate you guys listening. So, imagine, out of the millions and millions of people that played the lotto last night, they... Not one person hit the combination that came up. Not Damn. one insane, man. person. That is crazy. That is
6: unbelievable. It goes
5: back to what you were saying yesterday about the com- the amount of combinations. Yeah, yeah. There was no winners in last night's Powerball. There, there was somebody that won 2 million dollars, but that's like a eh, loser. Eh, no big loser. deal. Loser. Somebody won 2 million, but you know, you but, missed out on a whole bunch more. So give me that money. A lot of other, uh, you know, smaller type winners, he I was guess. Was
6: 540 at draw time, right? Or 525 or something like that at draw yeah, they're time? saying it's yeah.
9: by this Saturday it's going to be up to like 675. 675 million by
5: Saturday. They're thinking it could go more. This will be the biggest lottery in history.
9: You
6: know what's funny? And history.
5: That's uh, what they're saying. Yeah, yeah the biggest lottery the in history. The whole thing is
6: funny. <laughs> so, so, so here's what I find very interesting, right? So there's a really interesting social dynamic that happens when you, when you, you can assume that happens when this type of thing. Is. Okay. So let's just say somebody from Orlando wins, and mm-hmm. it's somebody from one of our more rural neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And you can apply this theory to pretty much any rural neighborhood in any medium-sized. When you say city. rural? You mean like Bithlow? You, yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah. you mean like Geneva? You mean like Oviedo? Or yeah, you just, mean uh? Just hardworking blue-collar folk, okay. right? Wins six hundred seventy-five mil. Like after taxes, you're taking home like four hundred million dollars. Uh-huh. And you move into a neighborhood like Winter Park or Isleworth. Mm-hmm. You aren't going to be able to associate with those people at all. Yeah, because they look at
5: you like, oh, you're new money. You're money.
4: You
6: didn't earn it. Yeah, you didn't earn it. Right. So it's an interesting dynamic. Like you think that your level of life and your level social level is going to really uh, ascend because now you are nouveau riche at levels that most people don't encounter overnight. Uh Right. This is you know accustomed to like buying a penny stock and having it turn into a billion dollar stock in a year compiled into one day what do you do for social you you have you you become an island well you, now you invite your friends no, from, there uh, are no friends anymore because now all the people you knew growing up don't care about you as a person yeah. all they care about is what you could possibly give them or how you or could affect how you their could do life the party to remain or, friends yeah. you're going to have to pay them like carlos was saying yesterday if you get i get 400 million dollars now i have a couple friends i don't I don't think. Anything could separate us. We're just friends. That's how it is. But otherwise, a lot of guys I play cards with, whatever, I mean, I would think that you go, okay, I'm going to have to give you a million, you a million, because I have nothing in common with you anymore at all, because my lifestyle is so different than yours, and it goes the other way. So people who have earned their money through working hard, building a company, having that company become worth tens of millions of dollars, they can't associate with you because you don't understand at all. All what it's like to make the right moves in life and take the right chances in life to get wealth of that of that
5: level. Whatever,
9: I do the right chance. I play the lotto. Exactly. What,
5: what if? Okay. What if you live in uh, Windermere, Alworth, or whatever? You already have money, and then you win. Uh, even more it, money. It's
6: just a high five at the club at that point. Yeah. And that's no big deal. And all your boys rag on you for being richer than them because you got lucky. Now it's an inside joke in the locker room when you're putting on your $600 wool slacks.
9: Right. Because think about it this way so you win a, a number like that, and stuff that you'd never, you and your circle of friends always talked about, all of a sudden becomes attainable to you, but everyone else in your circle is going to look at you to make that attainable yeah. to them. Yeah. You know is, what I'm saying? Even if you
6: got a, let's say you got a membership of the nicest club, who are you going to play golf with? The people don't want to. They don't want to be around you. Your vocabulary is tenth grade level. Yeah. Right. You have nothing in common with them. They read the Wall Street Journal and New York Times uh, cover to cover every single day. You're walking them with Mad and, Magazine. Yeah, and, and, and you're a monster truck enthusiast. <laughs>
5: so it says this Saturday, your odds of winning are two hundred ninety-two million to one.
6: <laughs> That's crazy. It was it the same as last? You know, same as last night. So it's just it, it is amazing that, um, that 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 is kind of an
9: odd windfall. It's not going to stop me from buying my ticket, though. No, it won't. either. I bought. Yeah. I bought twenty dollars worth last night. And I'll buy it again. I was that.
5: going to go last night, and we, and we totally forgot when I went. To, I don't know why. I went to Publix and totally. Forgot, I had to get out of bed but, and go get mine. But I want. I definitely want. You know. Now why is it? Because it's so high now. I'm like, oh boy. Now well, I but, gotta buy it. Well, ticket. that's yeah. the thing.
9: This is where, like, when it gets to these numbers, this is when it pulls in people that normally wouldn't play, and that's yeah. why you see these yeah. leaps and how it, the the jackpot gets higher and higher. Yeah, twenty million wasn't enough for oh, me. Yeah, I gotta no. I, right. I got wait until it's six hundred and fifty
5: <laughs> million or whatever it is. If, six, it's seven,
6: it's so funny. People are already coming at me on the texting service regarding my theory, uh, 77031. Uh, if you want to text the show, you can do that. Save that as real radio and text all the shows. Jimmy, do you believe that everyone that's a millionaire has earned their money? You have to understand, a million dollars in assets isn't a lot of money anymore. And I know that's said a lot, and people are like, well. You, you should know. say multimillionaire. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're not talking a millionaire, guys. I mean, I know a bunch of, quote, millionaires where they, they can liquidate, liquidate their assets and come up with a million cash. We're talking about four million hundred million dollars that's more than a lot of medium-sized companies that support communities are worth as a whole
5: all right jimmy let me ask you this question basically what you're saying is certain people don't fit into certain communities because of how they're looked at how they earn their money so let's say a basketball player you know, he just he just gets his first big, you know, signs his first big deal, twenty two million dollars, and he moves into Alworth. And his entire life, he's never lived in a neighborhood like yeah. that. His entire life, he's lived in the hood or whatever. Yeah. And now all this. I mean, do you think he gets the respect or
6: is yes, treated? Yes, because you don't, you're missing the point. He earned it by working hard. Because all those people who yes. are in that room, even though it's not a business class, even though they're not still paying back Harvard loans, that kid from the age of eleven years old was crushing in a gym, so the, working out, the not going winner, on dates. The the lottery, lottery winners is, the is looked down upon Because the they didn't earn anything. They yeah. didn't do it. They just bought a ticket. It's just a windfall. The basketball player, the football player, the baseball player, the dancer, the guitar player, whatever the case may be, they can still be that same person, Russ. Yeah. But nobody can take away the fact that while their friends are out dating and drinking, they were sitting on their bed learning riffs to become a rock star. They still appreciate the effort put in to earn the dough. They, hmm. You still have to have respect for that. Okay, but let's say one of
5: us wins uh, six hundred and some million dollars. We have a career. It's yeah. not. It's not. You know. It's not like
6: uh, we. We don't have a job. I, I may fall into that same. I. I may be that guy. I may. I may. I may win that money and move in Isleworth and get ostracized. I don't know that that's not the case. Hmm. So I don't think so. But but you know what? But I don't know that. I don't know that. I have earned a certain level of success in my life mm-hmm. as you have. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't know how that would go. I you know I just don't just think about it this way. I mean, just look I, at. The, I could paint myself in that same exact picture, man. Just
9: look at the template, or just look at the uh, historically lotto winners, and and we know we've seen the documentaries, we've seen the specials where like a lot of these guys they end up blowing through all their cash, and the, the and the reasonings <laughs> behind that is either they tried to bring everybody with them, mm-hmm. and you know uh, when you win a ten million dollar grand prize, ten million dollars with with twenty of your buddies. And you're having to and you're having to foot the bill for everything, yeah, you're you're gonna blow through it. You know what I mean? So like there's there's more stories of people winning lotteries and their lives becoming worse. Yeah, than- yeah
5: but I got to I think if going with with the Jimmy's theory, I think if any one of us, Angel, Carlos, me, you any yeah. one of us won six hundred and seventy five million dollars, we wanna move into outwards next week, we'd fit in just fine. I disagree. Just I disagree. Really? I do. You don't think Carlos can get along with people in, uh, in no. an hour? If it's he's not that he can. R- dude,
6: you're missing the point, dude. It's not that he can't get along with them. You don't think it's they what, would accept it? It's what they would do. What That's they what, would
9: say behind closed doors. What is what he's saying? What yeah. they're going to say? They're going to treat they're going to treat any of us to our face, nice, and they're going to be all oh, great. They'll be amicable and everything. But behind closed doors, they got their money by yeah, the lottery. Yeah, yeah. He, he played. He like you know. Uh, I. It's lottery money, man. It is. It's it? There's a difference there. People
6: are losing their minds on this thing. Or my theory, and they're they're they they just don't understand. It says you sound stupid. <laughs> uh, what a person that I actually played won the lottery. They could have busted their asses every single day working it yeah. Yes, you're right, but you don't understand. Busting your ass at a truck stop, making sure that all the Mack trucks make it down the road, right. is not the same as what I'm talking about. What it's, it, not, it's not the same as starting a business, leveraging your entire okay. future into it, and then having it work? It's different. What guys? if it's a
5: guy that's had a mid-level job? He was the he, I don't know. Let's say he was the CEO at a bank or something like that. He didn't you know made okay money, but not nothing great. You know, uh, and then he wins the big money. Is he going to be looked down upon? Who's that again now? I don't know. Let's say it's someone who's like the manager of a, I don't know, a department store. He's a manager of, you know, he's he's worked hard. You're saying
6: saying looked down upon. I don't think they're going to be a scourge. All I'm saying is when you try to slide into those social realms, it's going to be different. I don't know that you're going to be able to absolutely just sashay in there because you're rich. I I don't believe that. I I just don't believe it. And I think that winning money like this at a level – for some people, makes their life more difficult. One guy just texted me on things and said, "Hey, man, you can call me white trash all you want. If I have four hundred million, I won't care." Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's all relative because you don't know your your reality is going to tr- change so dramatically. Think about it this way:
9: they they did a whole show based off of this theory.
5: Yeah, what show? Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> uh, it's true. But, okay.
9: it is true. That's true. Okay, right. but
5: what you're saying it's is th- they got to, you got to be, I mean, they were really low level. I mean, they were like, you know. That's what he's talking about. Okay, That's- so you're not talking about your normal Joe that has got a job and then he wins and he goes, he can't move it to.
6: I'm not saying can't. I'm just saying I think that, that dealing in the social realms of people who have worked their entire lives uh, to build up wealth and you just sliding in there with your $400 million and yeah. buying the biggest house in there, you're not going to slide into those social circles as easy as you think just because you have
9: cash. What was Rodney Danger- Dangerfield's character? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah,
6: Servic over in Caddyshack. Uh,
9: yeah. yeah, so he was new money, and then you had the the old uh, uh, posh guy who just hated him. You know, yeah, a, that, that's a, that's a, it's a common theme. Hey, uh, Urson, you're on with the monsters. Is that Urson? Uh, Emerson.
5: Emerson. Emerson. Yes, Emerson. yes em- uh, it's Emerson. Uh,
10: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase
0: necessary. BDW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
11: Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond.
1: about this with my wife recently I couldn't agree with you more Jim I've been living in the Windermere area for over 25 years and we do talk about the poor people who get new money oh really absolutely this is a something that we don't like to talk about much but we absolutely make fun of lottery winners who are scum and then just happen to get some lucky numbers
5: <laughs>
6: <laughs> you, sound, you sound a bit pretentious sir
5: what about if, okay a lottery winner wants to come to the the, the clubhouse. He's got the money. Oh, he, get get away! Oh, they probably smell disgusting.
1: Uh, but, keep it away. I don't care if you won your winnings with a little lottery ticket. Us rich people are different. I made my hard-earned cash
6: as
5: a vulture capitalist.
6: Okay, vulture capitalist is funny. <laughs> but I
5: mean, if he can afford, you know, the, the to pay the dues for uh, the clubhouse, then why, uh-huh. why would you not accept him? Well, because, see, what we talk about is
1: high-level things, like fancy shoes, uh, maybe sweaters made of uh, the skin of baby, baby birds out of South Africa. (laughs) Those poor people wouldn't understand that. They wear FUBU. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. That's That's true. I don't want to say it, but (laughs) luckily. Some of our leaders are now saying this. Us rich people do not want to associate with you poor lottery-playing people. I will put a sign in your yard that says new money. New money. Do not talk to them. Do not see them at the clubhouse. Do not see them at Fishbone. Do not talk to them at all. Fishbone. <laughs> that, that's... Just up the street, There's a cute little Puerto Rican girl that I like to harass. <laughs> She's my waitress.
5: Okay, well, th- thank you, Emerson, for calling. Thank you, Russ, and Jimmy. Rich power.
6: Rich power. Rich power. Guys, guy texted me a minute ago. Is, is being a slumlord really, really give you? Rich power <laughs> really give you the right to say these things? This Rich just, power. The key word here, guys. It's a theory. It's just as you watch. Things move through the world. You just kind of understand. Well, it's
5: like the Beverly Hills. I understand if you're talking if it's somebody from from Miflo that's lived in a trailer and can, and they move up. I can see. But I think if it's a uh, it's a person that's got a pretty good job, has worked yeah. fairly no. hard. And and they win $675 million. I think they fit in just fine. It's,
9: it's different. Okay, it's difference of realities. And that's, look, living in America, everyone has a different reality. Believe it or not, there is a class system that's in place, you know? I could get all the money in the world. I'm not going to be able to be a big D in Winter Park because I'm not from that Ru- community.
7: Russ, let, let's put it in a different perspective, okay? Yes.
9: Okay, shift it down. Uh-huh.
7: Okay, your place where you live right now. Yes. All of a sudden, uh, Man, Bob done won some money, and I'm moving in next to Mr. Rollins. Oh, hell. Okay? <laughs> Not only him, but his cousins. He's bringing everybody. He's bringing the, the door is decorated on the outside. It's got everything from Cracker Bell on it. Oh, and he's bringing the and, whole and, trailer park. And, and <laughs> they knock on your wa- yeah. door
6: and they go, Hey, we's going to have a party down to the pool deck. You want to come down and have some ding dang
7: dogs with us? I heard there's a Chipolari in there. Uh, is any uh, Sambuca in there? That's my favorite done drink.
6: You going to slide down there and chill with them?
5: <laughs> no. I ain't hanging out with so, them. <laughs> exactly. So that's what he's trying to say. And, 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 I mean, I guess, right? I mean, that's, probably yeah, that,
6: that's pretty. I mean, look, it, and it could slide from anywhere to anywhere. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter. All I'm saying is it, the $400 million is a windfall of cash, and it'll definitely – it can enhance your life if you handle it properly. But if you think that you're going to take $400 million and roll into a neighborhood – uh, like in I worth or maybe even some parts of Winter Park, and just kind of immediately start associating with people in that area. I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult than you think. I think when so you show up to a clubhouse you got, mixer, that you're not going to have a lot of people to talk so to. All
9: you got to do is look at like all. I mean, there's been uh, a series of shows that the, they do on uh, different networks, yeah, like they, TLC and those, stuff like yeah. that. Well, uh, the, I won the lottery and it ruined the, my life. Yeah, the curse of the lottery. Literally, that's the name of the <laughs> show. Isn't
5: it? Right? Okay. So, yeah. You guys win the. Letterman used to have them on. You guys win the six hundred and seventy-five million dollars this Saturday. Uh, do you stay here in Orlando? Do you think bigger? Do you go somewhere else? You get, so you get some new homes
7: across yeah. the
6: world. No, I stay right here, but I, yeah. I, I have. You know, I mean, you have to move. You have, unfortunately, and my wife and I talked about this as if right. You have to move to an area where you can have security. Yeah. Like you can't live in a normal you neighborhood. Can't have a people that
9: could come knocking on your door. Yeah,
6: because you're a target at that point. You have to have, and so you have to move into like. A winter park where you have a gated estate, or a place like Isleworth where it's exceptionally difficult to get in, uh, and you're being watched out for all the time.
5: We need I, security, manny. You, you have to. You don't have a choice. I move up to the penthouse. I move three more floors up. I'm good. I, so we were talking <laughs> about this
9: and You remember that, like the the, the rules or the things that you should do, right? Yeah. So I I would like to think in my mind's eye this is you know talking with friends and everything. If I were to win that lottery, like, none of you guys would ever know. I wouldn't say any, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. At least for, like, six months. And then I would try to keep the job and just do, like, really just dumb, stupid stuff through the show through the air. Just make it ridiculous. And you guys are like, what the hell are you doing? You know? Actually I a- think that I think that would amuse me. <laughs> is like, he naked? Yeah. You must have already won then. <laughs> no, I mean, like you know, like show up to show <laughs> no, show up to work every day like with some exotic car or something like that. Who, uh. that. who is that? Was
6: it Tyson who bought that house in that really gigantically nice neighborhood? In Connecticut, and, yes. And, and then started piling his trash bags out in the front of the house or something? I think that was Evander Holyfield. Nah, this is somebody else. So maybe it wasn't either one of them, but there's this beautiful house, and because he had his giant house, cause he had a little clean, but he still he still thought like a guy who lived in a one bedroom in a in a in a, in a, in a uh, sketchy neighborhood. So he would take his trash out instead of taking it out, where He would just set it out the
7: front door, <laughs> like an apartment. See, yeah, yeah. see, unlike Angel, you would immediately know I want it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I would me pull too. up in a gigantic, like the most expensive car. I'd hire a crew so of people, shadow, yeah, to lift me up. <laughs> like, just, I wouldn't even want to walk. I I would, I would hire
5: a team so they would walk for me. I would, it would be on Twitter and Facebook the second <laughs> I found out, hey, everybody, look, here it is. Oh of, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I, I know people would say, oh, you're not supposed to tell anybody. I don't care. I'm telling. I don't, I'm going in Monday morning and telling everybody. I wouldn't give a damn. Uh, might as well just throw it all against the wall see what happens. Right. Oh, you can't do that. I would do it, though. Hey, hey uh, what do you think they said the better chance is? The better chance to win? Do you think picking your own number or or just doing the random, you know, go ahead and tell the guy to uh, give you whatever number? Quick pick.
6: I, yeah, the quick pick. The I got, quick pick, yeah. I got, I got ragged on yesterday by that because I said I'm not doing the quick pick because you see because my, my friends, uh, you know, Code Black and his wife, uh, sent us a picture of their tickets because we had an agreement that, you know, if either one of us won, we would take care of the other. And there were a lot of repeat numbers. And I said, well, that's why I don't think the quick pick is good because it does a lot. You know, if you don't hit that one number, five of your lines are now dead. Yeah. Yeah, because it has that one, like 29 appeared on four or five of their tickets. I'm like, well, 29, guys, guess what? Those are gone now. You have no
7: chance with those. And, I I mean, I don't know the math there.
6: But with the
5: millions of people that that, that got a ticket this week, nobody matched it. it,
7: Isn't it interesting? Jimmy said something. You know, he's, he's been bringing up the fact that, you know, who you can trust and who you can't. Don't you think that by kind of having an agreement with your best friends about somebody winning it and taking care, of, just having the agreement is um, is immediately going to cause issues?
6: Yeah, you know what it, I'm saying. It, it isn't. I mean, not with these. I, look, I know. Man, how, you I, know. I, I don't. I don't want to say no because you never know, right? But these people are different people. Of course. Of I mean, course, they're, I they're almost and like family. Yeah, right. I mean, honestly, they're. So. That's
7: what everybody who had that yeah, same situation sure. probably yeah. said. Sure, you no they were like family. And they, they won and they left town. I don't know what happened to do them. Because, you know, they win that. They got that ticket. They, like, yeah, what was, like was like that
6: agreement? Four, we, uh, yeah, you, right? you can realize, guys. this Ghost. is. A, This is not a million to 500,000. Right, right, right. You know, giving somebody a 100 or, you know, agreeing to split $250 million is different than agreeing to split, you know, 150,000. It was a a split? And Code Black knows how to. Code
5: Black knows how to disappear. (laughs) And he'd make you you disappear. disappear. You would never find him. Electronically, Code Black names make everybody disappear. All right, you're listening to the mantra of the morning. Hey, welcome back to the Monsters Mornings Real Radio, 104.1, broadcasting live on iHeartRadio. Coming up a little bit later, your opportunity to win $1,000 cash. That's $1,000 cash. And then also, too... uh we will have the Triple R segment seven coming up in about fifteen minutes or so, and uh, you could win those tickets to the Monster Jam, a bunch of other great uh, prizes to give away. Uh, today is, and I'll ask, I'll ask Angel and um, and Los first, and see if the, uh, J- Jimmy is a cook, so he probably will, he will know. But uh, today is National Tempura Day. Tempura Day. What is it? Wh- what makes something tempura? Do you know what tempura is? It's the batter. The batter, and you deep fry it. But, okay, it's typically what. Asian food. Asian food, right, right. And, and what makes it tempura? Uh, panko breaded. Panko breaded
7: is incorrect, no. <laughs> no? <laughs> I, I don't know, no, I love What's special it. about the batter? Yeah. I can eat anything that's tempura, like, you know, mostly.
5: Anything. Is it like a seasoning? I didn't know this either, so, I mean. It's I not...
9: always thought it was just the batter and that you deep fried it. What up, PTK, do you know? Yeah, Primetime Kitchen, what, yeah. what, what makes
5: it tempura? Is it cornstarch? Uh, it says here, uh, if it's tempura, it means it's only flour and water and no egg involved. Oh,
6: okay, yeah, uh, no it's, egg. It's it's yeah, a, but you were right. It's a Light batter. Yeah, but you can put. Yeah, it is a light batter. But I, I know that some people put cornstarch. It makes it super crispy. But I think the the stereotypical uh, tempura batter is just uh, flour and, and water.
5: And, and uh, typically, an Asian thing.
6: Yep, that's where yeah. I learned about it. Like, yeah, cornstarch. When you put it in your batters, you can. It, it'll make. Uh, it makes it super crispy. Do you guys like tempura? I love it. Hell yeah. Like National, one of my favorite things ever.
5: National Tempura Day.
6: Tempura broccoli is just almost, it's unfair. I was just really. about to
7: say, yeah, all, all vegetables should probably be tempura. Or that shrimp. <laughs> 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 or that shrimp. Seriously. You want to
6: make your vegetables fun? <laughs> Fry them. <laughs> fry them. exactly. <laughs> They're good. Tastes like a funnel cake. I showed my guys how to bread uh, chicken the other day. We made some chicken fingers, or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah? And uh, I was like, uh, here's how you make it taste like you look like in, like like it is in the restaurant. Yeah. How do you and, do it? Well, a lot of people don't understand that you know when you when you go to make your batter, you know your fry. Everybody just puts it in flour and they throw it in grease and think it's going to turn out you know like great crispy chicken. But the, the really the key is you put it in the flour first. Then, into your egg wash or your batter, and then back into the flour, the flour helps the the initial flouring helps the batter stick to the chicken uh, beforehand, but a lot of people don 't do that, and they wonder well, why why it won 't it 's not real crunchy you know yeah. it 's got this thin little layer, and it doesn 't act like that All also my- a little bit of lemon juice or vinegar in your egg wash uh curdles the milk and basically turns it into buttermilk a little bit.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Gives it also another really, really good uh, good
7: flavor. I've realized that a lot of my favorite th- things start with breaded chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man.
5: <laughs> to, to <laughs> so many forms. Tempura started it in uh, 1549. Damn. I
7: know, a long time ago. Asian people, they, they, they're they smart, man. Was it Asian people? You <laughs> know, no, it was like, oh, no, it was actually the Italians. No. And it was tempura. Yeah. No, I think no. <laughs> you know, like it's always the, the fact is like, well, I didn't I've, know that. I've never seen tempura offer. I think some of the new
6: restaurants will tempura stuff just to kind of make it, uh, you know, just something different. Yeah, but I think stereotypically you get tempura at, uh, at Chinese restaurants. Also today uh, is Japanese, right? Is, is, it's Japanese, I'm sorry.
5: Is National uh, Harlem Globetrotters Day? Is it really? Yeah. yeah. On this day, it, okay, guess what year? On this day, May? in what year did the Harlem Globetrotters start? 1952. Nope. 50? 53 52 now okay what do you think angel uh
9: 1960
5: 60 okay what do you
6: think to jim i think it's earlier than both of those i think I because don't know. if i remember right uh when metal arc died they they wrote a piece and said that that goose had had that job for a while metal Ark took over in the 60s i think i'm going to say i'm going to say 1947
5: the harlem Globetrotters played their first game in 1927, oh wow, Damn. outside of an Chicago, and they were called the Savory Big Five. Uh, that's a great. <laughs> name.
7: Well, look at them right there. That's definitely the Savory Big Five. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what, Savory. The Savory ah, Big man. Five. The way they shoot, the way they pass. He's great. They're quite Savory.
5: Yeah, the team was founded of uh, yeah. It had several uh, several coaches.
10: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
7: And uh, the very first team of African-Americans that played. That's cool. uh, I heard a – you know, that's pretty close to – I don't know when basketball was created. I think it was like turn of the century maybe. Yeah, Naismith, right? Yeah, and there's only one recording from what I've seen. that's Naismith, and somebody tweeted it the other day talking about how he created the game of basketball. And how, how do you think he sounded? Sounded like just like this yeah, and yeah. everything. And, and Did it, he really? Yeah, and he said uh, the boys were. He, I was a local instructor of a YMCA, and the boys wanted to go out and play back, uh, football. So I created a game where they were in the middle of the gym, but they all started tackling themselves. <laughs> and that's what you know, say. So I had to create these rules, and that's how the game started. It goes and next thing you know, it's in the Olympics. It was cool to listen to.
6: That's funny. That's uh, the peach basket thing, right? Yeah. Have
5: you guys all been to or seen other than on television, but like live? Have you seen the Harlem Globetrotters? Yeah, I never have, and I think I want to
9: take my daughter this year. Oh,
5: she would love it because yeah, she loves, loves basketball. basketball. She so loves this it. is comedy yes. and basketball. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen
9: them live. I mean, they're great. Back in the day, I mean, they would do uh, air base visits and stuff like that. So uh, I've got, I've seen them a couple times. i to hear the music. Yeah, oh yeah,
6: man, they're great, man. If you wanted to make sure the Watson family which is a family I grew up as part of, was uh, all in one place at one time. You put the Globetrotters on television, and they would come from everywhere to watch it. I <laughs> it, mean, was, it one,
5: we, uh, one of the greatest Globetrotters of all time lived here in Orlando for many years. I don't yep. know if he's still here, but Curly Neal, Sometimes,
7: right? Is he's, I mean, he was, like, always one of the favorites. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's my Curly uh, definition of Globetrotter, because he was coming to school as Curly Neal. Th- is there another song that you immediately do once you start spinning a ball? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You just spin them up... Yeah. I mean, uh, and when you were a kid, that was
5: like a special, whenever they had them on the uh, wide world of sports. Yeah, absolutely. It would be them against the Washington Generals, and uh, there it, it was, it was always good stuff. Uh, 407-916-1041. Hey, when we come back, it'll be your opportunity to win some cool stuff from the Triple uh, R segment seven from the old prize pinata. So uh, get on the line and get ready to go. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning.
7: Real Radio.
5: The Triple RRR7 is brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Brad Siebert over there at WeAreNotTheBanks.com wants you to know that if you want to buy a home, well, they're licensed lenders that can help get you into a home, and they'll help you out. And it's not like a bank where they won't call you after 5 o'clock or before 9. And like, they'll help you out during the weekend. It's WeAreNotTheBanks.com, licensed lenders. If you, uh, if you want to buy a mobile home, they can help you finance a mobile home. If you've got poor credit, 580, you know, a credit score of 580 or less, they can help you out. But if you've got great credit, like my daughter had great credit, and they got her a great interest rate, they can do the same thing for you. It's WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Ask them about their free appraisal and free home warranty, 407-353-3750 is the phone number. Or just remember, WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Ask for Brad and uh, he can help you out. If you uh, want a VA loan, While well, they can help you with that. Military people can get you 100% financing. Even if your previous VA loan resulted in a foreclosure or a short sale, they can still help you with your VA loan. So call Brad Seaver at WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Angel, let's find out what prize we have in the prize pinata today. Look at that. Everybody already on the line. I bet y'all know what they
9: want. The prize piñata is brought to you by Cento Family Moving and Stores. They're a family-owned and operated company. Those are good folks. Yeah. Excuse me. Visit the website, centomoving.com. That's C-E-N-T-O, moving.com, to get your move on their calendar. Whether you're moving across town, across country, they can handle that. That's what they do. So let them, uh, you know, take care of your stuff. They protect your stuff. They wrap it all up. They move it uh, so you don't have to worry about dings or tearing up any of the things that you've worked hard to attain. Very meticulous about yeah. the way they do it, too. So get your move on their calendar. Centomoving.com. That's C-E-N-T-O-moving.com. All right. Now, first, we have a pair of tickets to see Europe at the House of Blues on, what's that, February the 4th. And tickets are on sale right now at the House of Blues box office or call 407-934-BLUE. blue we have a pair of tickets to see OAR at the House of Blues on Friday, Friday February the 26th. OAR. 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 Or And uh, tickets are on sale right now at the House of Blues. Call 407-934-BLUE. Mm-hmm. And then wrapping it up, a pair of tickets to Monster Jam on January 23rd. Metro PCS, Circle K, Budweiser, and your Southern Ford dealers present Monster Jam, brought to you by McDonald's. And it's going down January 23rd at the Citrus Bowl. Tickets start, or yeah, tickets start at just fifteen bucks, and they're all available at all Ticketmaster outlets. It's a
5: big event, Monster Jam. It's Saturday, January the twenty third, at the Sutter's Bowl. Sixteen world famous Monster Jam trucks uh, that'll be uh, participating. And if you would like to sing the national anthem at the Monster Jam, well, you just send in your audition, your audition tape, uh, or audition video. On our website at monsters.fm, keyword anthem, and you'll have a chance possibly to sing the national anthem in front of thousands of people. Uh, We'll introduce you, and uh, it's always a lot of fun to go to the Monster Jam. We'll be there. We have an area that we've been at for, God, 20-some years, I think. (laughs) Same spot, uh, always there. Come by and say hi from 4 to 6. It's right there by the Monster Chunk Ride area, and it's the Monster Jam happening on January
9: 23rd. And that's it. I'm sorry those are the prizes in today's prize yeah. No problem. All
5: right, 407-916-1041 or toll free it's one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. 1041 Eddie from Orlando. How you doing, Eddie? I'm doing good. What's going on, fella? All right, buddy. Hey, what listen. You, if you win, what prize do you want with you? Uh, the OAR tickets. OAR. Okay, good. All right, well, good luck to you. If you get it right, then go ahead and take whatever prize. You can take the OAR tickets. If not, you can lean on one of the fellows to get it right for you. And you got Dirty Jim, Angel, or Carlos that can help you if if you need. To. Okay, here we go. In the nineteen twenties, a New York Knicks basketball player was the very first sports figure to have one of these. What is it?
12: Oh man, um, uh, New York Knicks basketball player, nineteen twenty, a uh, sports car,
5: I, I a know. sports car. Okay, that is incorrect. Who do you want to help you out? You got Dirty Jim. Angel or Carlos? Let's go with um Angel. Angel. In the 1920s, a New York Knicks basketball player was the very first sports figure to have one of these.
9: Eddie, the only thing I could think of off the top of my head is some kind of endorsement, whether it was a commercial or something like that uh, on on an endorsement kind of level.
4: Yeah,
12: that, that sounds like a good
5: answer. An endorsement? Yeah. Is incorrect. I'm sorry. It's not endorsement. Uh, Ryan from Okoe, you're on with the Monsters. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Ryan. In the 1920s, a New York Knicks basketball player was the very first sports figure to have one of these. What was it? Um, The Rome Basketball Court. The Rome Basketball Court. No. Uh, who do you want to help? you? You got Dirty Jim and you got Carlos. I'll go with Dirty Jim. Wow. Jimmy, 1920s, a New York Knicks basketball player. Very first sports figure in the country to have one of these.
12: Wow.
6: So many awful things I could say here. <laughs> oh, but they would be funny, Russ. I'm not sure how my clients would react. God dang, this is a really good one, dude. 1920s, because you automatically have to kind of rewind to find out what, what was even possible, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Man. Um, the very first sports figure to have one of these. Yes.
7: Ah. I know it, I think. Well, oh, no. This dude just oh, hung he, up. Why he, would he do that? Because he didn't believe in you. He didn't mean to hang up, I
5: don't believe. I believe that uh, his phone must have uh, oh. given out. So we will hold Dirty Jim. Yeah, yeah. You are back on board. Uh, Patrick from Kissimmee, you're on the Monsters.
4: Oh, hey, Monsters. How y'all doing today? Hey, buddy.
5: Hey, what up, Patrick? Hey, if you win, what prize do you want? Uh, I want to go to Monster Jam. Monster Jam. Okay. In the 1920s, a New York Knicks basketball player is credited for being the very first sports figure to have one of these. What was it? Ooh, um a mansion? A mansion is not right. You got Dirty Jim
6: and you got they didn't Carlos sticking can help you. They didn't make money back then. That's the thing is, I don't I don't think it's I don't know if it's money related. I really don't. I don't think they really um, I don't think they made a lot.
7: Who do you want to help
6: Carlos? you?
12: you think you got an idea?
7: Uh I think I do.
12: Yeah.
6: All right. I believe in
5: you, buddy. Oh, well, thank you. I believe in you. All right. In the 1920s, a New York Knicks basketball player was the very first sports figure to have one of these.
7: I'm going to go with shoe deal.
5: A shoe deal. He just he already said endorsement deal, and that is that is oh, not correct. I... I'm oh, so but sorry. See,
7: but, see, I, I would think a shoe is different than. Yeah, than... it's
5: still an endorsement deal, you know. It's still. Manny. Damn it! From Deltona. Yeah. Hey, Manny. How you doing, buddy? Stupid game. All right, how you doing? <laughs> Good, man. Uh, 1920s, a New York Knicks basketball player was the very first sports figure to have one of these. What was it?
12: Uh, championship ring.
5: Championship ring is not right. You've got Dirty Jim that can help you. Uh, should I narrow it
6: give you a little bit of a hint? Oh, God, yeah. probably. Yeah, go ahead for him. I don't care.
5: What's well, for you?
6: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, he's going to win. I don't care. That's what I'm saying. Is It doesn't matter to me. Oh, you already know? No, I don't. That's oh. what I'm saying. It's up to you. It's something that...
5: Uh, See here.
6: It, it would be something to
7: entice people to come to the game. I know it. I know it. He had one of these. The
5: fr- very first player. Very first player in 1920s, The New York Knicks basketball oh, really? player was the very first uh, sports figure to have one of these.
6: Wow, I'm, I'm going to go with Carlos's hint and say bobblehead. Bobblehead. That's correct. There you go. It's bobblehead. <laughs> I teamed up, dog. Yeah. Congratulations, I got, sir. I, I gotta give you a hundred percent there. Thank you. Yes. I can take no credit for that. I just said it. I mean yeah. he he had the answer. I would have never guessed. We promised
7: I'm, to share the winnings and I take it back. Yeah,
6: yeah, it
5: was it was a New York Knicks basketball player. It was the very first bobblehead, and they thought it was ridiculous at first. They're like, yeah. Well, this is stupid. Why would they do Man, such a thing?
7: I didn't know it was, uh, had been around for so long. I always thought like that came out in like the night I knew bobbleheads like had been around or something,
5: right? Yeah, today is National Bobblehead Day as well. Uh, and I would a have bobble- never
9: in a million years guessed that.
5: There's a bobblehead. National Bobblehead Hall of Fame with all the greatest bobbleheads of all time. But, uh, yeah, today is, uh, today is National Bobblehead Day, and the very first one was in the 1920s. Who's the player? Yeah. yeah. It does not say here, it just says a New York Knicks player. And mm-hmm. he was the bee's knee. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but said that the people at first thought it was kind of silly, and, uh,
6: that's cool. The Knicks are playing well this year, too.
5: Do you guys collect yeah. those,
7: or have you, do you have any bobbleheads? No. No, God, no. I don't, but I think I would love them.
6: But if you uh, if you watch any of the talk show that are hybrid radio show slash TV shows, that ESPN puts on the air, yeah, or even Dan Patrick and guys like that, man, their desks and all their their offices are littered with those things. Mostly baseball players, though, if I remember right. It
5: says that the earliest bobbleheads were uh, in the eighteen forty two, but they were all animals. They would be animals oh, with big heads yeah. and they would bobble around.
6: Man, my wife just shot a really good guess for me. An agent.
5: Oh, oh an agent. Yeah, ad- oh, yeah, that would have been them. an
7: awesome guess. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder when that was the first agent. Hmm. Yeah, because they, I
6: mean, you got to remember, sports figures did not make the kind of money. I mean, in, even in the 80s and the 70s, when you look back and see some of those deals relative to what the owners were making and
7: stuff, they were, I mean, it was pennies. Our yeah. country has been built on negotiators who have negotiated before and negotiating with people who have never negotiated mm-hmm. before. Hey, didn't bobbleheads go out of style for a while and
5: then, like, just, I don't know, about four or five years ago, they kind of came back as the goof?
6: Well, I don't, I mean, I'm telling you, man, I think
9: hockey and baseball. Yeah, I don't think have, they ever went out of style. Ha, yeah. There's levels of, uh, of popularity, but like Jimmy's saying, uh, base. That's one of the things you could always count.
10: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: I never win and tell.
10: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling
8: lucky? No purchase necessary. Void rep prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up.
9: on a at, uh, during a at a baseball there's game. so many games. They would, because, yeah, there's a, what, how many baseball, a 100, 162 Some, baseball yeah, games
6: 162 baseball games. Yeah, so you
9: got to figure out something to get people to come to the, the park, right. and so they would give uh, give those away all the time. Now, have, they, have they ever done it for the Orlando Magic? Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, they yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a Nick Anderson one. Yeah. Everybody. Seen, yeah, Penny had one. Yeah, they've done it.
6: The Penny one scored four points last night.
7: <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. The oh. only person that did. Yeah. Oh, that's a stinger. <laughs> yeah. Tough L for the Magic last night. Oh, no, they lost again.
9: Yeah, they lost. Well, don't say it. it like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we're just going through a rough, uh, rough stretch, a little rough patch, a little rough patch.
7: Where yeah. well, well, you hope it's, well, n- well. it's like you know, think about the lawn, right? You know, and you it's got the little crabgrass area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like right now, it's just a little crabgrass right, area, mower. right? <laughs> now, hopefully, uh, you know, Lawn Tech Skiles can get out there, spray that yeah, yeah. area, and clean it up, or crabgrass will take over. Yeah. <laughs> crabgrass taking over. If here. I was Alfred Payton's. <laughs>
6: Yeah. If I was his agent, yep. I would just have these four games on a disc, and when I walked in to negotiate, i just throw that. It's evident With now. my guy, without my guy. Yeah. With my guy yeah, without either, my guy.
9: Unfortunately for him, since he is uh what, second year? Second player? year, yeah. Yeah, he's uh under contract until next year. Yeah. Hey, uh, making news
5: making news overnight, uh the, the coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was uh, let go. Lovey Smith. Smith is out. Second year or first year? Second year, uh, but he only okay. had
6: eight wins in two years. Uh and you have the number one draft pick. Now here's what I hear. I honestly I'm not a Lovey Smith fan, and here's my problem with Lovey Smith.
5: What's
7: wrong
6: and with You're him? you are a Tampa Bay fan. I am I'm Tampa Bay till I die, right? Because right. I mean good, bad or indifferent. One and in fifteen or fifteen and one, I'm gonna right. be the Equal a of fan of Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Um, I didn't like Lovie Smith. He doesn't have fire. Like, he's too calm. That's a young football team with a young quarterback, you know. He, he, he is a bit stoic, right? And he's supposed to be a defensive genius. Well, I don't know if you've watched... <laughs> we give up a lot of points we have you know, we were the fourth highest scoring franchise i believe in the nfl this year we put up more points and this year i believe was a franchise record for yards and points for the tampa bay buccaneers in other words but our, defense, our offense is doing okay our defense is not good right and from what i understand the offensive coordinator and i forget his name dirk yeah dirk is the guy that they want because apparently this guy has the locker room the team loves him the offense loves him, Jameis loves him, the uh and the ownership fired lovey. Because they believe with all these vacancies in the NFL, six or seven now, they make the seventh, that everybody's coming after these offensive coordinators. No different than when Cincinnati had to kind of watch out for John Gr- Jay Gruden when he they were, you know, because those offensive coordinators ahead of it. are the ones who really create the football teams that people want to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants to watch a team who scores 17 points a game and has a great defense. It's boring. It's like watching Alabama play. It's terrible because it's no fun. You know, you watch a team not give up points, and you watch a team score 17 and win. Well, this guy apparently... Everybody loves him, and that's the guy the Glazers want. They're going to do a couple interviews, but from what I understand, that's the guy
9: that's going to get the job.
5: Uh, most coaches get it. Uh, do they only get two years like that? I mean, it's, it's circumstances. No, no,
9: here's the thing. Um, uh, regardless of what anyone thinks, this caught everybody in the NFL off guard. That's what Every, I thought. Everyone yeah. thought Lovey had done enough to keep his job. Right. What happened is is this uh, Dirk took a couple interviews, and the uh, Glazer family got freaked out. Oh. you know and so so they're wanting to go this direction but as far as uh, as far as insiders in the NFL everyone was caught off guard by this because today technically is the last day or, or yesterday was the last day like he was turning in his reports he was turning in uh, his overview of the team like th- yesterday was technically the last day of his uh, of his job it looks uh, like he had made and, it yeah and he was going and he was going to go on break now ah. and for him to you know for him to get let go like that. A lot of people think and it was unceremonious. He'll, he'll be picked up by another team. One hundred percent. Yeah, and
6: I and I think Jamis is the biggest part of this change because Jamis is young, and I think that with that offensive coordinator that gets along very well with him, designs plays and has an offense going around that guy. That's their guy. I mean, Jamis had a really good yeah, season. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. But, if if you if there's a possibility of a head coach that comes in that doesn't communicate with Jameis the way that he needs to be communicated with, you can guarantee that happening by putting your offensive coordinator as your head coach right. because he's the guy. By the way, there was a great piece written about Jay Gruden. Gosh dang it! What was the? Uh, uh, it was on Facebook. If you get a chance, read it because finally people are going. You know what? You know, Gruden is just not John's little brother anymore. I don't know if you know this, but yeah. you know, about earning your wings. But remember,
5: at the beginning of the season, it was like, oh, is he uh, He could be fired him, a bit and win this next game. I and mean, they, they, they were, you know.
6: Him standing up to Dan Snyder, the owner of the Redskins, and him going into those press conferences and not letting RG3 kind of throw him under the bus and calling him out in the public the way he's done people set a standard for who that guy is as a person. And apparently, they love that dude. And there are guys now saying that with Kirk Cousins and the way this team is playing, That Washington is one of those teams that nobody wants to play in the playoffs right now because they got nothing to lose and they got a quarterback that's throwing touchdowns every fourteen seconds. How awesome awesome
5: would it be to see them go, you know, make it to the Super Bowl? I like
6: honestly. To make it to the first round of the
9: playoffs would be Dude, they're going to get worked in the first round. Right? Yeah, yeah, everybody needs to calm down, pump the brakes, pump like, <laughs> like, swinging on that deal. Well, Washington what, Redskins, oh my God, fall. they're going to be a surprise pick. win Super Bowl. Slow the tell, roll. Tell, Let's slow, slow Tell slow me down. what Green Bay's going to
6: do. What weapons are they going to use against Washington? What, tell me what Green Bay's done this year.
9: Nothing. You're absolutely right. They're, they're going to sweep the whole thing. They're winning it all. You're 100% I'm not saying, correct. I'm not mate. saying that. You're absolutely I'm just saying Green Bay's on the shoe end. I'm just saying slow down. This is be be reasonable about this. I'm being reasonable about it. hyperbolic about everything. Oh, my God, watch the Redskins. They're going to win everything. No, they're not. They look good <laughs> on both <laughs> sides of
6: the ball, dude. <laughs> okay. They got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You're 100% you right right. ignore it.
9: You're 100% right. They're going to win it all. <laughs> I didn't they, they see that. They're, 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 they're the champs. Let's oh, annoy them right now.
6: Are you? Who are you? I forget. Oh, my God. I'm P- a Steeler fan. Right or fan. Or yeah. Come on, uh, dude. I forgot because it's easy to.
5: <laughs> no, because I live there. Hey, where, where, where's Pittsburgh playing this weekend? I know they're they're I know they're they're playing. Uh I I I, th- I believe uh Oh man, it's someone somewhat...
6: God dang it, why would you ask that question when I was gonna do yeah. arguing? <laughs>
9: <laughs> Who are they playing? Uh Steelers play the Bengals. That's, right. that's an easy one.
6: And oh yeah, the big story is whether or not Andy Dalton will quarterback.
9: He's not. Someone's gotta play
5: in, in oh who Minnesota. I guess whoever's playing in Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, the, Minnesota. it's it's like one degree there. No, it's
6: gonna be minus seven at game time with yeah. the wind chill factor. <laughs> and and the wind chill factor is gonna be damn. They
5: say it's gonna be cold yeah. as hell. All right, so you're listening to the match of the Morning. Radio. Radio.
4: Radio. Radio. Radio.
5: Radio. Radio- Prime Whoa. Line Chili Cook is this coming Saturday. Come check out my uh smoky bear chili if you've never tasted bear why well, I, I have fresh bear meat in my chili um which is making some people mad but listen they're not florida bear they're not sanford bear it's bear from maine so you know it's a different kind of bear it's a different bear you know it's a bear that needed to be killed yeah. i mean uh and uh, fresh, I got 12 pounds of it in my in my chili, and uh, my friends from Willitree are helping me out. So uh, that's the Smoky Bear chili. You can try that, and then to also try Dirty Jim's uh, Championship Chili. He's won it twice with it. So try those chilies this coming. Uh Saturday. Many other chilies that'll be uh made. It's gonna be one of the biggest crime line chili cook-offs <laughs> we've had. And uh and you can join us on Saturday. Only five dollars. Only five dollars. As of
6: right now, still fifty-three teams in, and I think maybe growing uh because the popularity is kind of getting giant out there. You want to enter a team, I believe you still have room to twenty five bucks is all it takes, but you gotta bring six gallons of chili. Yeah, I'm excited. It should be I'm I'm actually bringing ten gallons. Oh, good for you! Yeah, yeah a bunch of it. So. I'm not. You're going to be serving way longer than me. <laughs>
5: I'll watch you serve while I'm having a beer and a cigar. I know. Well, it's it's you know. Enjoy. It, it's all it's all for charity. It's yeah. all for Crime Line, and it's uh, yeah. it, it's always a lot of fun. Um, oh, by so by the way,
6: real quick, if you don't mind, I need to clear something up because I hate being accused of cheating. Ah. And when I say hate, I hate it. I did not cheat. My wife doesn't text me answers to the show. I read that oh. after she sent that after. That's why I said. My wife sent me a great answer after the game was over. My God, will you please stop? I got it wrong, for Christ's sakes. Oh, they think that every day she got it it. it wrong, for Christ's sakes. They
5: think that every day she uh, sends you the answer. A little papa here.
7: Unbelievable. I didn't catch that. Makes sense. I'm going to watch your little eyes dart down to that iPhone 4. I
6: honestly don't even usually keep my phone near me. It's over by my bag, but it just happened to be there, just right there, when I knew the answer.
5: Hey, so uh, so yesterday, uh, I guess uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, for all of you folks that are signing petitions for making a murderer oh, and uh, and oh, you wanting, wanting to get that guy to, out of prison or whatever, the governor of Wisconsin said, "Forget it, it ain't happening." God. Uh, he he officially came out and said, "Look, it, it, no look, pardons. N- neither yeah. one of them. They're they're staying yeah. in prison. You guys don't don't believe everything you see on Netflix." Right. He said,
6: "Chill your you're, teeth. He,
5: he's like, <laughs> relax. We have enough evidence to prove that this guy killed her, you, and and the other one was involved. Uh, so you know
9: that's and that's cool and all, and uh, but what people that adds to what people already believe that it, the system or it's already crooked, right. um, because you now you're having jurors come out and saying, hey." I was on the jury, and I voted, I was swayed because I was worried about my safety. Like, I was, because yeah, yeah. initially, like, there's, there's more than one confirmed report. When those jurors went into the jury pool, and the first time they got the, the chance to make their, or let their decision, or ideas be known, deliberating, seven people said they thought the guy was not guilty. Well, I guess the gov, the gov, the governor of
5: Wisconsin says he's gone over everything. He's gone over all the. You I've know. watched it three times,
7: almost four. I'm halfway through it, fourth time, guys. My make it was bad in that one shot. <laughs> well, he and I'm on N- House of Cards now. He
5: and Nancy Grace both have well, said that they have gone over it. Yeah. She's
7: been on this for a minute. You got to give Nancy Grace credit where credit is she due. She said she was on it when it actually happened. This
5: is her. This is her world right yeah. here, and she says there's enough evidence to prove that uh, that both of them are guilty. Release the lawyers.
9: Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) And I think what most people don't understand is that whether it's guilt or innocence, I think most people would like to believe that you're presumed innocent before... There's some. There's yeah, even yeah, like, a saying about that. Yeah, it's like your innocence, you know, where, where, before you, you know, before you go to court and everything. Yeah. And everything that looks like that is that they singled this guy out and he was guilty. With no way around it.
6: Uh, they were on Meg, uh, the attorneys, or at least two of them were on Megan Kelly's lap, or whatever the show is that she hosts. Yeah. And uh, the prosecutor, the one that you see, Ken Kratz, I believe is his name. They interviewed him and then interviewed. Uh,
9: uh, yeah, that guy Hank, who likes to set uh, sex, sex.
6: Yeah. Uh, after the fact, and she asked him about that whole thing, which is really kind of ridiculous because it had nothing to do with the case. It, it happened years after the whole thing went down, but uh, they went over the it, they went over the evidence and everything. And
9: Jimmy, but I, wouldn't you think it does in the sense of if this guy can't control himself in sexting and having people that are in his court. A victim of uh, domestic abuse, and that guy doesn't have the wherewithal to show integrity in that scenario? You have scenario. to call a question. His, his, his integrity yeah.
6: I here. mean, I, get, I guess you can make that jump, and that's what, that's, what peop- that's what defense lawyers do. They try to draw those parallels and say, hey, well, what if, because you're looking for a reasonable doubt, but in reality, a, an event that happened three years afterwards, after what he admitted to be during uh, a prescription drug addiction, he even said that during the thing, you know, that deplorable behavior had nothing to do with him prosecuting this because he didn't have that drug problem then.
5: We don't know that though. Yeah, Did you see some I, I of the texts that he sent to that girl?
6: No, I didn't.
5: <laughs> oh, dude, I'm the prize, three hundred and fifty
9: thousand yeah. dollars a year. Yeah, I got the big house. He's like,
5: the, I'm the prize. If you want, if you, if you want, want a, some of this, you want some of this.
9: And that guy's like,
5: I mean, oh, just dude. a disgusting
9: pig, yeah, right? He is a
5: and, <laughs> and he's
9: he's coming on to this. Girl this is and, a this is a domestic abuse victim oh, in my his God. court. God, yeah. that's disgusting. Yeah, you know,
7: and, and, and this this show has taken over. Uh, the conversation that was last night at that storytelling thing, and uh, the group of guys who I was sitting with and chilling with, who would not be prototypical guys would sit around and chat about a show like that. Yeah. We're all talking about it, but regardless, of, uh, would you guys agree that this is the most you've heard about a Netflix show? Oh uh, well, well, obviously there's other popular House. Well, of since cards, House of Cards, yeah, but just as much as the the water cooler talk, right? Everybody's yes. talking yeah. about it. But the crazy thing is, Adam Sandler, his new movie. Is the most watched film ever on Netflix? Oh, the one? Is it the, really? The, the, the one about the Ridiculous the, Six? The, the Ridiculous or? Six is the most watched film worldwide ever on Netflix. Every person
9: already. that I know that has seen that, like they hate it. Yeah. It's not that they're good. Not, they're not happy it's stu- with it. It's stupid. Well,
6: it's an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. yeah. No, it's basically the, fart on a film.
9: No, you're 100% right, but these are guys that are fans of his. Yeah. That, like, you know, like. Well, he has a series. He, he signed a big contract with
7: Netflix, and, you know, a lot of people would have thought.
8: No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code program.
7: This, you know, his box
5: office
9: has been a little shaky. I,
5: I turned it on. I watched it for about a, no, 45 minutes. I'm like, okay, it's,
6: you know.
9: You, and then you gave up after that. And then, then I gave up. I'm like, uh, you know. Oh, you should have waited to the end. There's a huge swerve. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also the big with, Adam swe-
6: The big Sandler swing,
5: huh? The, the next thing they're doing now with this Making a Murderer is, is if they're trying to cast, if, if, if this was a movie, you know, who would you cast as... And, uh, Apology, Marty. Right now, well, they're saying that uh, Woody Harrelson is who they'd pick to be the uh, the Stephen Navy. Oh, okay. Now. Yeah, I can see really? that. Really? Yeah.
7: Yeah, he could totally do that. He he does that southern. You know well, That's not it. southern. I guess it's Wisconsin.
5: But.
9: Yeah, but yeah, you know how they do it when they make the movie, they pretty him up. So.
7: Well, I think the guy that died would be the best one.
6: What's that guy's name? The guy that died. Yeah, the the really really good actor that OD'd.
7: Oh
9: yeah, Philip uh the Philip Seymour often would be the perfect oh, one. Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. Yeah,
9: because he's short and a little little tubby. I but, think I mean, it would be Woody's tough. always in good shape. I think it would be tough to nail that accent down though. That Wisconsin accent. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one of the things that why I, know, I was fascinated by watching this, because you got to look into a community like, I'm never going to go to Wisconsin. I'm, I'm never going to be out that way. I'm never going to go, oh, I need to go vacation. Wisconsin. It,
7: it's a, their own thing that we've shot. My wife and I have shot several Wisconsin weddings where they play polka and they have their own language. <laughs> and, yeah. they, you know, it's a very, you know, fun, festive time, you know. Yeah. the cheese
9: like curds? Yeah. yeah. So that dynamic, that's one of the things that intrigued me about the whole series Just. I guess that mindset and that small town mentality, and, and just and all, of, it just seemed foreign. Yeah,
5: th- there's three national stories about the making a murder. The one talking about the 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 governor saying there'll be no pardon, and there's another one about the juror saying that uh, they've had they felt Dude, their life was, th- and there's another one about well who, who America would pick to play them in the in in a movie. I mean, it really is. Uh, it's taken over uh, people's imagination. Uh, but yeah, well, if, like if, Carlos
9: if, said, I think this is one of those ones where, like. There, there's so many questions around the, uh, all of sides that you could take a side on this and not necessarily and have an, a, a conversation about it and not necessarily like be argumentative about it. You right. know, just kind of like, well, what about this or what about this? And you could, you know, you could almost argue your point and not be offensive about it. I guess
5: the last documentary that uh, really got this much buzz was Blackfish. You know, uh, I mean, it yeah, had a lot of buzz, and then the, before that, uh, the one that uh, Spurlock did, the uh, yeah, yeah, the the, the super food supersize me, me. supersize yeah, me, yeah, yeah. Michael, Michael
7: Moore's done a lot. Michael Moore's done um, a couple of those, yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. So
5: okay, for for a documentary to really uh, to really uh, hit it with people, it's gotta it's gotta convince a bunch of people stuff that really is one sided, right? Like subject all, matters, like, what matters? Like, like all of those are kind of one sided.
6: Yeah, but the subject matter has to be intriguing. It does. Yeah. Because you can't make a documentary about uh, potato chip factories and have it be funny or have it be interesting because there's nothing interesting about a potato chip Dude, actually, Well,
5: unless potato chips were killing people and you didn't know it.
7: Yeah, but it, potato I mean, chips but are they fine. Are. They're fine. Everybody loves potato chips. <laughs> um, there's a documentary, Dinosaur Thirteen, that didn't have any. That didn't seem one sided. What's that about? And it's the one I believe that's the name of the movie. It's really good. It's where they discovered Sue, the full, the the most full T Rex fossil ever mm-hmm. in like '92 or whatever. And mm-hmm. basically the litigation and the lawsuit that came after that and how. And it's Similar way, the kind of uh, government kind of got around and kind of took away this dinosaur. Yeah, and there's no, it doesn't, it doesn't seem angled one way because they kind of explain a great documentary should explain both sides. You know, and leave you somewhere in the middle. Of course, you're going to be like, oh, maybe they leaned a little bit to there. But if not, it's going to be boring but, as hell if you just, you know.
6: Yeah, but if, here's the thing with the documentary. It's interesting. I mean, that means the subject has to be ultimately interesting. Yes. Because usually to make these things interesting, like this, let's just take uh, making a murder for that for this case. I mean, they omitted a lot. Of, well, you know, they did cover a lot of the stuff that was left out. And the guy, the, the attorney was like, look, that, you know, that never happened. This never happened. You know, but, I, I mean, I think it has to be one-sided, almost, or a little
7: bit more it, one I, the other—a a, a, a shade biased. I, I, t- I saw a documentary last night for probably half of it, and I thought of you guys because the only time I'd ever heard about this person was on the show, and I think we interviewed him. Uh, that was not one-sided; it just told this kind of sad story. It's the story of Glenn Campbell. Oh gosh, Did I you to see, see that? that. No, you I haven't seen it yet. Have to see it. What's it called?
6: Rhinestone okay. Cowboy or something? Yeah. No, or? no,
7: it's on Netflix, it, it ba- right? Yeah. It basically documents his life. Yeah. From this, uh, it talks about his whole life, but it starts talking when he finds out he has Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah. And it even starts out with him looking at home videos before they go to the doctor, and it's pretty sad. Is it really? Because he's also recording his final album, and he's basically losing his mind. He and at, his daughter, right? Uh, no, his daughter, his two sons, yeah. his wife. It's a whole family thing, and you're watching this guy's mind break down. Oh, But man. at the same time, they're doing – They do a good job of – they're basically saying, look, if he wasn't as talented as he is with his voice and his guitar, there's no way. If he was half the guitar player or or singer that he is now, he couldn't be performing because you see him, and he's all over the place. He's walking in. He's walking out. They're like, just stand right here. And the second the the light turns on – He's there, and he goes into that mode. It, the mind shifts. Oh wow! And uh, it's really good. I, I've always heard about Glenn Campbell. I didn't realize what a big superstar. Oh, he was at one time. You know, yeah. he Dude, was a Cowboy man. He was the big deal. Really awesome. good, really good uh, documentary. I haven't finished it yet, but uh,
5: I gotta
9: check it out. That's yeah, a, that sounds really good. The one way. that's on, on, on my radar is called the the Seven Five. And it's a uh, if you've ever seen Serpico or The Bad Lieutenant, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and you're into these documentaries that expose bad cops, yeah. This is this guy, this particular guy that they cover is going is gone down as the most corrupt cop in New York history. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And they talk about like all the cases that he was involved in and the people that he killed and everything. And, and, that, and you know, this
5: is what happens when there is a good documentary; it makes people want to watch look, other documentaries. Because yeah. I watched that uh, Prince of Pennsylvania only because it was, you know I got into the one documentary I didn't want to watch another one it wasn't as good as as uh, making a murder or probably the the one that you're talking about with yeah, what's that one
7: called you know uh, i'll look it up but it's uh it's right there it's on one of the features i think it's a uh, netflix one but it had been kind of popping up there and i was like let me check this dude's life when
5: netflix has to be
7: thrilled that this making what? a murder hit because they probably didn't see that it was going <laughs> to coming they, they absolutely knew it was no i'm telling you right now they their, knew it would be this big netflix has Think about it. They have access to so much information. They know exactly what people watch.
9: Dude, right? the next series that they got coming up is uh, I, I man, I, I watched the trailer for it yesterday, and it's a throwback show. It's uh, from the '70s, and it ta- it's basically it's a, it's gonna be uh, like a, uh, it's a series, but it's about the big be- be beginnings of hip hop in New York City. Oh yeah, uh, um, I forgot what the oh, name. Oh, was. Is, is it a VH1? One? Not vinyl. Not, not um. the VH1. No, no, this was this is a Netflix one.
11: Is, HBO, it, is HBO,
9: it vinyl? That's HBO's. Yeah, that's like HBO, rock and roll. Yeah, HBO has that, and that's about the record labels. That's vinyl. Uh, Netflix has one, and, uh, man, uh, it's the Boogie or the Get Down or something like that. Huh. And I saw the trailer for that, That and it's going to be a, a series. That looked awesome. And then right now, VH1 has one, It's like Something a, That Breaks or something. Yeah, kind of like uh, they're, they're yeah, doing the, the life of Biggie,
7: and they're doing the life of
9: hip-hop yeah. stars but not being no, them. The, no, this one, the one on VH1 is actual. Um, is, is a series also. Huh. So, oh, man, Something That Breaks. It, it's, it's
6: called The Get- down you're right um, the, the one on netflix is called the get down
7: and for the glenn Campbell movie russ it's called i'll be me i'll be me okay. and uh yeah it was
5: i got to really, check it out and okay. the reason
7: the reason i'm so real quick the reason i thought i, I think they knew it was going to be successful the re, is because of the serial podcast that was so huge the serial podcast was similar to this everybody was talking about it and netflix was smart they're like hey we could put a documentary on and just make it a 3 hour big long documentary or we can create a a uh, you know serial style show and they did. They're smart, man. All right, uh, you're listening to the Monsters of the morning. Radio. Radio.
4: Radio. Radio. Hey,
5: hey, welcome out to the mantra's mornings of Radio 104.1. Now it's time for Dirty Jim to tell you where we're at. Where are you at?
6: Where you at, Dirty Jim? That's right, Russ. Where are you at? That's where we take a city in Florida and kind of highlight them a little bit, tell you some cool stuff about them. Maybe stuff you did not know. Hopefully it's interesting. Where are you at, Brooksville, Florida? Brooksville!
5: Brooksville! <laughs> okay, Always okay. up to no good! West side! What I know about Brooksville? <laughs> Brooksville, is, is that near
7: Tampa? No. Okay, kinda. I'll tell you exactly what I know about Brooksville. Not a goddamn thing. Well, let's fix that.
6: Okay. Brooksville, an incorporated city, and it is the county seat of Hernando County, Florida, Russ. It was named in 1856 for Preston Brooks, a congressman from South Carolina. Uh, At one point, Russ, it was a major citrus production area and was known as the home of the uh,
7: grapefruit. No. Orange. Uh, orange. No. Uh, uh, tangerine.
12: Yes, bingo. Known oh. as the home of the I tangerine. I know my citrus.
7: I know my citrus.
12: I do love tangerine.
6: <laughs> as of 2014, how many people resided?
7: In Brooksville. Yeah, Brooksville has always been around eh, 3,000. I would say uh,
6: 10,000 people. Big A, where are you at? Uh, what, 15? 7,778 oh. beautiful Brooksvillians chilling. Okay. Uh, the city hosts an annual blueberry festival in downtown with musical performances that included a guy named Easton Corbin. Do you know who that is, Russ? Yeah, yeah, country music guy. Yeah. I figured
7: as much. Easton Corbin, yeah, is Didn't good. have him
6: as a punk guy.
7: He was in Major League as well, wasn't he? No. <laughs> <laughs>
6: city hopes to one day have that festival rival the famous Strawberry Festival that's right up the street in Plant City, Russ. Okay. Uh, and since its founding, the blueberry fest really has continued to grow, and it brings much-needed business to the local farmers, restaurants, and store owners. The city has historic homes on cobblestone streets, and it actually has a Native American outpost in a log cabin. Believe it or not. Huh? Fort DeSoto, a military fort, established in about 1840 to give protection from uh, to settlers from? Sp- Spain. Oh. Native Americans. Indians. No. Yeah, Fort DeSoto, also a trading post, and it was a regular stop on the Concord Stagecoach line Ooh. that ran from Palatka, Florida, all the way down to Tampa. That right? must have like been that. a fun trip. Oh, man. Just We're going to stop at Brooksville. A dandy. <laughs> uh, also, Brooksville has a bit of a nefarious history, which, I, as I researched, not genuinely proud of, as uh, you might imagine oh, as we continue
7: forward. Today. I'm thinking a lot of KKK. <laughs> 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 um,
6: and apparently, I actually, they I took steps at one point to kind of almost expunge this from the record. Of course, uh, history doesn't like to be expunged for us. Uh, Brooksville has a history of lynchings, and several African Americans were killed there in the 1870s and the 1920s. As a matter of fact, a gentleman named Arthur St. Clair, who was a community leader, lost his life in the 1870s because of what? What did he do? Okay, hold on. Say it again. So a community what? Arthur St. Clair was killed, Uh and he was a community leader. And the reason he was attacked in the 1870s is because he did what? Because he was kissing
7: babies, and he kissed a white baby.
9: No, no, no. It would have been the other way around he whistled at a he wh- yeah he whistled at a woman no, no no
7: uh he shook a hand
9: man it's it's going to be actually more uh,
6: unbelievable than you believe considering the year devin you want to take a shot um i have no, i have no idea where that yeah all right man Thanks for coming. <laughs> Dang, I, I, I couldn't imagine like, what he you presided over, lose your an in, life over. He presided over an interracial marriage. Oh, oh okay. wow. Yeah, so he lost his life because of that. Damn. And, uh, and after the murder of Arthur St. Clair, the investigation was stymied, as you might imagine, by local people who stood up for the people who did the killing. And Wait a I- second.
7: Before making a murder. The government went and did horrible <laughs> cases against people. You're not going to believe
6: it. You should check out Mississippi Burning. It's enlightening.
7: <laughs> wow. In uh, the
6: 1920s, saw a resurgence of the Klan, and uh, many of the black residents left the area. And uh, they instituted, actually, Brooksville instituted a zoning law uh, segregating the entire neighborhoods wow. as as early as the 1940s. Oh yeah. Which I mean, you look at time not that long ago when you consider you know our society it's these it's days. Some of the last Jim Crow laws were in the 60s, so it's not that yeah, not that, that far ago. removed yeah. from reality. During the Great Depression, Brooksville suffered a lack of currency, Russ. Mm. And the school board paid teachers what a thing called a chit, which is basically like an I-O-U. But interestingly, more than that is, at the local hardware store, Weeks Hardware, they accepted what as payment for goods? Hmm, not tangerines. Uh, furs. That's interesting, but no. Right. Want to redeem yourself, Deb? Um, I was actually going to go with citrus as well, so, yeah. Bacon and chickens. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So you can actually go buy sundries and goods at the hardware store with a side of bacon or a live chicken. Mm. Get a screwdriver. Area
4: also... (laughs)
10: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's abundant hunting, fishing,
6: biking, and tons of other stuff. Matter of fact, one of the best golf courses in uh, all of Florida is out there. I believe called in World, Brooksville. World Woods, if I remember right. Uh, Jerome Brown, who is a defensive tackle for the Eagles or was, graduated from there. Uh, in 1988, and he received a, pr- a praise because his calm demeanor actually helped disperse a group of Klan protesters in his hometown of Brooksville. And unfortunately, he died at 27 years old while driving his Corvette ZR1 into a finely crafted uh, tree. So, I mean, is Brooksville where the Klan was? I just they had a they had a presence there, Russ. Can I tell you? A big I presence. Think yeah. Most cities in Florida or anything below let's say DC <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> had probably <laughs> pretty good presence of plans. Yes, That's outside the <laughs> White House. You understand it's the South, right? Yeah, yeah dude. I mean it's a uh... oh, – So let's go over kind some... of
7: what they did.
6: There are a number of famous people from Brooksville. We'll just do a couple and then we'll get on out of here. Bronson Aurora Aurora, Aurora who is a pitcher for the Reds, was from there. Jerome Brown, aforementioned a second ago. He's from there. Major League Baseball player Mike Hampton. Uh, Dijon Harris, who actually plays right now for the Green Bay Packers, running back, being in the playoffs this week. He's from uh, Brooksville. Yeah. William Sherman Jennings, who was the governor of Florida for four years, from 1901 to 1905, is from Brooksville. Of course, our U.S. Congressman right here from Florida, and I believe it was the Attorney General Bill McCollum from uh, Brooksville, Malte Moore, a tackle for the Dolphins, the bunk- uh, Bengals, and the Buccaneers from there. And here's where it gets real interesting, Russ. John Olivia Sabotage, who mm-hmm. is a front man and a composer for, that would be Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh! Oh. That's right, right there from little old Brooksville, Florida. Do you who know? Do you happen to know who Willem Wyndham Rotunda is, Russ? Uh, was he,
5: was the it, biggest
12: man in the a world. Professional <laughs> wrestler.
6: I'll say this: the hottest guy right now in his field. Wyndham
7: Rotunda. Rotunda. Wyndham Rotunda. Wyndham Hotel. You might
6: know him as Bray Wyatt from the WWE. Oh yeah, professional Yeah, the the, the caveman looking guy or the the old miner looking guy that comes out. One of the best gimmicks in the WWE for a long time. Uh, also, do you happen to know who Taylor Rotunda is? Probably his uh, sister. Bo Dallas. In the WWE, yeah. and he also is from Brooksville, Florida. We'll end it all up. Uh, Huey Thompson, who is a leader of the band called The Outlaws, a uh, rock band there. I believe rock kind of country thing. That's like a, a country rock, yeah. Is from Brooksville, Florida. So, Brooksville, where are
7: you at? Nice.
6: Brooksville,
5: you know, when I think of Brooksville, I believe I, I, they're known for having a really good football team, too. Don't they? Are they?
6: I don't know. I think so. I well, they turned out – I mean, if you look at that list, I literally left off ten guys in the NFL. Wow. I'm not kidding. Yeah. And, other, and There's an actor there, and I want to believe I, – I, his name is George Lowe, and I left him off the list because I couldn't really find out a lot about him. And believe it or not, there are a number of George Lowe's on IMDb, uh-huh. but he was the voice of Space Ghost huh. or the voice of something to do with the uh, Space Ghost thing. And he was from there as well.
5: Yeah, the, no, the voice of the Space Ghost was another guy, uh, Gary that. Owen. That was Gary Owen, but uh, but uh, I think he he did one of the, one of the voices on the cartoon is, is what you're talking about. Yeah. I've
9: seen
13: George Lowe's name too at uh, like the Megacon conventions. Oh, but really? He comes around and he's got the Space Ghost character behind him too. Uh, okay. So. Also, you guys ever
6: been to ever been to Brooksville? Nope. I, no, I had, you know what, there's a golf
13: course
9: woods Woods
6: that I wanted to go play. Also, people on the tech, uh, texting service reminding me remember when um, when TC, formerly Drunk of the Bear, was on the show and he used to go to Crooms Forest and go riding his uh, four wheelers and dirt bikes and stuff? That was in Brooksville? That's in Brooksville. Also, home to the largest yearly disc golf tournament oh, geez. in the U.S. right there in
5: Brooksville, Florida. They still do that, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. There's Brooksville for you. <laughs> hey, uh, w- when we come back, uh, we got a keyword that could win you a thousand dollars. So get ready to win that thousand dollars. You'll text a keyword to four five four nine five, and you could win one thousand dollars. And the Carlos will take you to the top. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. <laughs>
0: now. Text the nationwide keyword to 45495 and get a confirmation text. Standard message and data rates apply. Just text the word bankroll. B A N K R O L L. Bankroll to 45495.
3: Broadcasting from the Carl Black Chevrolet Buick GMC Studios. We are professional grade. You're listening to Real Radio 104.1, WTKS FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. All right,
5: the keyword where you could win $1,000. If you didn't hear that, it's bankroll. B-A-N-K-R-O-L-L. Text the word bankroll to 45495, and we could have another winner. We've had a couple this week here at Real Radio 104.1. You have all day long to uh, try to play. All you can do is text a word. It's pretty simple. Text the word bankroll to 45495, and you could be a winner. That's good. We're going to do one that's... Uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, like all day long here at Real Radio 104.1. So keep listening for the, those keywords. This hour it's bankroll. And then if uh, if you text it this hour, look back next you know, the next hour you could get a call back from some weird number you don't recognize. Don't think it's a you know, a bill collector or whatever. Answer the phone because the works. only way you can win is if uh, if you answer the phone on that call back. Devin Siebold here, the Monster Comic of the Year. Hello, Devin. How you doing? Doing good. Good, good, good. Did you have a good holiday? Yes, I did. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it was did awesome. Did you travel? Did you do a lot of uh, stand-up? Yep. Went all the way up to Myrtle Beach,
13: South Carolina. Uh, Damn. It's a really horrible drive. <laughs> the hotbed of comedy, right? right? You know, yes. Uh, it's <laughs> it's <laughs> odd, though. It's, it's, uh, it is actually a pretty decent place during New Year's Eve weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's your your weird. Facebook
6: page reads like a ship captain that shoved off and has no idea where he's going. Yeah, you're but, pretty much right because on that. <laughs> it's just one terrible hotel room after the next. It's mm-hmm. one gig where everybody laughs, and the next gig that's an hour and ten minutes later, nobody laughs. It's just it's right. a b- it really is a beautiful documentary of the life of a comic that's trying to quote make it, and I loved it. And and honestly. The interaction between you and James John, another really talented guy here in Central Florida that uh, happens to work with Devin quite often, the interaction between you guys on Facebook is is quite a read. I I suggest everybody like your page and just kind of follow you because it's one of the few times that a lot of people can actually find out about comics. A lot of you guys... Live anonymously until you quote make it
7: or but, yeah. fake, right? Fake it. That's one thing I do appreciate. It's not like you're out there fake. Yeah, you're like, real. You, no. know, you it, know, the I highs have, and the
13: lows. Yeah, you got to have the highs and the lows. And you know, sometimes, like you said, I mean, sometimes you're in front of two hundred fifty. Four hundred people with the monsters, you know, comedian of the year. <laughs> Next week, you're getting your car towed out at, uh, you know, Joe's barbecue, and uh, that's the way it works, man. It's just absolutely you got you to gotta fight for it, you know. Oh. I, I accept, uh, you know, fifty dollar gigs, hundred dollar gigs, and I've done, oh. you know, I've done, a, I got a gig in February for, you know, two grand. Do so. you, right. do
6: you want to tell the story? Of the $50 gig cause that, or the $100 gig that you wrote about yeah. uh, you at length? Do you yeah. mind, Russ? It's no, that's no, fine. It, it is – I think, again, it's a great tell about – you because, know, Russ, here's the thing. You and I know each other's story about what we had to do to get where we were or whatever. But hearing him, like, talk about these gigs are very interesting to me.
13: Right. Uh, this uh, lady posted a, an ad on um, – gig masters which is common for booking you know mm-hmm. comedians and stuff for private parties she said she was interested in a comic for a birthday party an hour long, you know, like fifty people or so, yeah. and uh, wanted a quote. And that was one day that I had open in between a few other days. And I was like, you know what? I really want this one, so I'll I'll really low bid it. Just take the gig, get a little bit of cash out of it, have fun. Right. And uh, gave her a hundred dollar bid. She said, uh, she says, a little too rich for her blood. <laughs> hundred dollars. Oh my god. A little too rich for her god. blood. He, the, 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 for the, the best
6: part is he broke it down, joke per minute. Yeah. Like I mean, seriously,
13: if fifty people. You're paying two dollars per person like you're you're paying that in cake right? yeah give me, <laughs> give me a break and give she a... told
5: you too, too too rich for my blood right
13: so and the funny thing was is uh, what was she
5: what was she thinking you're gonna pay a comic
13: it, and I I responded right away, and I think she was thinking she would get something out of it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe a d- different comic or something. And uh, literally like three or four days later, she messaged back. She's like, "Oh, uh, you still available?" And I'm like, "Oh, no. did, you, did you do it? No, no, I mean, no, absolutely." I was, I was like, "You know, you had a little hard time, didn't you? It's not as easy <laughs> finding a hundred dollar comic, especially somebody who's you know competent, right. knows what they want to do, but." I got I got to charge more, you know. I mean, you really got to do it. Honestly, somebody put it in an interesting little uh, analogy yesterday to me. They said if you're building a bridge and you get five quotes. And four of them are like 1.2 million, 1.3 million, you know, so like. And then somebody quotes you 500,000. dollars <laughs> yeah. You're gonna toss the 500,000 dollar one out the window. Right. You're not gonna take them seriously. So yeah. You know, I don't know. So if anybody wants to book me for 2,500 dollars, <laughs> you guys can. Uh, <laughs> you, you're be to go. Devincomedy.com. So, Hey,
5: now it's time for Carlos to take you to the top. <laughs> Let's go. He, uh,
7: oddly, he does this for 16 dollars.
4: Yep. 16 bucks. That's it.
7: Overpaid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, 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 yes. Devin, do not lower your damn price, man. I know, man. Come on, man. Come on, dude. You got to get it. What at do a you need food point. for? No, and, and I get it. Man, hell, everybody's been there. You want to take as many gigs? you got a family feed or whatever. Holidays? But- but of course. you'll find, you'll always find, the people that ask for the lowest price will be the first to complain. Oh, they're the worst.
9: Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, those are the worst customers yeah. ever. Russ, and I can tell you, owning businesses, the one that, the ones that complain,
7: or the ones that were the spent the least, complain the most. Yep, that's the damn truth. And my name is Carlos Alberto Navarro, or Carlos Alberto Navarro. And this is to the top. Every single day, we go to the top. We try and take you there. Life is tough. You listen to this, maybe you listen to guys like, hey, you know what? Life's not too bad. And you move on. Today, we got a lot of good stuff. We usually do a charity of the day, a nonprofit, give them a little bit of love, a shout-out, sometimes good, sometimes bad, a motivational minute, and then today is a great list, guys. We do a list about once a week, and we'll do this a little bit later on. Seven types of people you should unfriend on Facebook ASAP. Devin, you're on here about six times. Right. I'm, I'm positive I am. And I'm sure you're on there seven. Absolutely. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. And uh, like I said, every day we do a charity of the day. And this week, uh, the charity is very easy. It's Crime Line. And, Rusty, I know you got some food in your mouth, so I don't want to. No, no. Bombard you. I can, look, I can always talk with food, <laughs> man. Um, man. You know, Crime Line, it's
5: just, it's this coming to Saturday, big deal. It always is a lot of fun. It helps uh, Detective Barb and Crime Line. And this year, it looks like it's going to be one of the biggest ones ever. We yeah. have what, how many, uh, 50 or 60 uh, teams now, Jimmy? What's that, buddy? How many how many teams do we have at the Crime Line Chili Cookoff? Yeah, on? fifty-three
6: or five. I can't remember. If been in uh in the mid-fifties. So for five bucks, you can try fifty, you know, fifty some odd chilies, and you get a bowl, an entire bowl of the Crime Line Chili, which is being made by Bubba Lou's bar- Barbecue this year.
5: And uh, Jimmy oh, nice. will be making his uh, championship chili. It's won twice. Uh, he's obviously would love to win again. I'm going to be making. Uh, uh, smoky bear chili. And I must say, th- this bear is not bear from Sanford. It's not be- even bear from Florida. It's bear from Maine. So you can eat it without worrying and, and being upset about the- eating local bear.
7: You sure? Yes. <laughs> it's not local bear. <laughs> I don't want to eat no local bears. <laughs> <laughs> Roar. It's polar bear. It's in danger. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly. That would make it better. <laughs> so go out and uh, I know a lot of people... Who are heading out to the chili cook-off, And uh, it should, be, should yeah, be a lot of fun. This Saturday, it's out at Seminole Harley Davidson. Uh, starts
5: at eleven o'clock. I'd get there a little bit earlier. That way you can uh, you make sure you make sure you get to try all the all the different do chilies.
13: You ever put cinnamon in your chili? A lot of people do. Yeah. I,
5: I just I I hate that,
13: but that's
7: a trend, a growing trend. I've, I've tasted Not, several chilies with cinnamon. Yeah, that ain't happened in my world. Though. Yeah. No thanks. Not at all. Uh, right now on Periscope, you can watch the show. We keep it on during the breaks. We all talk. We say curse words sometimes. <gasps> Just kidding, we never do that. Uh and you can check me out right now at two the
10: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
2: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
10: Oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
7: Top Carlos. Not two like the number two. T.O. And uh, you can find me pretty easily. I'm waving at you right now if you're on there. Hi, guys. Hi, everybody. Uh, Russ. Do you do social media? It's at Russ Rollins. Uh, very easy to find. What did you post? What's the last? What's the last thing you posted? Uh, yesterday I posted
5: about uh, cooking the chili, about, right. about about the the bear chili. I like that. I like that.
7: Devin Sebold.
13: Yes, DevinComedy.com or at Devin Sebold.
7: D e v i n s
13: i e i for you.
7: There you go. There you go. Go on there because you. I like the fact that you have no filter. I I just put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think as a comic, you got to be able to do that. Right. Put it out there, you know? Angelito,
9: Grandito, No Chiquitico? Uh, It's official angel on all social media platforms.
7: What was the last thing
9: you posted on Instagram? Go! On Instagram, I posted a picture of. I think it's when I was out at. um, (laughs) uh, It's uh, my uh, Christmas picture. Oh, okay. Yeah. What is it? Dirty? Mm. Not really him and no, 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 yeah. it's like you were like hey. no, no, it's me and the kiddo. Oh. Like, I, don't, I don't post a lot of pictures of her at all ever. Uh-huh. Um, it's cute, and uh, this was like uh, her idea, and it was. Uh, Is Aww. it her dunking on you? <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> that'll never happen. No, it was our Christmas picture. Oh yeah, one. I got you. Very cool, Jimmy. What, buddy? Can I help
7: you? Yes? <laughs> nope, you can't. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> uh, and uh, so shout
6: out. Jim Colbert on Facebook, at Jim the Dirty on Twitter. Last thing I posted on Facebook
7: was a heads up about a little Italian spot I had dinner at last night that I really enjoyed. Oh, very nice. Yes. You know, I think the person we're shouting out is probably going to regret their decision on on uh, what they did. Is what? it Nancy Grace? <laughs> no. No. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw on the news, but the other day somebody was arrested uh, at Disney for fighting. Oh. Okay? For what fighting. What is this story about? Okay, it's a crazy, bizarre I, story. I can't even follow it. Okay. You didn't see this, Russ? Wait so, till you hear this. Basically, a broken toothbrush, <laughs> a luggage mishap at a Disney resort a bro- led to tourists getting arrested and, and fighting. A broken tr- toothbrush. Oh, you got to
9: see the guy's mugshot.
7: Oh, yeah, here. This is.
6: Well, that's, uh two in a row, though, because,
7: uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically what happened was a couple gets to uh, the Animal Kingdom Resort. Yeah, the an- Animal Kingdom Villas, which is a nice spot. Which is beautiful, and, yeah. And money. guys, mm-hmm. that's an expensive one right there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so a luggage mix-up mix at Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas led to a couple locking themselves in their room and refusing to come out with co- without compensation for a broken Hello Kitty Toothbrush. Well, you know, those are expensive. They are very expensive. Yeah. Obviously, up to $8 sometimes. <laughs> and uh, the hotel staff called deputies early Monday morning after unsuccessfully. Well, you guys said, like, I ain't leaving until you pay me back for my Hello Kitty toothbrush. Exactly. They un- <laughs> I like his gusto.
5: I like the way he's
9: thinking.
7: After
5: uh, unsuccessful. Yeah,
9: up until the point he gets to put in jail. Exactly.
7: Trying for more than two hours to get 14 bags of luggage that had been mistakenly delivered to the couple's room. Fourteen bags. Okay, so I'm st- I initially thought that they didn't get his bags.
5: They delivered 14 bags to his room. Mistakely. And
7: oh. broke his Hello Kitty
5: toothbrush. Why, he should be mad.
7: Yeah, I can kind of see why that's he's it. getting pissed off. There's bags delivered to your room. You got a kid that's probably screaming for their damn toothbrush. You just got into Orlando from Australia. Oh, oh. that's like... Yeah. That's probably what made him crazy was the flight. Isn't that one of the worst? (laughs) Yeah, it's 20-something. I think it's 20 hours. Oh, yeah. Sleep Um, sleep deprivation. But what the couple was really upset about was was that damn Hello Kitty toothbrush, boy. Yeah, that broke while at the hotel, according to the report. It's unclear how the toothbrush was broken, but they demanded compensation and was it an
5: elect they had the electric was- toothbrush it looks like hello kitty and it yeah,
9: yeah i'm assuming that's so the luggage the one. that got dropped off to his. their room was not his but he wasn't giving it back it, it was like he was so he's to holding ransom. ransom until you fix my hello kitty toothbrush <laughs> and i just flew in from australia yeah, can i have a fosters please yeah, there's, yeah. There's, <laughs> one, there's one tiny thing that thwarts
6: that it's called the master key right right <laughs>
7: they're gonna get in your room bitch so the great part is though listen to this so Deputies come to the room. Right. He's not opening the door. I ain't opening. Right? I'm not opening. I want my damn Hello I'm Kitty toothbrush. I'm not opening the door. Deputies say, and his name is Gustamigo. 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 Yeah. He's an Asian-looking dude with a Spanish name living in Australia. This dude is Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A Trump He's guy. the living embodiment of Epcot. Uh, Deputies say Gustamigo, Gustamigo eventually opened the door abruptly, letting them inside to see the mixed-up luggage sitting in the foyer area. So, so he lets them in. like, Look! Look at fourteen. Run. Run. 14. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's what happened. As they walked in, she stuck her finger in one of their faces and started yelling. According oh. to the report, the yeah. deputy said, you "Don't do that." He pushed Gustamigo's hand down and then saw Kurnawan Juan. I guess the other person there lunge at him. This is a crazy couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys are insane. They must pl- they enable each other because you know he was like, "Honey, we got all these w- luggages." How about we hold it ransom for that uh, toothbrush? Great idea. <laughs> I think it's yeah. you're, so,
6: if,
5: you're not getting your luggage, you know, all this luggage, until I get my toothbrush. Yeah. I Jared. mean, those
7: tickets just to fly here from Australia uh-huh. are what, like $1300, $1,400 bucks a piece, and you're bitching out because of an $8 toothbrush? You're exactly right, Jimmy. It didn't end well. Listen to this. He got the the other person that lunged him, the deputy, got her on the ground or him on the ground. And then Gustamigo grabbed the hotel manager and pulled her into the room. So the hotel manager sitting outside the room. He grabs her by the jacket and pulls her in the room. So, so he abducted her. Basically. False imprisonment. The deputies eventually secured the couple and arrested Courtney Wyan on charges of battery on a law enforcement officer, grand theft, and resisting an officer. Now, do
5: they go to the 33rd Street or do they go to, like, Disney jail? Dude, no. no they was 30... taken to Orange County Jail. Oh, yeah, they're at 33rd. Hey, they, went, they came from Australia and they got the greatest tour ever. They sure they, did. They got to see something nobody gets to see. You
7: know? They're very rarity. Man, so, yeah, deputies released Gustamigo to the hotel because, you know, he had to take care of his kids. Yeah, sure. They just, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so they arrested mom and dad, and the kids had. Where'd the kids go? Kids were probably biting at the damn cops' ankles. And there's, yeah. and there's nobody. <laughs> Crazy there's a little, Tasmanian maniac. You no, know, little pieces of crap. And there's nobody to bail them out or anything. I mean, they're. Hell they no. That's from, why uh, they had to release at least one of them. They both should have been ar- arrested. Their
6: lawyer's a kangaroo.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and let's get He's him out. Boxing
9: gloves. He's so
5: Hey, do you think an Australian jail is is that bad? Probably
9: not. Probably like hot ass know. model security. Well, like, what, what are guards? you talking about an Australian jail Compared to an American jail, yeah, I'll go to an American jail all day long. Yeah, because yeah, they, they, they were the describing, they were describing
5: a, a Mexican jail the other day because of that that kid that's uh, was uh, the uh, the uh, F- uh, F- affluenza, affluenza kid. kid, yeah. And they say, man, he is in the worst. I mean, just it's Here's horrible the where he's at. Uh, I'm just I, I would think an Australian jail is probably the same level as an American jail.
4: I
6: would think Mexican jail is safer than maybe just walking around Mexico City as a as a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you have your head on in jail in Mexico, you're doing all right, right?
9: They said the food's horrible. You're fine in Mexico City. It's and when you get out to the the, the Mexican jail, part. they say the, the 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 floors are dirt, dirt floors. Yeah, they don't have the the that kind of, yeah. of that kind of thing that they we do here in the states where we kind of pamper our uh convicts. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, in Mexico they don't do that. Well, I don't know about it.
7: I think the moral of the story, compared guys. To what, compared
6: to Mexican jails? Check out that Angola thing.
7: Yeah, go ahead. The moral of the story, no, guys, would, is if you break your toothbrush. <laughs> Don't hella, fight the your hotel a, manager, <laughs> cop, get arrested and thrown in jail. Right.
6: You're a Hello Kitty toothbrush. That's yeah. great advice. That's life advice. I think so. Hey, uh, what Dude, country? Should do you should put
5: think, that on a T-shirt. <laughs> what country has a better jail uh, than, than America? Like like, like a, Switzerland. Like a probably Swedish? Probably, yeah, I would yeah. probably. Sweden.
7: Yeah. You get meatballs, delicious meatballs, <laughs> IKEA and, and stale cinnamon rolls. Yeah, smoked fish. How about a Japanese jail? You think it's any mm. good? No. no, you get
9: you. crane cake to the stomach if you talk. They beat you with bamboo sticks or something. Yeah. So no. some of those jails in like in like Sweden or those Nordic countries uh they actually if like if you're you're in jail because of an addiction they kind of hook you up. Oh really? Yeah, they yeah. help you out with that.
7: Huh. But you know the saddest part about this they did it in front of the kids. You know, people act a damn fool in front of their oh, kids. Oh no, but those kids you those, you those, but believe, those kids are like,
5: "Mom and dad really fought for our toothbrush." <laughs> you got to believe <laughs> those kids
9: out. have seen that kind of behavior before, right. though. Right. If, this if, is if, not the first time, you know. <laughs> Asian dude, I can only imagine all those
7: Luggages, Why am I all this luggage? <laughs> Too much luggage. I bet you
5: never
9: you see it do with an Australian
7: accent. Yeah, you never, you never see
5: right. a, a British couple fighting over a toothbrush.
7: <laughs> you're right, bloody right. <laughs> hell! Okay, we, don't well, have, we don't have toothbrushes. <laughs> <laughs> worst part, is when, he, the worst part is when he got to jail, he was shanked by a broken toothbrush. I yeah. know <laughs> the irony. The irony. That it was. So uh, hopefully they get out. I mean, wow. I guess. I don't know. Maybe they need to stay in jail. But uh, we are going to motivate you <laughs> when, when we, we come day. back. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's motivate you when we come back. You're listening to The
5: watch of the Morning. would like to sing the national anthem for us at the uh, monster jam go to our website at monsters.fm that's monsters.fm and you can sign up send in your uh your video or your audio and we're going to pick somebody to sing the national anthem at the monster jam which is on january the 23rd you got to be 18 or older to do it i've had several people email me now my daughter's 15 uh, they, they, you have to be eighteen or older to be out on the field because of the uh, because of the, the the trucks that are out there. So uh, it's for insurance purposes, for, yeah, for insurance purposes, yeah. So that's why they're they're doing it that way. But uh, yeah, it's the Monster Jam. Just go to our website at monsters.fm and you can sign up. Carlos, you're taking us to the
7: top. Let's go, Ross! Come on! Come on back! Come on, man! Let's come go back on. to the top. Let's keep going. I know we when we go on the break, sometimes we fall. Like we'll fall like cliffhangers, So let's still on side like. Whoa, uh, and then I'm at this segment to lift you back up, right? To the top. let to stop? <laughs> All right. Baby. Who's rocking out? My guess, Jimmy. What's what? that? Uh, I thought I heard some rocking out in the background. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Uh, yes, everybody, this is To the Top. We already did the shout out. We did the ch- uh, charity of the day, which is the Chili Cook Off. Yeah, Crime, crime Line Chili Cook Off on Saturday. We found out kidnapping hotel managers. Not over, a good idea. Not a good idea, Disney. Yeah, not a good start.
9: So if you're coming to this country, bring a backup toothbrush also. Yes. <laughs> Maybe in Australia,
7: those toothbrushes are, like, very expensive. He doesn't know that you can get them at the dollar store here.
4: <laughs>
7: All right. Uh, we do a motivational minute every day. It always varies. Sometimes very specific, sometimes totally random. Uh, a very sweet listener named Valerie. I'll give her a shout-out because she does something awesome. She works for uh, the Children's Home Society of Florida. Yep. Big fan of the show. Great organization, too, by the yes. way. Yes. She sent me something because we had talked about something about um, uh, time. hmm And uh, she sent me a picture of what Hugh Laurie said, okay? And uh, basically talking about when you're ready. All right? Well, I, I got to be ready to do something because this is what Hugh Laurie says. Or, or waiting for the right time. That's what it's saying. It's a terrible thing. I think in life to wait until you're ready. I have this feeling now that actually no one is ever ready to do anything. There's almost no such thing as ready. There's only now. And you may as well do it now. Generally speaking, now is as good a time as any. And that's the damn truth.
5: A lot of people, they don't feel up to the task, though, you know, so they're going to wait, they're going to wait, they're going to wait. But but then what happens is you're waiting forever.
7: You're waiting forever. And, And there are certain things, you know, if you're trying to do things that maybe needs a certain amount of money or a certain amount of training, obviously, but... I think the biggest thing with this is when you hear like a married couple and they're like, they, have, they don't have a kid. Like, we're, ra- we're waiting for the perfect time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Idiocracy. Never, yeah, there's <laughs> never a perfect time. I mean, there's always, life is always those things that happen that you don't expect. And, uh, and waiting for the perfect time to start that new career, or waiting for the perfect time to ask for that promotion, or waiting for the perfect time to have that kid, uh, you might be waiting forever. I think a
13: lot of people just wait for it to come to them. They're not waiting yeah. for the time to act on their own. They're 100%. waiting for something to happen to them.
0: Yeah. So, uh. With the Lucky Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
7: For anybody out there who is continually waiting and saying, "I just gotta get make," I gotta make sure that happens, and then I'll be doing that. Anybody on this show right now, if they waited for the perfect time to do this show for us when you had basically a business going in fire,
3: I'd, uh, I'd um, still Jimmy,
7: your your business was going under. You guys said, you know what, now may not be the perfect time, but we got to do it. Yep. And uh, it's specific to each person out there. Devin, a perfect example. You are a teacher. He said, I always wanted to do comedy. What if you would have waited till you got your tenure, right? You can get tenure at, at different schools, right? Yep, definitely. And you could have waited, then you're safe, and then you can go out. You mm-hmm. wouldn't have been doing comedy right now.
13: That's correct. Yep. And you just got to, I mean, you just got to go for it. And it's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take, you know, sleepless nights. It's going to take, you know, whatever it takes. But once you're there, you're there. And you if, know?
7: Yeah, it really depends on how bad you want it. If you don't want whatever that goal is bad enough, you will never do Here's it.
13: Here's an interesting thing. If you had started doing what you wanted to do when you first thought you wanted to do it, it would be done by now.
7: Ooh, I like that. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. yeah. Use that for another day. So uh, once again, everybody, if you are waiting for that perfect time, hit me up. Send me a message. I like to find out when people actually act on some of these things. And uh, it works out. Carlos at RealRadio.fm. I'm trying to think of something that I waited. Like, I, remember, I, I did wait for a while before, like, I took a trip to Europe. But,
5: like, I waited. And finally, I was like, okay, I just pulled the trigger. Yeah. And, and I did it with, with my daughter. And I'm glad I, I forced myself to do it. Yep. Uh, I did
7: the same thing with Europe. I, I mean, yeah. I was supposed to go with a friend. It backed out. I said, oh, maybe I should wait till I go. I'm so glad I did it. I would have never mm-hmm. been able to do that trip again. Three weeks, you know, wherever the hell I want to go in Europe. Just a different time right now. So you may fall into that same thing. Hopefully, that helps somebody out there. We're going to move right into this list because I thought it was interesting. Okay. Uh, I, I like to find these different lists that that are definitely on the forefront of stuff right now. And, and social media is always popular. So, right now, we have the seven types of people you should unfriend on Facebook ASAP. Yeah. I've been doing that a lot lately. Yeah.
5: It's the beginning of the year, and we talked about that. You know, just not unfriending, but just unfollowing. I unfollow.
9: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to
5: unfriend anyone because, you know, because I can be friendly with someone, but not agree with some things that they they may post or some things that, you know.
9: That's passive aggressive. You got to do the unfriend. Just just cut that off right there, right at the nub. Just. No, done that's, that's not passive aggressive that's it is like, because then you're because you, unfriending them is it's kind of like they don't know that i'm not following them whereas unfriend them is like look you're unfollow quit, them or on them if you unfriend them that kind of gives them the heads of like well, listen my social media up, is, you put it, up a lot of nonsense i'm not with your nonsense bam yeah see ya. Oh. cut it out my
5: social media is purely for the radio show so i you know like i that, that's the only reason i'm doing it so i don't really want to piss anyone off but there's some some, <laughs> some things that people uh, that are posted or whatever it's like i don't want to see that you
7: know oh yeah uh, it, it, you know? well here are the seven types of people because let's be honest we spent maybe there's people listening right now like ah, i don't go on social media i i do it's it's it surrounds my business my life I'm, i like to see what's going on with my friends so you spend a lot of time on there clean it up and make it feel a little bit better and this is how you do it number one and, and let's all go around the room and say if we're guilty or not of okay this, okay all right. <laughs> I was very guilty of this early in my Facebook career. <laughs> very. I mean, I got to go back and delete some of the crazy rants I went on. Number one, the political ranter. Yeah, not at all. I stay away from that like the plague. I used to talk about I think Facebook is not the place for that. I think there's other social media stuff that's perfect for it, but oh, there's some people that's all they do. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, Russ, I've never seen you talk politics. No. Devin, I've talked politics yep, a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Blogging Molly? No. Rarely. Angel. And, and, Jimmy, you rarely, right? Rarely, yeah. Yeah.
6: It's divisive.
7: Usually I react to something or a
6: decision has been made, and I'll just make a, a quick comment. I don't I don't try to change anybody's ideas. Yeah.
9: Yeah, it's out of the norm for me to do that. Because what i found is people are going to argue positions, or they'll try to argue positions on Facebook, that if you were to see them face-to-face, they would, they never. would never have the stones right. to have that kind of conversation with you. And you're never going to change anyone's mind who has a no. political and view. And that, never.
13: And, and that's the other part of you it. You ever right? hit and run? Yeah. Like you throw out the little political, you know, opinion and then you let your friends fight it over in the comments. <laughs> you know and what, you dude?
7: never come back and defend it. I can't do that. For me, that's what would bo- that's why I stopped talking politics on Facebook because you just eventually wait all day for that response. <laughs> right. You put something out there <laughs> and you know you've got 'em and it's so stupid, right? Because you just sit back and like boom, post and then you sit back and you're like, I wonder what they're going to say. Yeah. I did that. <laughs> I put I put something
6: up. It'll get like 40 or 50 comments, and then I'll come in at the very end and go, damn it, hacked
7: again. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm guilty of that, but uh, not anymore. So number two, I'm not guilty of this, I don't think, but it's all over Facebook. Number two, the people that you should get rid of on your Facebook, Mm -hmm. the negative Nancy. Oh, yeah. Sure, everyone has their day off days, but there's a difference between sharing and dwelling, and that is the truth. You ever notice... Negative people they just they show it so easily, and they don't even realize they're doing it. well
6: the problem is is that's all they do yeah right. there, is no, there is no balance I mean, and the problem is they don't they don't ever give anything that happens to them good in their life any credit for being good because they want to be a martyr too bad, yes yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. Want, they want to be their own life martyr. They want to see – they want you to see them suffering so that there's that pity because well, they can't get your attention well, elsewhere. Well, what otherwise. happens
5: is the sympathy they get, that's the attention they're looking right, for, and, and it makes them feel good. So they know, okay, if I put something bad up here, then someone's going to say yeah. how
6: wonderful I am, and then that's going to make me feel yeah. good, and that's how I'm getting my attention. And inevitably, if you find somebody like that, you want to see a cool social study. Scroll down their timeline a while and watch how many of their own friends stop liking or commenting on their own stuff yep. as it moves through in time. Their own friends are almost like saying, come on, man. Right. I mean, we know you enough to know that some cool stuff's happening,
7: but you don't ever talk about that. So none of us really do that. I, I think we're all pretty good about this. Gar- now. Carlos,
9: can I take a guess of maybe one of the things that's on your list? Yeah, of course. All right, and this is uh, Chef Scott. People that post pictures of unicorns and fairies.
7: <laughs> it's not I, I
9: follow them, no? Uh,
7: no. No? Uh, no. Damn. no, but that's, yeah, there are a lot of I mystical see- people on <laughs> Facebook that <laughs> like to post these. I seek those people. All right, this one, I'm guilty of it because I do have a, an ex on, well, that's what it is. Your ex someone. Okay, your ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend. What, you posting about them? Or? That's how you... These are people you should not have. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
5: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you talking about? no, 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 yeah, I agree, yeah. Oh,
7: yeah, but you have exes that you hang out with. Oh, uh, feel uh, yeah, I mean. What he's saying is, I don't, I don't know, I, I I don't know my, you
6: understand, Russ. What he's saying is, is if you have an ex-girlfriend or whatever, you should not be their well, friend on Facebook. They, they wrote oh, no, yeah,
7: I don't do that. Yeah. They were some really cool I'm things. friends with them, yeah. yeah. Uh, don't waste precious energy. Okay. They, and I know you don't do this. Don't waste precious energy hate-stalking former friends and flings. Okay? Yeah, no, I don't do that. It yeah. may be hard at first, but eliminating them on your online circle. Now, I was guilty of that. Yeah, definitely some ex friends that we were kind of keeping tabs on. I know it sounds wrong, but uh, my wife and I would there were ex good friends of ours that, and uh, we would check in on their page, and it did nothing but piss us off. Yeah, it, I don't—I only
6: do that to make sure they're not doing better than me. <laughs>
7: I, I'll be dead honest. I mean, it's not that situation, but people who dick you over or you're mad at you, of course, you don't <laughs> want to say, "Oh, great, they're doing fantastic," right? right you right. know. But I'm not—I'm not wishing anything bad on them. But uh, we haven't done that as of late. So, uh, Jimmy. No, I don't do that at
6: all, buddy. Yeah. I'm not that I'm not in that world. I I pro, I just don't.
7: Now, Angel, you're a
9: single, man. So, uh I could honestly say the the last real serious relationship I had, um yeah, I don't I don't follow her and uh, I've like I've blocked all of that. So you don't ever go back and check out the one of the exes back in the day and be like, "Oh, oh, maybe she did get that b- updated bikini pick, you know." The most recent ex? No, I can't cuz it's still too painful. Yes, well, damn, man. I'm so sorry. What happened
7: to the horny giant? My God, dude, he's he
6: has an emotional. He's a he's a burlap sack of emotions over there. It just
7: my hurt. God, man, he's like New Year resolutions. I'm showing my emotions, Devin. Just, it just hurts too bad. I, I'm gonna guess Easy, for He's
13: being a dick. I'm a little depressed now. I'm guessing you've done this, uh, of course. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> But
7: you you have to balance
13: it out. You if you go to the exes and you're like angry about it, you have to have that one friend that you can type in and then know that their life is complete. crap. Oh! Yeah. And so you, oh, you go to it. them and you're. Yeah. Like, like yeah, yeah, I'm
12: still doing better. See, I yeah. don't, I don't, I
5: don't follow any X that I'm angry about. Like, but X's that I'm that we're cool with, and I and I and I know, and and, and, yeah. and I, I wish them well. Then yeah. yeah, I
7: still I still follow them. I can only imagine your Google Plus circles, Russ. <laughs> is uh, is somebody you is
13: on your list uh, the guy that has uh, graduated from School of Hard Knocks on there.
11: <laughs> all, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's
7: my cousin. He puts oh. that on School everything. What like, we'll college you go to? Yo, School of Hard Knocks, son. Yeah. That's his catchphrase. How many have you done so far? Okay, we done uh, 3. We we'll oh. got we got uh, 4 more. We'll do the other 4 yeah. when we come back. You're listening to the Match of the Morning.
4: Pleasure. <laughs>
5: Hey hey! Welcome to the Monsters Morning on Real Radio 104.1. Coming up in about 20 minutes, another opportunity to win $1,000 from Real Radio 104.1. That's going to happen all day long. You just text a keyword to 45495 and you could win $1,000. We've had several winners this week. Love to see some more. Remember to go to our website at monsters.fm. Blog and Molly has been putting up stuff all morning long. And uh, if you'd like to enter our contest to sing the national anthem at the Monster Jam, that's where you sign up. At Monsters.fm. Carlos was. Or, or, I got a
6: forwarder when I got one this morning. Oh, good. Yeah, so I'll forward it over to uh, Blogging Molly right now. All right.
5: And you got to be uh, eighteen or older to, to enter. All right, Carlos All right. was.
7: Can you take it to the top? Yes, I'm going to continue to take us to the top.
5: As I, I just, I just unfollowed someone, and, and I forgot about the topic that we're doing. But uh, oh, really? So, so what would you I'll, be unfollowing I'll, for? Well, be, uh, posting graphic photos. Oh, like that? Like uh, the, violence? Like, yeah, violent, but Yeah, yeah. There was a the photo of, 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 a, of a police officer with a bunch of these big cuts on his back and yep. bleeding. I don't want to see oh. that. Though. I saw that
7: yesterday. I don't. I don't. I don't want to see that. That is true. I don't know. We're, what we're doing is the seven type of people you should unfriend on Facebook. I'm putting up a little Periscope right now, so you can check us out on Periscope to the top, Carlos, live camera in studio. It's very cool. But um, yeah, that's not on the list. The, the guy. Oh, who, it's not. The guy who posts because you know it's not a girl. Never girl (laughs) who's posting the uh, ISIS, you know. The girl posts puppy videos. Stuff like that I will not
4: follow,
7: yeah. So, yeah, that's on there. But we already did three of them, and I think we all agreed. Uh, The people you should unfriend or unfollow on Facebook, it's mostly unfriend, uh, is the political ranter. Okay, yeah. The negative Nancy. I'll do that, yeah. And uh, your ex-someone, ex-friend and ex if you're cool with them, whatever, but if you're stalking them to either – Yeah, if you're following them
5: and you have a, and, and they create a bad feeling for you, it's stupid to, to exactly. still follow them,
7: yeah. All right. Now, uh, I don't know exactly what this one means, but let's go into it a little bit. I, I, I th- so another person you should unfollow on Facebook is the best life acquaintance, right? It's time to stop comp- – oh, I got what it says. Yeah, I know exactly what I meant. Yeah, right like the they have the best life. Look at them. Look mm-hmm. at them. Everything they do is amazing. They, they, you know, it's time to stop comparing yourself to others. And but that can be hard when the 2015 study shows Facebook can actually prompt depressive feelings because of social comparison. I mean, let's be honest. It's keeping up with the Joneses yeah. on a, on the highest level. Mm-hmm. Especially if you, especially if you think it's crap. Yeah. Uh, in what sense? What yeah, I mean, mean?
11: Just especially if you it, see It's somebody, a facade.
6: Yeah, if you see some, if let's say you know somebody and you see all this stuff and you know, everybody's posting something about how great their life is yeah. and you know for a fact it's not. You know?
7: <laughs> no, for sure, for that. sure. I would say that's the, I mean, if you don't put anything real, and I shouldn't say negative because we just said, but like some of the downs without complaining, you know. Um, it's,
6: the, it's the opposite of what you're saying earlier with the negative Nelly thing. Yeah. I mean, if, you're, if, if your Facebook profile only reads like you are literally a prince and you get taken to work every day by a stagecoach being pulled by magic dragons, right. you know, and nobody believes that. That is utterly unrealistic and nobody's going to buy
7: that. It's nauseating. Yeah you should never compare yourself to other people's lives. I teach uh,
13: psychology and we've gone over several studies that have said that Facebook causes depression because people really do. You see the best of and Dude. and people think that that's all the time, which is why I post some negative thing. I I, that's I, good. I not ne- negative but I say I had gigs canceled. I had this happening. Yeah, you just I post got stiff. You, you post know? reality, yeah. buddy. Yeah. It has and, nothing
6: to do with being positive or negative. You right. just post the actual happenings and, of your life.
13: Right, and there are a lot of comics that I know of that look up to me and kind of ask me for advice. Yeah. and I have to show them it's not all yeah, sunshine and right. it, yeah. it's, there's a lot of downsides to it too and so I think you have to be kind of real on your Facebook but a lot of people aren't think of how many times you've you know taken a bunch of pictures out going somewhere and you go to upload them and how many pictures do you skip because oh, you don't look good absolutely. or it doesn't look exciting or not everybody's smile I mean and that's the things we do we, we don't want people to see that stuff right you
7: know uh, excellent so number five. So we already had uh, Negative Nelly, Political Ranter, Your Ex Someone, The Best Life Acquaintance. Number five, the people you should unfollow, unfriend on Facebook, The Attention Seeker. What does that mean, The Attention Seeker? Today was probably the worst day of my life, oh. dot, dot, dot. Don't want to talk about vague it. Vague booking. Oh, right. very Vague v- booking, very, exactly. Very vague. Yeah, and yeah, I can't. I'm. This is probably the last day I'll be on Facebook. Right. So after this, whenever I see somebody Good. who posts... I'm about to get off of Facebook. It's like, boy, you are really seeking You're cleaning up my friends. Yeah. <laughs> Hope
13: you make the cut. Oh,
11: yeah. God. What
13: is yeah, that? I'm gonna like, hang around all day and all wait for that one. Oh my god. <laughs> oh
7: man. Yeah, you probably aren't alone in this reaction. Attention-seeking statuses make uh, make the audience more annoyed rather than any other one. And uh, that was number five. Let's move on. Number six, the braggart. Did he really take an awesome vacation? Did she burn 865 calories at the gym? You're gonna hear about it and feel super annoyed. Science even has uh, your back on this one. Research shows, and what is this called, everybody? What is this called? We've all been guilty of it. We have all done this one. What's that? The humble brag. Oh, yeah. You know, it's tough out here working in uh, in the heat today, uh, performing in front of all these people. Yep. I think there's only 5,000, but God, I only have a bottle of water. You know, <laughs> you know there's humble. That's I'm a just, really exaggerated one. I'm just one, glad but, to do it. <laughs> but uh, humble brag, um, you know, I wish I had an example of it, but I think we all know.
13: I just, uh, you know, I'm so thankful that I can afford this uh, baby grand piano underneath this painting that Paul Stanley made <laughs> of me in my penthouse suite. And, uh, but you I'm thankful what?
7: for it all. I can barely afford it. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. We've all done it, um, and there's different levels of it. Uh, but uh, I, can't, I can't sit back and say that uh, I haven't done that one, the bracket. And last but not least, and this goes with any social media or life, friend real life friend anyone who makes you feel really crappy about yourself yeah you know i've told my wife that a thousand times <laughs> stop making me feel <laughs> look man when it comes down to social media it shouldn't be something that every time you read it, you're like oh god oh soul sucking you know if there's anyone that's dragging you down whether online or in real life might be time to reevaluate that if you listen to this and you say, God damn, every single one of that is me. <laughs> <laughs> then you might need to unplug for a little bit. You might need to unplug. Um, but um, which one of those was the ones that stood out to you guys? The biggest one? I mean, they're they're all
5: like I say. I have been I've been unfollowing people for the past week or so, and and I I pretty much identify with a lot of that. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't mind though. I mean, if if I see someone posting, you know, positive things, I don't I don't think no. That that, 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 that wasn't mentioned
6: here. You you know? know, one that wasn't mentioned, and it probably falls under the umbrella of one of those, but the one I find myself. Only watching for entertainment purposes just to see what they'll come up with next. Like, how much can your body take? The ones who always go out of their way to post about their medical maladies. Yeah. I, I can't. Oh, God. Broke my elbow again. What's next, God? Right. You know, I mean, or, or, you know, it's just I have I have an old friend from my – not even really a friend. Just this girl I knew in high school I happened to follow, and I swear on my life. If it wasn't for medical dysfunction, she wouldn't even have a Facebook page. That's all it's for is her to inform everybody in the world what's happening to her physically, medically right now. I swear it. If you look, one out of every 20 posts is something other than something happening to her. Woke up with a headache. Yeah, we got an
7: amoeba. Yeah, it, it, uh, that
6: you know who
13: else you, sh- you should unfriend? Who the people that think Mark Zuckerberg is going to give them money? Oh,
7: I kind of thought that
13: though. Yeah, I kind of thought that. But
7: there's those people are
13: the ones that buy into every hoax. single uh, hoax. Copy paste this. Yeah. Let's see how many of my friends actually read yeah. my Facebook status. Honestly, Post one word about how we met.
7: I think, and maybe this can't happen, but remember my phone crashed the other yesterday. Yeah, I downloaded some apps, some random ones, and then that, I had that Facebook lottery thing pop up on my phone. I think it was like a corrupted file that the phone was like, boom. Maybe they can't even do that, but I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I get annoyed with people that post too many pictures in one group. Like, don't post 375 pictures in one album at one time. Nobody's gonna look at them. <laughs> <laughs> they look at the one front picture, the little five ones, and that's it.
5: Sometimes I'll click through if there's if there's if there's 13, I'll, right. you know, I'll, I'll click that. But not 362 no, for their no. trip to see C- You know what's funny? Yeah.
9: It's, it's uh, the text messages that come in and the way that they hear the list. This particular person, uh, this is five texts from them. If you are truly social media savvy, you know how to block specific posts without unfollowing or unfriending someone. What makes your post more important than another person's? Very arrogant. I don't agree with a post. I keep moving. When you unfriend someone because of their post, it seems that they deem, that you deem yourself or your thoughts better than someone else's a bit much, I think. From the list you are reading, from besides the last one, why be on social media? It's like you take the, it's like life. You take the good with the bad. Social media is not like life. No, it's not like life. No. It's yeah. not you can, life at all. You can,
7: you can tailor make
9: it exactly. <laughs> That's what's why it's social media. You yeah. you, you get to pick and choose. You, you, this is how I want my timeline like to, to look. It be called MySpace. Yeah. Yeah, my Yeah. Space. Mm-hmm. yeah.
4: yeah.
9: Also so it, it's not life. If you think social media is life then there is something wrong with you.
6: What do you guys feel about the ones who always ask for prayers?
7: Uh, prayers and good vibes.
6: I don't <laughs> mind that. I don't mind that. Why you? Bother- it's just I mean it's just always the same guy, please pray for my cousin. I hate when it's something for frivol- like I get a new
13: job, pray for me. Uh, I'm <laughs> yeah. stuck in traffic, prayers and thoughts. Yeah. Are so blessed. Uh, yeah. The word
6: I'm so sick and tired of hearing the word blessed on Twitter and Facebook. My god. It's disgusting.
9: Stop it. <laughs> that bothers you, huh? I does
6: mean, matter. come on, man. Everything's blessed.
7: You're blessed because you have a Nissan Sentra. I think
6: you're blessed because whatever, uh, dude.
9: You haven't seen my Nissan. I've seen
7: people that make fun of that, and I think that's way worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people who make fun of people who make fun of blessed is like, oh my god, don't, really? Don't you agree that it's been a played a little bit with the whole blessed thing? Of course, but I mean. It, it's better than being negative. Yeah, some people feel that they, they want to
5: show their appreciation. I don't know. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, See, but
9: here's the thing. This, it's a fine line, right? Because the people that we <laughs> call it negative, right? Right. But those people are, are going to feel like they're being real. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know what I mean. So, yeah. so, so there, there are people that uh we're all to, like from the you know from your point of view, you're going to think oh, this person's being negative, and, and if you were to talk to them, they're like See, the most regular could, person. But I, I'm just calling how it is. I'm being real. Because when can.
5: Jimmy says that, the first person I think of is Mark Merrow. and he usually says, "I feel blessed that I've had this," and blah, 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 and that, I mean, he legitimately
7: feels blessed, you know. Yeah. I don't know. And he certainly can. Yeah. Uh, with all things you post, you probably should, you know, space it out, okay? If, you, if you're doing too much negative stuff, gonna okay, put some little positive. If you're putting too many uh, – I'm going to go home and put something really <laughs> negative and nasty when I get home. Yeah. You should mix one of all your political oh, negative yeah. with an ex of yours, and you're showing off your best life and something that it seeks attention, bragging, there and, and, and say they'll they make you feel it. crappy. What about, buddy?
6: Just hollering at me, buddy. I'm not even close to talking
7: about you. That's funny. Oh, really? That's funny. Somebody felt guilty. and. uh Uh, Hopefully that connected with somebody out there today will be a great day. To the top, never stop. Hey, Devin,
5: can you stick for one more segment? Because uh, we we want to talk about the upcoming uh, Monster Comic of the Year competition. How how has it affected you? Uh, You're listening to the Monster of the Morning.
0: Talk win a $1000 now. Text the nationwide keyword to 45495 and get a confirmation text. Standard message and data rates apply. Just text the word music, M U S I C, music to 45495.
3: Broadcasting from the Carl Black GMC Studios. We are professional grade and you are listening to Real Radio 104.1 WTKS FM HD1 Cocoa Beach Orlando.
5: Did you do the keyword, angle uh, Angel? Uh, of course, we did. It key was music, it was music, yeah. Text the word music to 45495 at 45495, and you could win $1,000 from uh, Real Radio 104.1. And this coming uh, Saturday is the Crime Line Chili Cook Off. It's uh, growing and growing. More people are, are entering and bringing their chilies, it's gonna be great. Uh, for only five dollars, you can try all the chilies. It's out at Seminole Harley Davidson. And uh, which is a nice little location over there. We appreciate them uh, letting I us. I think I'm going to come out. Do it. Are you? Yeah, definitely. You make, make some, some chili? first time checking
13: it
6: out. No, I'm not making it. I'm just going to taste it. Yeah. You think you can beat on. Jimmy's
13: chili? No, I
5: can't.
13: No.
6: That no, sounds,
9: sounds what you're saying. Devin could cook, dude. Yeah, yeah no. I can, actually. Devin,
6: Devin knows know. about food. Matter of fact, Devin, um, uh, like when we first started Primetime Kitchen, he listened to a couple episodes, and he goes, Hey, man, it's somebody who really likes food, um, I want to hear you explain, you know, what it took to make it. What I mean, get more involved with describing the actual food itself rather than just saying, hey, it's really good. Why is it good? And, I, and that was great advice, yeah. which I gladly took and thanked him profusely for. But he came
7: back in here and he was like, can you believe this, Devin? Give <laughs> it <Yeah>. a, <laughs> D D D to, to the, the day a radio tips.
6: Yeah. yeah. Look, man, you learn from everybody at every point in your life. Absolutely. So,
7: Devin Siebel, obviously a uh,
5: uh, monster comic of the year. It's been a year almost now because uh, it was uh, well, yeah, it was around
7: this time last year. Not started when, when it
5: started, yeah. And then the, fa- the the finale last year was in April,
7: was it? Mm, yeah, it so any, April, anyways, yeah. So like anyway,
5: it's been almost a year, and now we're getting ready to start asking people to send in their tapes for. And their their audio and everything for for the next round. I guess video is what we need. Yep. Uh, on Monday, it's going to be open for people to start sending in their 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 video. And the floodgates will open. Yeah, oh, yeah.
7: we've got about twenty teed up to listen to in just about ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. What okay. do you think uh, this year? How's it going to go down? There well,
5: are some
13: fantastic comics in Orlando. I think you saw probably a. Uh, Two or three last year that I think will definitely make a good run for it again this year. Good. I mean, honestly, the show that I was on, the very first show where we had Dean Napolitano, Mike Hurley, I mean, that was a heavy hitter It show. was. It was pretty stacked, and I think that could have been almost a final you know, in, in its own right. But, I agree. Uh, there are some very talented comics. There was some crap talking uh, going on behind the scenes, you know. Oh, man, if I had entered, you know, right. I'd, have, I'd have ran it, you know, no big deal. And yeah. know, I got next year and all this stuff. That and, terrible word,
6: if.
11: Yeah. yeah.
5: So, now, with, with this uh, this entire year, wh- what has been the advantage? Is it just being able to come in on, on the air or when you go to clubs and you say, hey, by the way? Uh, like, wh- what has been the advantage of being the monster comic of the year for you?
13: Huge advantage. Um, I definitely got to headline more rooms, uh, especially in the Central Florida area, because they knew that I. W- if they headline me, I could come on and be like, "Hey, I'm going to be here." Of Which, course. by the way, Orlando Improv Friday Night, me myself and James John will be there. Nice, uh, yeah. After uh, John Lovitz. Uh, but anyways, um, honestly, just headlining more rooms. Uh, I've gained so much more friends on Facebook. Some Social very friends. welcomed. Yeah. <laughs> Others not so much. But yeah. it's it's you have a huge fan base and I mean I was saying like I, I tell people this story every time. When you announced that I you know, one community of the year on the radio, uh my phone was blowing up and I thought people were like calling and stuff. It was Facebook friend requests and over the course of an hour I got about a hundred and twenty like friend requests from people that wanted to connect with me. And so it's it's pretty cool, man. Everything kind of starts to kind of um take off, you it, know,
5: for you. And even for the people that didn't win that that time that we were doing the competition each one of the comics said that, that were that, that entered were able to come in yep. have some time on the air and they, and they got some exposure as
10: well. hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
5: Well, yeah. and, and the thing is, is everybody that we picked, there was not one comic that we said, ooh,
0: that guy was terrible. We or,
7: initially wanted to do that. We initially thought, oh, it might be funny to get have some, some real stickers for regular in. people, but we realize quickly it's not fun. It's maybe funny for 10 seconds, right. but for somebody competing yeah. against pros, it's just, it's, it's, it, it wouldn't work.
5: Well, And also, too, is when we got all the videos uh, uh, initially, we thought, okay, let's pick some really stinkers. It'll be funny to goof on them. But then there were so many good people. There were so many good comics that we left out some good comics because we couldn't get that many. You didn't have to
6: lean on that gimmick. Right. No, we didn't have
5: to. We had so many good comics. So even the ones that just entered the competition get benefit during the time of of the Monster Comic of the Year competition.
6: Uh, uh, Also, I thought it was really um, enlightening that we had... A bunch of different styles. We had a guy who was doing kind of a predominantly country set. You know, kind yep. of a, a more, uh, you know, not to say Larry the Cable guy-ish, but, you know, yeah. uh, that type thing. You had a Middle Eastern girl doing a set. She
5: was funny. Right? Mm-hmm. You
6: had uh, guys like Devin. You had, you had your basic, you know, you had guys who were a little bit more bombastic. You had guys who were doing uh, more cerebral stuff. I, I thought it was an absolute perfect mix yeah. of styles of comedy as well. And everybody had confidence on stage. Not one guy got up there and froze. No. And if you're going against a guy like Dean, Dean has been in the game for 20 years. I mean, he knows what he's doing. And you're going up against a guy like that, and you're taking a guy like that down? I mean, that, that's a big deal, in my opinion. And I, we we became really good friends,
13: actually, after that. He's yeah, a great so guy. We have a bunch of he side is. projects we're working on now. He's uh, fun. So, yeah, all,
5: all the guys that were in it last year were There funny. was
7: one. There was one. I'm not going to No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was
13: really there cool. There was a so, lot of controversy, though, in the buildup. There yeah, I mean, was. there really was. There was people oh, I, that I were remember about, like, what uh, do you mean? oh, they were just like, oh, I can't believe you picked this guy, or the voting, or they had conspiracy theories oh, left and right talking you know. crap about oh. i
3: remember
7: each person some that i thought were friends that talked hardcore crap and basically said the, the monsters they'll never give you that time they they said yeah. you'll never win that money and, they, they don't they don't back up what they say and to those people well guess what he's sitting right here yeah he's touring He's making money. He's doing his thing, and And I can uh, say there have been honestly
13: a lot of paid gigs. I would say just one particular group that I work with in particular, the lady found me because she heard me on the monsters, and with her alone, I've made fifteen hundred bucks at least on different gigs. You know, hell yeah, do fifteen of her birthday parties? (laughs) Fifteen hundred birthday parties? Yeah,
7: no, that's that's awesome, and and you've done a really great job. This this whole competition wouldn't have done as well if you didn't take the ball and run with this. So thanks. Well, you have, I mean, you have a lot of comics on
13: there, and you know. There was only a few of us I think that have the work ethic that you guys were looking for. Exactly. You know, there are some comics that that I think you would have taken and it would have been like, Ah, you know, this guy's kind of cruising. He doesn't really want to do much with it. But there were a few of us that I think it could have gone, you know, if you had picked us, it would have been like, Okay, we took this ball and we're we're taking it To the goal line. We're not, you know, I'm not going to sit back and uh, let it happen or wait or, Mm -mm. you know, it's a a moment you need to use. So
5: people can start sending in their videos on Monday. Yes. Blog and Molly will have that up. And then is it going to, do you want to announce where it's going to be, anything like that yet, or do want to wait? Probably not. Let's probably wait. And and once everything is, because. I will say it's going to be, from the plans that we have, it's going to be bigger than last year. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be bigger than last year. It's gonna be really, really a, a, a great competition. And uh look if you're if you know a comic or if you're a comic and you'd like to, you know, uh you know, try try to win and get the same thing that uh, the Devin Siebold uh, received this year, uh, we'd love to see even more people enter. And,
13: and the thing that I thought was really cool last year is you had a lot of guys that just filmed, like, them being funny in front of their computer. Those guys need to get out there and try some open mics. I mean, if you think you're funny, I mean, start trying it. You'd be so surprised how many people that, that say, oh, well, I don't know, I don't know, and then a year or two later, they're actually like, that's the love of their life. Right. You know? So if you're thinking about doing comedy, start doing the open mics to put together a decent video. What's it the going to hurt?
5: hurt? Yeah. And Carlos, okay, when they're sending in their, their their video would you say send it like at least maybe five minutes of your best because we're not going to watch we're not going to watch
7: 10 minutes we're 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 going to watch five minutes put your best five minutes on there yeah and you can do it again later that's what
5: that's what we want to see really because because we have to go through and watch each of these i remember the day that we went into the uh uh i forget where we're at one Uh, one, conference room or whatever to watch them all and it, it takes it takes a while but we do watch them all and we do all vote on one, you uh, picking the, the best people. Yeah, I was
13: I, so upset because I sent in a 25-minute tape to <laughs> But it worked. You were I in, in the wrong clip. I, <laughs> I remember like, that. I was like, Carlos, I said, I want this five-minute clip. I said, I'm <laughs> giving away so much of my material by having I'm, this online. I'm glad you said and that.
7: So after kind of doing a post-mortem on the whole thing and talking with a lot of people, the patrons that went out every single, the great thing was, man, there was couples that went to every comedy night. It was their thing. What they all overwhelmingly said was they voted for Devin. In the finale, because he had new material, oh. he came out there, and the other guys were doing some of the same now, as you know as a comic, it is hard to cobble together twenty strong minutes that Very you know, hard. so when you do a gig that 's you know a month earlier and you 're doing fifteen minutes and then you've got to come back and represent another month later, you know it 's tough, so what I say by this is, I think we should have something on the web that says how how much material do you have because yeah. I think that 's what ultimately ended up screwing yeah. up some of these, not to say that you didn 't win out right, but um, You know that's going to hurt you in the end if you don't have a lot of material. And the confidence it takes to roll out there and get a gigantic laugh for your
6: first uh, your first performance and not go back to the well, right? uh, Is balls beyond balls because you're basically telling your audience, "I've got more material than just that first time you guys
7: laughed," and that takes a lot of guts, man. And Mm -hmm. because people don't get that, they they just want to laugh. And if well, I just saw you. They feel like. The one guy that I was talking to he was like, "I was there every single one, and I liked all the guys. but Devin had the newest material, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, I guess that maybe that's the Netflix world there in in a small video world. they remember live in. a good joke, they do. like and they remember it for a
13: long yeah. time yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did side splitters two years ago, and a guy came back when I was with Nick DiPaolo. and he's like, Hey, man." He goes, you didn't do that one joke I like. And he's, he told me the joke <laughs> word for word. That's and I was cool. like, well, I got new jokes every once in a while. You know, I said, I'll do the same thing every time. Let's go. Cool. So yeah. are you,
5: this uh, this weekend you're going to be at uh, Improv?
13: Just Friday night. I'm going to be there. It's the late show. It's following John Lovitz. Uh, it's myself, James John, Pedro Lima. And it's, it's an interesting show. It should be, I mean, honestly, hysterical. It's yeah. going to be a really good little bit. And, you know, hopefully John will stick around and say hi to some people, too.
5: You yeah, he's know. coming in tomorrow. Right? Oh, John, he's John will be tomorrow, Lovitz is coming in. Lovitz is coming in. Yeah, John Lovitz, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. All right, well, uh, we appreciate you coming in. Once again, starting on Monday, you can send those videos in and about 5 minutes of uh, of your best stand-up material and we'll be picking a new uh, Monster Comic of the Year. Devin, good seeing you, man. Thank, Thank you, you, brother.
13: Find me online devincomedy.com, Devin Sebold on Facebook.
5: All right. Now uh, you're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Heaven. Of the Monsters mornings on real radio. What up, 4.1? Broadcasting live on iHeartRadio. You gotta check out our website at monsters.fm. That's monsters.fm. Well, It's been some time since we saw SoCal Val, and she is back. Hello, SoCal. Back.
2: I've missed you guys. How
5: are you doing today? I'm
2: good. I'm turning slowly British. Every trip I go, I stay longer and longer, and they've accepted me as one of their own, I think.
5: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think? I mean, I think so, so. Okay, so when you, okay, when you go to uh, to England, uh, where where do you normally stay?
2: Uh, I kind of spend my time between Milton Keynes and Ealing in London, where my sister lives. So, so I'm kind of near London. Yeah, in London. I do my whole you know tourist thing every time. There's always something new to see. I'm always usually alone, walking around. Visiting things. And you were there for weeks. what, three weeks this time? I was there for about three weeks, yeah.
5: Yeah. And then, okay, so when you go there, like, like do they know you're American right away? Can they tell by your Not accent? Not
2: only do they know I'm American. Oh, turn, the, turn the mic right. straight. Not so, only yeah. do they know I'm American, but it's, it's one of those things that wherever I'm at, if, if I open my mouth, heads turn, and they're kind of like, where's that accent from? One guy actually said to me, and I quote, Are you from the colonies? <laughs> <laughs> Which actually caught me huge. I thought that was really funny, but yeah.
7: From the colonies.
5: I'm
2: painfully American when I'm open. But there. you look. British. Well th- well today F- I look French because hip hip beret. <laughs> I am celebrating winter fashion in a beret today. <laughs> but yeah, I uh I, I dress kind of British.
7: You it do. Hip, beret. Everything about you says British. I would yeah. if I was in England and saw you, I would assume you were British. I don't
2: think they do. I think with with the fake nails and the uh and the kind of not so subtle way I dress, I think they're like, What is this chick up? British to? chicks don't have fake nails? They not really. No. not yeah, much. British, you uh do- they have a sort of a different style. I think over here I would see more British the way I dress because I'm kind of preppy. Um, over there, yeah, I don't think I fit in all that well. British dudes
6: Depends. love you, don't they? What's that? British dudes love you, don't they?
2: They
4: love uh, you. Yeah, yeah.
6: <laughs> you know what I heard? It's weird how that accent thing works. I got some friends that are from Aberdeen, Scotland. And when they came over, we used to skateboard and stuff together, the Hodges boys, greatest guys ever. And they used to tell me, go, you go, if you take an American accent in a Scotland Get ready uh, to accost women because they will be coming at you twofold. They love the American accent there.
2: They do, and it's funny because I was worried. I would do this sort of accent where they started calling me Dick Van Val because I pretty much get my chimney sweep and pirate accent uh, confused yeah, when I try Cockney. to speak British. Yeah, so, um, but I, I do it sort of as a joke, and I thought, I'm going to offend people. Maybe I shouldn't keep doing this. Yeah. And actually, they love it. They were like, will you do it on the mic tonight in the ring when you're ring announcing?" And I'm like, okay. So once in a while, I'll slip in like a jolly good or something, and oh, they, they just can. think it's hilarious. So that's, well, always, that's nice.
5: Look at her trying to be British. kind so of cute. What
7: is it about us as humans? That because we think they have accents and they think we have accents, know. you know. But what is it that is that there's an attraction? Is it just the grass? Is it's always just a- that it's
2: different. It's different. Yeah. It's different, yeah. huh? Yeah. I don't know, but it's provocative.
7: Yeah, <laughs> it's provocative.
6: It represents a different way of life. I think. I
7: guess.
5: Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, so look, was there is now when you go over there and there for three uh, three weeks? Is there anything that you miss about America? Like, are there? Are, I mean, are
6: certain things.
2: How much time do we have?
6: Non-boiled food. <laughs>
5: How like much what? time
6: do we
2: have? I love England, and I will, you know, preface this conversation with saying I love good England. dentistry. But let me tell you, their <laughs> their idea of Mexican food is laughable. I love them. They
5: do They do Mexican food they, over there? They try. God and,
2: bless them, they try. Um, yeah. There's a place called Cantina Laredo that's a chain here. That's kind of close. Yeah. Uh, I found one place called Las Iguanas. If you're ever in uh, the U.K., try Las Iguanas. Their nachos are amazing. But for the most part, it's just a <laughs> nachos are amazing. You know, I'm going to England for the yeah, nachos. exactly. I can't live without nachos. I was there a long time. So you go to the movies, for example, and you know, everyone loves... Anyone I would know uh, loves the uh, the movie nachos and sort of the process. Oh hell cheese. yeah! Even that was weird.
4: Oh really? I mean, what did it almost look like?
2: Ruined Star Wars. It was it was a, a taste I would equate with maybe baby vomit. Oh A very God. sick baby. <laughs> oh. um, and then the t- the salsa tasted like ketchup. It was just I mean it was galactic disasters what that was. It almost ruined Star Wars and I was livid. But yeah, I made it through. And then you know you ask for ice in your drink. Oh right, well, it's like two cubes of ice. So oh. why? Jolly good. No, I don't. I want a, I want diet coke with ice in it.
5: Yeah, they won't put ice in it for some reason.
2: Charge me for the ice. It's what? fine.
5: What's the reason? They're just not used I to it. Don't.
2: And it's cold there. You think ice would come easier to them? They drink I their don't beer know.
5: warmer. I don't know. A lot of people are like that. It's
2: super weird.
5: And did you do a lot of wrestling shows there?
2: I actually didn't do much when I was over there other than shop. Uh, I did a wrestling show uh, called Southside in a town called St. Neots, and I was ring announcing, and then I did a signing in Birkenhead, which is right by uh, Liverpool. Ah. It was nice. I hadn't seen Liverpool before. For the three hours I was there it was lovely. Yeah. So Oh
7: I went I love Liverpool. So yeah. that's where I stayed the
5: most. That's it awesome. was
2: very pretty, yeah. yeah.
5: So did you do a okay, you came back and then did you do New Year's Eve here or
2: I was I was there for New Year's oh, Eve. Oh you were? Yeah, I had oh, a little I'll... gown on, I had a great time. Champagne was flowing, it was beautiful. But it was weird because all my friends were texting me saying, you know, what's the future like? Because <laughs> we're five right. hours ahead. So that was a little strange, but it was lovely.
5: They the fireworks, the whole deal. I mean,
2: I didn't see any fireworks. No, and the place I was at didn't have TV, so that was kind of odd not to hear Ryan Seacrest babbling on. You know, yeah, huh. I'm used to that hmm. Dick Clark, and then now I think it's Ryan Seacrest. Right? I don't like
7: being anywhere where there's not a TV.
2: Right.
5: Hey, so there's there's an article out today, and it's it's uh, let's see here reasons why your girlfriend loves professional wrestling, but she doesn't know it. Oh, uh, and okay. I figured I'd go over these with you, and okay. maybe you could reiterate, or you could you know say that this is BS or or, or the truth. So, all everybody's girlfriend loves professional wrestling, but she doesn't know it. Uh, number one, it says because of the fake drama. Uh, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa! Let's not let's not uh, play with the word the f word. There. That <laughs>
5: yeah, one. that's we like do uh, not... that's like
7: walking into a head
5: shop and saying use... bong because I'm of theory. the drama.
2: Yeah,
7: we say
10: predetermined. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: We might say choreographed <laughs> if we if we must, but nobody uses the F word. You're going to get punched in the face. We don't say that here. F-word. We don't say that here, man. Not you got to step you, outside.
5: Well, then it, says, uh, because, then it says because of the real drama, saying the WWE has a lot of real drama behind the scenes. It's a big corporation and right. there's a lot of uh, politics involved. You're lo- right, man. Of, Chicks should be digging this. You know, so... The
2: of course. are missing
5: out. Yeah, whether you love the soap opera aspect or the real-life aspect of of uh, the real-life feuds that are behind the scenes, Wh- what's going on behind the scenes with the
9: WWE now, do you know? Well,
2: nowadays, you know, we're dealing with so many injuries with with guys like Seth Rollins still out of action. John Cena just uh, had to open Yeah, they saying go. he's not
9: going to make it to WrestleMania. I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. Are you <laughs> going to be okay? I don't know. You know he's a C-knight. <laughs> well, yeah.
2: C-knight. Yeah, so uh, you know, a lot of guys are dealing with injuries right now. People are... Very, uh, they feel like Roman Reigns is a very polarizing figure. People either love him or hate him. Roman of, Reigns, yeah, he's the current world wrestling uh, champion, and he won it from Sheamus. But Roman Reigns is sort of, I think he's great, but I think people don't think that he's ready to be in the position that he's in. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of a weird time because everyone else is injured, they feel like he was sort of just thrust into that role a little too soon. So you have to make up your own uh, opinions about it. And honestly, not to not to. Compare it to art, but you know I'm going to. Yes. It's subjective, so you might love Roman Reigns, you might not. Back in my day, you know, back in my day, Grandpa. In early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, back in my day, you either loved The Rock or Triple H. You couldn't love both, and right. that was sort of the fun to sort of fight with your friends and, and pick your favorites.
5: Speaking of what, the, the Rock has announced that he will be at WrestleMania. Oh, he's going to be at Mania. Now, is is he wrestling, or is he just going to be there?
2: I don't see him being in a match uh, by any means. Uh, he sort of set up an angle last year with, with Ronda Rousey, so I'm assuming she'll be involved somehow, but The Rock just sort of... Uh, went on social media and sort of promoted the fact that he'll be there and he has something big in store. So what it is, I don't know. And mm. he
7: makes a cut off uh, those pay-per-views,
5: right? I'm sure. Yeah. He should. Uh, then it says, uh, the reason your girlfriend probably loves, uh, or should love professional wrestling, the rich history of the WWE. There are so many stars that are, that are involved and so many people that, how long has the WWE been around uh,
2: Oh gosh, I mean, probably since the early seventies, I would think
4: it's a, it's
5: There were
2: different before. You know, WWF became a thing. Everyone had the territory, so you had like, you know, Crockett and these different guys that were in charge of the different territories. Well, actually, uh, this is not, called independent wrestling. This
5: is not just WWE. It says professional wrestling as oh. entertainment has been around for over a hundred years.
2: Yeah, that's that to me is is really cool because if you get into it sort of later in life, when I got into it, maybe about twelve or thirteen, around like ninety nine, and it was cool to be able to go back and do your homework. For example, I never watched ECW. All my friends. My close friends were in ECW, the Dudley Boys, um, Rob Van Dam, people like that. So it was nice to kind of go back and do my homework and learn why these guys were in such a high position that they were in. So that's that's, fun. And thanks to the network, now we can.
5: That's the next thing on the list, the binge-watching potential with your girlfriend. Yes. If if there's a particular wrestler she likes, you can go back and binge-watch with her.
2: That's why the network is such a brilliant thing, because if you, for example, if you love Triple H, as I do, you can go look up Triple H matches and see his matches from when he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And watch hours and hours of it. Hours.
5: (laughs) Uh, Then it says here, Mm. the next reason why your girl should love professional wrestling is NXT the developmental branch that, uh, yeah, that you're involved good. with. Right? Right.
2: Yes, NXT, you know, the cool thing about it is there's something personal about getting to know and love a wrestler that is sort of in the developmental scene because then when they do make it onto the main roster, it's so exciting because you have that, that feeling of, whoa, well, I was watching it back in the day. Same thing with Independence. So I do a company called Evolve that's on the WWNlive.com network, just uh-huh. saying, uh-huh. Uh, that all these guys are going to eventually be in NXT, and so many of them have now made the transition that you can say, wow, I saw that guy at the armory right. doing a really small show. So now, fast forward a couple years later, and he's on WrestleMania. Such as AJ Styles? possibly AJ Styles. I've been hearing that rumor that Mr. AJ Styles might be going to the WWE. Oh, I like wow. that guy. I was asked that, uh, actually, last night. Uh, the whole
9: Bullet Club, those guys.
2: He's amazing, but, you know, it's it's one of those things that AJ is a very practical guy. You probably met AJ back in the yeah. TNA days. Yeah. yeah. AJ is just doing what he does. He loves professional wrestling. He wants to take care of his family. If it's a bigger offer uh, for, than New Japan that he's been very heavily involved with, I see him going there. But he's a very practical guy. He's going to do what's best for AJ, and he's, you know, and I hope Bullet he Club. comes
5: here. The next reason your girlfriend may love uh, professional wrestling and She doesn't know it is the changing role of women in professional wrestling. Uh, That's
2: been very empowering, and especially as of late, we've had the hashtag Divas Revolution, and all the girls are getting in the main event. They're they're <laughs> winning all yeah. these belts.
5: So what what is the Divas Revolution? It, what is it? Basically, the know.
2: resurgence of the women's wrestling era, basically. Uh-huh. So you had people like Alundra Blaze back in the day, um, you know, Wendy Richter, and it was sort of an empowering moment for women. Then it became sort of like the Attitude Era was more like. No offense. I loved it. The bra and panties matches, the evening gown matches. Which oh. well, you've been
7: in a couple of
5: those, right? I loved It's called that. the good all day. I, honestly, yeah. I
2: loved the fluff of it all. But, you know, girls, they want to be all tough or whatever. And they want to <laughs> be taken seriously like the guys, which that's great for them. It's not my thing. But they want to do serious matches. And so then girls like Trish Stratus and Lita sort of paved the way for the girls that are making names for themselves now. Girls like Charlotte, Ric Flair's daughter, uh-huh, Sasha Lita. Banks, and Bailey, who we got to interview here.
5: Says you're the greatest success rate in turning your girl into uh, a fan of... Uh, Uh, your professional wrestling is to actually take her to a match. So seeing it live is another thing that, uh, that she will love.
2: It's, that's very true because the live experience is something that I miss having been involved with wrestling. A lot of times I'm backstage or I'm working the show, so I don't get that sort of fan moment. But I have to say it's a good thing you brought this up because the Royal Rumble is going to be here. I know. On January twenty fourth. We can't
5: even get tickets. Everyone that's everybody that's emailing me and asking me for tickets oh, good. and texting me and asking me for tickets, we, we can't get tickets. It's tickets? sold out. It's
2: it's that big of a deal. It was sold out very quickly. But if you're ever gonna go to a pay per view or watch live, the Royal Rumble is the best way to get a new wrestling fan involved because it's an exciting match where you don't really need to know the storylines that much when the Royal Rumble happens because it's basically just every few minutes a guy is running out (laughs) and joining this group of 30 guys and beating the crap out of each other. That makes it fun for someone that's not involved. So it's just like, it's really exciting. And that's happened at the end
5: of this month, right?
2: January 24th is going to be at the Amway Center. Yeah. What are the
5: chances Hacksaw Jim Duggan will be there? He's got to be, right? Yeah. I'm
2: I'm hoping for him. I'm hoping for Jimmy Hart. Jericho was just entered into the Rumble, who we love. So that'll be really exciting. But they always have surprise legends that come out for these Royal Rumble matches. That's the most exciting part. If they
7: really want to get the ladies involved in wrestling, they need to talk to... uh, Andy Cohen and get the housewives out there I'm and have you. Jim Ross. Oh, no, here comes Kiki. Here comes Nene from Atlanta. Nene die. from the
2: top rope. Oh, no. That's boop, boop, boop. Boop. That is my action. Those are my two worlds colliding, Real Housewives and wrestling. I would probably just implode. <laughs> you would love it, would you? I would love it. But I have to say, I mean, I don't mean to be crass here, but if we're talking about how to get girls involved with wrestling, I mean, <clears throat> Have you seen some of these guys?
5: Yeah. Well, that, that's coming up next. Yeah, Eye Candy is Come the next on. one. It says the, the, the girls will that love that it because because the Eye Candy. And also it says Renee Young is an on-air personality that women will like. She, I don't know she, who she is.
2: That's a good point because she's a, she's kind of their one of their main anchors. She does a lot of their uh, hosting or presenting and some of the, she doesn't really do ring announcements. It's your bitter like interviews. It? No, <laughs> no, she's awesome. And, and she can dress, which is even a bonus. But nice. she's one of those girls that yeah, she seems like a girl's girl. She's approachable, beautiful girl, but kind of just, you know, can hang with the guys, she's kind of the anchor that has to deal with all of the other guy hosts, and she has to sort of, you know, keep them in check. So for that reason, I think that she's really likable to to females, because a lot of the other interviewers um, that they've had in the past have been sort of, I don't want to say bimbo looking but you know they're sort of the more plastic types whatever girls really don't respond to that and Renee Young's sort of a nice seems like a nice girl and she is I've met her many times
5: so now uh, will you have uh, what's the next match you'll be at uh, coming up here so I
2: will be uh, Evolve is actually running uh, during Royal Rumble weekend we have an Ebor on the 22nd we've got a show uh, at the Orpheum Uh, information on Evolve shows by the way is at com. also there are tickets available if you're in Orlando and not Tampa Uh, NXT has a show on Friday the 22nd at the UCF Arena. Oh, that's, that's a big run. deal, right? That's a big one, yeah. The next day we have Evolve right here in Orlando, um, and then the day of the Rumble, we have an Evolve show in the afternoon, and then you can go to the Rumble at night, so it's a double shot. How
5: fast did the Royal Rumble sell out, do you know? It's I lot, heard an
2: hour. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah.
5: Wow. All right. Well listen, SoCalVal, always great to see you. You can follow SoCalVal on uh, Facebook.
2: Uh, and Twitter at SoCalValerie. Yeah. And I'll make sure to put up some clips today. I was I was periscoping with Carlos uh-huh. as he was periscoping. Was we a- need social media therapy or something.
7: I, a portal almost opened up.
5: Yeah. And we got weird.
7: in it. Yeah. All right. Hey, good seeing you. Good
2: to see we'll you. We'll see back. you next week. All right. You're Thank you're, you're you.
5: listening to the mantra of the morning. <laughs> Another uh, twenty minutes, we'll give you a, another keyword that could win you a thousand dollars. That's pretty cool. So stick around for that keyword, and you'll you'll text the keyword to four five four nine five, and you very well could be a winner. Um, this coming Saturday is the Crime Line Chili Cookoff. Looking forward to that. I this is silly. This is uh, still you know there are some there are some cases that go to court that just. Uh, you know they're just wasting time. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of silly. Uh, and this one I thought had been I don't know done a long time ago. Do you remember? the photo of the monkey that took a picture of himself. Yeah, it was a great photo. It was like it, so perfect. I got it right here. Well, I got the I got the picture right here. I mean it's it's you know, he, he grabbed the camera, he looked in it <laughs> and he took a picture <laughs> That's of himself. so
7: cute. Look and
5: at that. It, it's, it's adorable, right? But but now there's arguments over who owns the rights to it because the oh, yeah. because the the, the photographer, that guy, he wasn't holding the camera. Right. So there are people saying, Well you don't own the rights to it. Well a lawyer decided to um fight for the rights for the monkey uh-huh. so he he he, he like uh, decided to you know be on the monkey side so he let the monkey hire him yeah, yeah. and uh, but a federal judge in san francisco says the monkey cannot sue for the copyright infringement because he's a monkey
6: well who, okay, <laughs> it, 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 can i ask can i ask a legit question huh does the monkey have an owner
7: uh, I think it was a wildlife.
5: Uh, was place, it right? like a
7: refuge or whatever? It was a wildlife
5: refuge. Yeah. Well,
6: truthfully, wouldn't they? There's own? no owner.
5: No, there's no owner. There's okay. no owner of the monkey. Uh, the crested macaw. Uh,
6: yeah, but what I'm saying, you, uh, a macaque. I'm macaque,
5: sorry, yeah. macaque. Yeah, you,
6: you understand what I'm trying to say, though, right? Right. God, yeah. Got him, mighty angel. Um, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is, if you, if the monkey was part of, let's say, a display that was owned and privately held and was for profit, even not for profit, you would think because they own the monkey, anything the monkey does, good, bad, or indifferent
7: they would be responsible for or be the beneficiary of, right? Yeah, anybody who owns that macaque uh, should get that money. Yeah, so if I had a macaque and it took a selfie? Yeah, it would it sometimes would be good, and a lot of times it wouldn't. <laughs> so the judge told
5: the uh, the, the, the macaque's lawyer.
7: I would cover the walls with photographs, with
5: selfies of macaques. The the, co- the Copyright Act does not give humans the right to sue uh, on the animal's behalf, so even though he tried to do that, I mean, he must have been bored, right?
7: <laughs> like, yeah, like I, I,
5: I represent macaque, uh, <laughs> Mr. Macaque.
7: <laughs> uh, uh, Your Honor, I am here to defend the innocence of macaque. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And this is his photo, Your Honor. So has that has that photo has it
5: generated? a lot of money or
6: something I mean, there's got to be money involved right you don't do any of this well anything that gets you know a million hits or more carlos is actually considerably more savvy about this than i am but i mean anything that garners a million hits online has
7: value yeah yeah and i don't know where they posted that initially obviously videos are going to get more because yeah. but because it's it's a photo and they can pretty much put it anywhere but so as of right now yeah it
5: has no copyright uh, protection because yeah.
7: nobody owns it it's because the monkey took a picture of himself do you know why um that probably is such an issue because a, because a company would buy that photo license and, and it, license right? it and put it on the cover of you know and make a, you would make a lot of money yeah, the licensing
6: really is where the value is. As a matter of <laughs> fact, somebody even said earlier wouldn't it be it what, is funny. wouldn't <laughs> it be the, the whatever images are on your camera are yours right but that's not necessarily the case no no, no because whoever take
9: actually takes the picture well it, 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 it goes even, back to the Bradley cooper thing. Yeah, I was going to say, but even then, if I take a picture What's of something that's protected, it, it's not mine. What's the Bradley Cooper thing? Uh, so remember the awards show that he does the selfie, uh, and it was like a promo thing with Samsung. Yeah, Ellen did uh, for, it. Yeah. Uh, and so th- who, uh, because, but I thought it was actually Bradley Cooper took the oh, photo, was it? Oh, gotcha. and he had to basically release the f- sign a release to use that photo for the ah. promotion of that event. So it, even though it was Samsung's phone, and there was a promotional stunt during the process of the
0: show. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
5: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
10: <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
9: He physically uh, took the picture, huh. and that it was his, and he was the one that had to sign the release for it. Do you think this is the first time someone has represented an, an animal
5: uh, in court, <laughs> or tried to? I mean, the, the judge threw it out and said, "Well, you can't do that."
7: Well, but I mean, I mean, I know. Um, well, I, think. I know lawyers, there was lawyers who represented the the bone to the T Rex. Yeah, you well, know, I, and different things like that.
6: If you think about it in this manner, Osses. you have to assume that yes, they would. Let's say you have a dog that's an actor, like one of these, you know, one of these Hollywood dogs, like right? Lassie, whatever, and it's owned by a couple, correct? Right. Yeah. Well, you represent the couple, not Lassie. What I'm saying, and that couple divorces. Yeah. Who has rights to the acting? Uh, portfolio and earning possibility of that dog now is that that's negotiated in a divorce settlement so sure. you would have to have an attorney that would represent the benefits or the imaging of that particular animal but they're right? but
5: yeah but they're, they're representing the humans no i don't think it, it, nobody says well i'm the lawyer for lassie you know what i'm saying like i'm, I'm on lassie's side this, this guy's actually trying to he walked into court
6: and said i represent the monkey <laughs> what about oh no, no hold on what about grumpy cat that thing's worth millions of dollars. The, I mean, me it, but it, it's the owner. I understand. But, in, but the owner doesn't have a case. The owner's not the subject. The owner's vision or image means nothing. It has no value. Yeah, so, but, that, but that's,
5: that's who's represented in court. I,
6: yeah. I, don't know that, I, I don't know
5: that
7: an animal has ever had a representative mm. go to court for it. Yeah, because, I mean, let's say I'm, I'm trying to think of what a case would be with Grumpy Cat, right? that Maybe she, the, the owner promised that cat would be part of the advertising campaign, and then they go back on it, they sue him. They were still representing. I know you're just trying to figure it out too, but well, yeah, um, but
6: basically Russ is right. I mean, and, and it's not like there's much of an argument here because the owner is acting in uh, acting as the cat's um, uh, representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as the uh, owner and uh, oh God, I can't think of the word, but you know what I'm saying. This, this one, was this this is A
5: wild monkey in the in, in the you know in the jungle or whatever, and he's the one that took the picture, and
9: uh, yeah. When you type certain things into Google, it's always amazing the things that you come Uh-oh. back. How did you spell macaque? And so... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, actually, the search was, can a lawyer represent an animal? Okay, yeah. Oh. And I wonder who comes up. Guess what... Do you know that there is a lawyer, world famous, who is... Uh, the the lawyer who defends animals is the name of the article. Mm-hmm. Is this an Eddie Murphy it, 90s no, movie? and it's from The Guardian... And the gentleman's name is Antoine Goschel, uh, Zurich's animal advocate since 2007. Acted in court on behalf of the pike two weeks ago when uh, basically it was a huge uh, fish that a 22 pound pike. And <laughs> um, see, <all> right. <laughs> he acted on the on the, yeah, on the behalf of this fish. Yeah, what did the fish do? What did the fish want? Okay, so this and guy is Patrick to- Geiger, 34 year old angler from the Swiss village of Horgen. Uh cast his bait in line to Lake Zurich and he caught this twenty two pound pike was soon uh, sn- and he put it on uh Facebook. Yeah. Uh I guess a few months later, state prosecutor of Canton of Zurich uh for excessive suffering to the animal and basically uh, sued this guy. And so he uh, represented uh, the fish. The fish. <laughs> so well, and then uh, from and from that he's gone on to represent other animals. Well that's just stupid.
6: So think about if an attorney was fighting for the right to um party. uh at yeah, a party and to free the wildlife at SeaWorld, like to, to let all those okay. shamu's go, but you're really still fighting against SeaWorld because SeaWorld, uh, are the SeaWorld is the entity that has the animals uh, in captivity. You're really not suing for the fi- you're only suing for the fish's rights uh, when garnered by a human. Yeah. So you, you can't sue an animal. Well, I guess you can, or yeah. you can sue on behalf of one. I guess. <laughs>
5: I think they, they, they made uh, further rules here in Central Florida, here at the SeaWorld, here in Central Florida, about uh, the way that um, they interact with the uh, with the whales, but they're still doing a whale show. Well, in San Diego, they changed everything. Yeah, I know, in San Diego, yeah. yeah, but here in Orlando, they're still, they Th- still have a whale show. There was
6: just some SeaWorld news out two days ago about their pricing structure. Did you guys see any of that? Like, they did some kind of sliding scale or something, or... Uh, oh, really? Huh. Yeah, yeah, I just read a big story about it. It made the rounds on Facebook for a few hours, anyway, and it kind of got buried, but... Um, I didn't see what it was because, of course, if you live in Central Florida, if you guys who listen to the show do not, uh, the theme parks have this race to charge everybody around here more money all the time. I and mean, whether if Disney does it one day, the next day you can know that Universal and SeaWorld are going to follow suit, and they're going to raise their prices as well. It's just kind of a running joke here if you, it, if you live in the area.
5: And it never makes anyone stay home. <laughs>
6: people no. still go. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, there are people during the last Disney price hike that said, they're lucky that Disney doesn't charge
7: double that I, I because would, they could. Absolutely. I was at the fair a couple months back. You know, it's 100 bucks a ticket for Disney now. If you live in Central Florida, if you live in Florida, you should get annual passes. If you go a lot, it just works out way better, right? But if you buy got to buy the ticket straight up, $103 or something, I think, with tax for one day, one park. Mm-hmm. I was at the busted-ass fair, spent 150 bucks just on random crap, got on, like, three rides. It was fun. But I was like, okay, so that's basically... Right. You know, and obviously Disney's a little bit more expensive with certain things, but they could charge whatever and the hell they want. Those hotel rooms, dude, are going yeah. two, three, four G's a night. And, and they're telling you straight up
6: and the the person who wrote the article said, You know what, you should be uh you should be thankful because truthfully <laughs> Disney could charge you double the amount and still get away with it every single day of the week. It would literally not hurt their attendance one hey, percent. Speaking of
5: theme parks, uh, one of our favorites, if not our favorite, uh, Universal announced that, uh, that for their Mardi Gras coming up, yeah, they've got the the list of the bands that the acts that are going to be performing. Uh, at, Haven't heard uh, the Mardi Gras. Yeah, I said I, I saw the teaser and I saw a couple of the acts. Uh, I know I know. Aria Speedwagon was one yeah, of them. I think cool. Nelly is another oh, one. Oh, Nelly?
7: I'd like to go see Nelly.
5: Um, uh, I think there's a list or whatever they just released. Yeah, we'll but it. uh, it's that whole thing they do for Mardi Gras, uh, and it lasts forever. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it, it, the Mardi Gras lasts longer than the real one in uh, – and in New Orleans, oh, but yeah. it's always great out there. And, and th- they've got some new floats and stuff out at Universal. Yeah. And
6: another thing they did, I've got the list here. We can go over it if you'd like. The other yeah. thing they did, they announced a big, gigantic uh, purchase uh, property, I think 400 acres or something, mm-hmm. uh, out there near that Universal I-Drive area uh, that they purchased that they're going to – I mean, they're building something out. There's an, a, a new tra- – what? what's one of the worlds they're – What's one of the new development things for
7: Universal? Uh, King Kong. Uh, that yeah. As far as a part of the park is Islands of Adventure. They're going to open up the new King Kong a ride show whatever it may be uh, simultaneously when the new King Kong film comes out there's yeah. new Fast and Furious Jimmy I, Fast and Furious. So, so they're all that they
6: purchase the land and start building all that and, I mean they don't joke they purchase the land they start breaking I mean they start digging pretty quick what so. are some of the bands that are coming Jimmy right, I only fe- saw a couple February 6th this is at Mardi Gras and Universal a yeah. good time by the way if you haven't been out there oh, it uh, is. Hunter Hayes okay yeah he's a country guy he kicks it off Saturday February 6th then uh, moving right into the next weekend so cute too Russ Diana Ross. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, right out of that, uh, the next day, actually, Sunday, is uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Okay. One it's, week and you look at
7: me. It's been.
6: Uh, I don't even know who this is, but February 20th, which is that following Saturday, Nate Ru- Royce. Oh, yeah, Nate Roos. Is it uh, Roos he's or uh, Royce? the
7: lead singer of fun. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's, he's I mean, I, I don't, uh, I love fun, but I haven't heard of solo. And that yet. is uh,
5: the the lady from, the the, the chick from Girls, uh, what's her uh, name? Lena Dunham. Lena, that's her boyfriend,
6: yeah.
7: Oh, it's, really? Yeah. I, I, no, I think she dates the drummer or, or guitarist. Oh, she's yeah. not the lead singer? No, and he's on another band uh, called uh, The Bleachers or something like that. And it's interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm
6: going to get to one here in a second, and, I'm, and, and I'll say something about it, and I kind of, I wonder why it doesn't happen. Uh, February 27th, which is the following Saturday, of course, Fallout Boy. Wow, they're playing yeah, there, huh? Yeah,
7: I wouldn't mind seeing Fallout Boy, but I thought that same thing, because I thought they, they actually have a song being played right now. You know what, dude? With the Universal stuff, you always have to remember, these guys have families, they have kids, and when Universal goes, hey, we got the door, well, we'll okay, treat you, we'll, we'll treat you right. We'll treat you right. You'll be here for two days. You'll stay in the hottest spot and get a, you know, VIP everything. Uh, next weekend,
6: that's a Saturday. March 5th is Cool and the Gang.
7: I'd like to see them. I think that'd be fun.
6: And let me let me say this. If you roller skated between the years, let's say, 78, and now you've heard Cool and the Gang. Didn't they open for Van Halen a couple of years they ago? They sure did, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, they were good. Uh, what? March, yeah. March 12th, the following Saturday, The Fray. Yeah. Right, what's her name's uh, I, I, family I, band? I've
5: seen them before, yeah.
6: Yeah, uh, coming up right after that. And this is the one that's kind of weird because it's the next day. It's Sunday. And the reason it's odd, every one of the artists – that I've mentioned so far, have an accompanying photograph with the announcement, right? And it's usually just a stock photo of, of them when they use for publicity. That yeah, promo shot. Yeah, but this one does not. I wonder why. Who? Adam Lambert. Oh. And what does he have? Just, it just it shows like a little crown there. I don't know if it's a <laughs> cover of his album or <laughs> something, but it does not show a photograph of Adam Lambert. He's hmm. And that, that's unlike Universal. It's not like Universal can't find a photograph. I wonder why that is. I don't know.
5: Yeah. He was singing with Queen for a little
7: while. yeah. Uh, March 19th, the following Saturday, Sean Mendez. Who's that? No, Never sing, heard of him. He, sings this, uh, he has a hit out now called Stitches. Actually, I believe he was. Oh, yeah. It's a good song. I like it. Uh, but I think he was a YouTube star first. And now he is uh, blown up. And okay. that,
6: sh- that sh- song is giant. Oh, like, it's a great you know, song. Seventy million hits or whatever. Uh, and then the next day, which I think is going to be the w- the one of the better shows. And I actually may wind up going to this because, as far as song lists, they have a bunch of hits. It's Three Doors Down. Oh yeah, yeah. I would like to see them too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really well, good no song more, list. No so you. Georgia band, I believe.
9: Okay. Actually, I think it's Mississippi.
6: Is it Mississippi? Yeah. And then right after that, the very uh, the very next Saturday is a band that I would absolutely love to see. R.E.O. Speedwagon.
9: Yeah, they're they're a great band.
5: Well, they're a great band, but the uh, the guitar player just died this year. Remember. Right. Uh, what, what's his name? Roth. Uh, uh,
9: well, who cares, though? But the name. singer's the same, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Kevin yeah. I'm kidding.
6: Kevin Cronin, right? Yeah. yeah, Kevin Cronin, the monster. I mean, mm. I, I was just watching some videos from Burt Sugarman's Midnight Express. I've go to see RIO Speedway. Last night and some of their early performances. And God Almighty, man, that, that high infidelity fidelity album, I, I put it in my top ten all-time albums. Song to song, one of the best records. Great songwriting, great melody. Nah, that's a great man. Very musical. Love them. Uh, April 2nd t-pain
7: oh what
6: yeah I'd like man
9: ct pain i would too man I'm i think that'd be fun with
7: the stripper
9: two, two uh, more I here we... he doesn't do that song no mm-hmm. yeah, yeah probably not a universal, a universal yeah
6: not. i don't know dude Universal's a little more edgy in that right i don't think he can yell out the f word but yeah uh, there's have you ever heard the unedited version <laughs> of that song oh, that's what, i mean i don't <laughs> think they're gonna do the unedited
9: version <laughs> yeah. uh
6: they're coming up on april 9th which is a saturday jesse j okay, yeah, the British uh,
7: pop yep. star.
9: Yeah, 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 she had a hit uh She had a couple, uh, she had a couple of hits. She's a way bigger deal in the rest Didn't of the Didn't she world. do yeah. Bang Bang or whatever yeah. Bang Bang? bang. Uh,
6: and then the one that's ending it up and it's weird because I and again, I'm a little bit older. I don't I don't know a lot about like right now pop music just yeah, the stuff that gets played is um April 16th, which is a Saturday. So the last one they show is Yandel. Yandel would be the biggest
9: one there. Yeah. Really? A, he's yeah. Uh, his du- he was part of a duo. Uh we seeing Yandel, uh reggaeton artist and he's gone solo and out of the two he's done very very well for himself and uh, Carlos is right you would probably be shocked at the crowd that rose out there to see Hispanic him. Really? People yeah. So he's Nick get, Jonas. Yeah,
7: no, but probably bigger than that. I, I mean honestly dude, Hispanic people love to get dressed up and go see a concert. <laughs>
5: yeah, and I know uh, they
7: do. and the uh, endel is, is huge.
5: Well that's a uh, Universal Studios which uh, is always great to us. So uh, there you go, that's a uh, Yeah,
7: go check him out. That's, that's
5: a good time series. out there. Yeah. That's
4: a All good right.
7: lineup. When we
5: come back, we'll give you a keyword that could win you $1000 uh, and I believe we're supposed to talk to Colt Ford, right? Yeah, all right. Yeah. You're, you're listening to The Mosh. morning.
3: Broadcasting from the Carl Black Chevrolet Buick GMC Studios, we are professional grade. You're listening to Real Radio 104.1, WTKS-FM,
0: HD1, Cocoa
3: Beach, Orlando.
0: $1000 now. Text the nationwide keyword to 45495 and get a confirmation text. Standard message and data rates apply. Just text the word bills, b i l l s, bills to
4: 45495.
5: All right, love to see you win that $1000. Just text the word bills. The 45495, and you very well could win $1,000 from Real Radio 104.1. Shot
12: a shack on the edge of Oh, yeah. That's where I'll be when the sun goes down.
5: Welcome back to the Monsters Mornings on Real Radio 104.1, and on the line with us right now is Colt Ford. Hello, Colt, how you doing?
1: What's up, fellas? How
5: y'all doing? Wonderful, what up, man. Cole? Hey, you know what? A uh, hes not here right now. He needs to—he's uh, supposed to be in his little booth. Uh, he'll be here in a second. But a, a buddy of ours uh, played in a golf tournament a couple weeks ago and said he had the pleasure of meeting you and, and said, "Man, you wouldn't believe." Uh, Colt Ford is one of the nicest guys you ever wanted to meet. I guess you're uh, when you go out on the on the golf course, uh, you're very affable, like you. you affable. You you, you have a, a good time on the golf course. True.
12: I do, man, and you know what? To me, it's all about relationships. I, I enjoy people. I don't understand artists that don't want to meet people and say hello and you know be grateful with a chance to play music for a living. Plus, I'm really good-looking, too, so God, I really
4: <laughs>
6: dig that. Hey, Colt, I had the pleasure of meeting you uh, this year or this past year at Chris DeMarco's tournament, the Norma DeMarco uh, Tee Up for Life tournament out at uh, Heathrow. You were hitting balls like two, two sp- spaces down from me. And uh, and I tell you, buddy, you hit it really, really well. And I think I made a comment to you about, man, that swing must have made you a lot of money because you don't strike a lot of people as a guy who has a single-digit handicap.
12: It has cost some people quite a bit of money yeah. to find that out, absolutely. Uh, you know, but I used to play for a living. I wasn't always – I used to be in uh, a lot better shape than I am now. So I played for a living for about seven years on various tours around the world, and uh, I've been I've been blessed to be able to do – Two things, play music and play golf for a living. So Damn. I've been really lucky.
6: and let me tell you something else about Colt Ford. He's got a bunch of professional athlete friends because guys like Tim Wakefield and Johnny Damon and all those guys were standing right behind him just marveling at how good he hits it and they're all big fans of his music as well. Boy, you, you found a neat little crease, didn't you?
12: I did, man. I just you know, I just tried to make something that was honest. I wasn't trying to change anything or do anything any different. And really recitation talking records have been around in country music before i was even born so you know people like charlie daniels are a hero of mine and he said man i think you're picking up where i left off so that's all i'm trying to do i try to be honest and real i talk about stuff i know about in my music and you know i'm a god family friends america kind of guy that's hard work that's that's the only thing i know hey
5: no Cole, how did you describe because someone uh, here asked me well, what what does colt ford do and, and I, I was trying to describe your music uh, how did you just describe it
12: I mean, I'm God, family, friends, American, hard work. That's 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 what my music is. <laughs> when he, you, know, you said what I mean? you said talking talking y- talking recitation records have been around. You know, go back to you know back to Jerry Reed and you know and, and Charlie with you know would down to Georgia and, and way back the songs like Smoke 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 That Cigarette by Tex Williams and Hot Rod Lincoln. I mean, Red Sovine. It, it, it's been around forever. You know, I mean, I certainly have my own twist on it, but. I just consider myself a country artist. I mean, I make I make music, and some like it, and some don't. But heck, that's all right. You know, I, I try to. They might not like me, but they can't stop me from loving them.
6: Hey, Colt, <laughs> Col when you were traveling around, uh, you know, playing golf years ago, and I know how difficult of a of a life that is. I happen to know a bunch of guys who are, you know, those struggling mini tour guys. Did you always have a guitar with you? Were you always writing songs? I was always
12: writing songs. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 really probably always been my first love. I was lucky enough to have, you know, be able to play golf for a living, had some baseball opportunities and I chose golf and got to do that and play in college. And, uh, you know, it's, it, I, I just been really lucky, but music has always been, people ask me when I got into it and I say, you know, never music got into me. I mean, it was something <laughs> from little mean, I was writing songs when I was in sixth, seventh, eighth grade, you know, and I just, I came back to it really late in life, uh, to try one more time and just got really lucky. You know, when I really decided to just be honest and be myself and, do it, talk about things that I know about and what I believe in, that's when it all clicked for me.
5: Hey, how many how many celebrity golf tournaments do you play a year? I'm sure you get invited all the time.
12: I get invited to a bunch. You know, you'd like to play. You want to play in as many as you can because I still love the game so much. Uh, but, you know, you, you do what you can. I mean, I, I, this is, this event with Diamond Resorts, what Mike Plasky and Brian Gay have put together here, you know, I'm a part of – I'm a, I'm an ambassador for Diamond Resorts. It's It's one of the greatest – gigs i've ever been a part of because the company is all about taking care of people and making people's life better and l- allowed them to have fantastic family vacations and create memories and that's what drew me to being a part of dime resorts and to have all these unbelievable hall of i mean hall of famers are going to be here i mean i i'm i'm uh as far as as far as celebrity goes, I'm way down on the bottom of this list. I mean, I'm better looking than most of them. But <laughs> who's going mean, to be there? You know,
5: who, who are we talking about? Who's going to be there?
12: Uh, we're talking about one group's going to be. You got John Smoltz, Tom Glavin, and Greg Maddox in one group.
6: What? <laughs> I mean, That's crazy. You know the pitching staff that won the '90s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you got
12: multiple <laughs> Hall of Famers. I mean, you got, uh, uh, but Jose Bautista's there this year, you, and you got your AL MVP from Toronto. Uh, Josh, oh God, I just fear blank on my last name. That's all right. Yeah, we know. I mean, it, it, it's it's just gonna be unbelievable. I, I call my buddy Larry, the cable guy. He's hands gonna be a part of it. Uh, Jake Owen, another country singer, that's yep. just a friggin' star and a great golfer is gonna be a part of it. it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blast to see all these people in one place. All again, Hall of Fame athletes. I mean, you don't you know you just don't see that together. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of all star. Hall of Fame hockey players, Jeremy Roenick, and guys like that. I mean, cool. it's, it's going to be awesome. You know what?
0: And when,
5: and when is this event? I'm sorry, what? I said, when is this event?
12: Oh, it's next week. Yeah, absolutely. Next week starts next Thursday. Uh, it's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It'll be out. It'll be live on TV on the Golf Channel. But people can come out and buy tickets to be a part of it. It's at the Kings Point uh, in Orlando. There, I mean, and. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be amazing. I mean, it really is. Come, people should come out and be a part of it. It's basically, you know, you've seen the event they've done in Tahoe for years uh, in the summer, but a lot of baseball players and a lot of those guys, they're still active, can't be a part of it. So you got, I mean, you got all stars that are here right now playing the game that are going to be a part of this. So they're basically doing the same kind of event, and even trying to make it even bigger right here in Orlando, and and all the money goes towards Florida Children's Hospital, which. How can you lose when you're giving back and helping, helping some kids that really need
6: it? 100% on the phone with us right now, Colt Ford, music superstar and single handicapped, single-digit golfer. I wanted to ask you, Colt, what do you think about the state of country music right now? And the reason I ask is this, because Chris Stapleton is making a big splash and kind of throwing it back to where, like the, what they, I like to call the outlaw country and the kind of shiny country that's out there right now. How do you feel the genre is right now?
12: I think it's better than it's ever been at the, at the end of the day. Chris is phenomenal, uh, one of the best singer-songwriters that that there's ever been. So you got guys like him and guys like Jamie Johnson. It's great. There, that's what's great about music. There's room for all of it. I mean, it's fine. Uh, you know, a lot of people like this, a lot of people like that. I mean, you know, it's all different, and it's all great. I mean, I've always been... Kind of an outsider, and and what they would people call me outlaw. I'm like, I'm not an outlaw. I'm just trying to make my music my way. Waylon Jennings wasn't trying to be an outlaw. He just wanted to make his music his way. They called him that, and I think that's what's great. Chris is doing his thing, and it's cool to see him win awards. And and you know, there's room for all of it, though. You know, what I mean, I mean, that's what makes music great. And it's brought some of the new stuff has brought a lot of the younger kids to it. And And that's awesome too, you know.
5: Yeah, some people, you know, complain about the well, you know, Florida Georgia line and Luke Bryan. That's all that bro country, and they like like to hate on it. But, but I mean, that's what you know. That's what sells a lot of records too, you know.
12: Hey, people like to hate on everything. A lot of those people hating, uh, you know. I mean. You know, I don't understand being that way in your life anyway. I mean, if you, now more than ever, if you don't like it, you can listen to something else. I mean, that's, right. you know yeah. what I mean? People can do that with me. I mean, if they don't like your guy's radio show, what I can't believe why anybody wouldn't? But they can listen to something else if they want to. I mean, that's what makes it great. By
4: go.
6: the
12: way, have you played Keen's, man? Have I played where? Have you played Keen's Point yet? Oh, I, I went out and rode around it yesterday. I hadn't played it. You are.
6: Buddy, you're gonna love it. It's a great track. I played it a tons of, tons of times. Buddy, mine's a member out there. Played there a lot, and you are going to love it. Big fairways and big greens. That's all you need to know. Yeah,
12: I rode around it yesterday, and and take, took a look at it. It and it's in great shape. The guys out there, superintendents, have done a great job. It's just going to be an awesome event, man. You guys should definitely come out and be a part of it. I mean, it's going to be live on the Golf Channel, going in right to the first full field event on the PGA Tour in Hawaii. So you'll get two and a half hours of. Of, uh, of us out there playing some celebrities and knuckleheads, and then you, you go right into the PJ Tour event next week. So it's going to be great. Uh,
5: on the line with this is Cole Ford. Hey, Cole, where, where do you live? Do you live in Central Florida?
12: No, I live uh, right outside of Athens, Georgia, where I'm from. You know, the home of R.E.M. Absolutely, R.E.M., B-52, right. the Bengals, a lot of things from there. Bubba Sparks? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Hell Absolutely. yeah. Hey. I got a song together. We, we, we've been doing music together for a, long time.
6: Hey, you know Fred from the B52s was in our studio not even like 3 weeks ago. He's he like owns a coffee company now. So I have a bag of coffee from Fred from the B52s. I could not have been a bigger fan in the late 80s. It's the weirdest world.
12: Absolutely, man. That's a, that's awesome.
6: Hey, are you
5: are, are you touring a lot now? I mean, where, when's your next concert? Your next show?
12: actually I I gotta go to Myrtle Beach to film a commercial tomorrow and then I play Saturday in Savannah for my buddy Josh Reddick who plays for the Oakland A's is doing a charity event and I'm gonna go play a concert for him, uh down near his hometown outside of Savannah. And uh yeah, I mean I play and then I come right back down here to do this uh event next week and uh it's gonna be awesome. Saturday night me and Jake Owen are playing the final show for the close out of the tournament so We'll be having a lot of fun in Central Florida next week for sure. Oh,
5: that's awesome! Hey, Colt Ford, thank you for taking time to talk to the monsters. We appreciate it, and good luck at the good luck at the
12: tournament, guys. Thank y'all so much. I See hope you, all your listeners come out there and hang out. And uh, happy New Year to you guys and your listeners. Thanks for having me. All
7: right, buddy. You take care. All
12: right, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. All right
7: just, guy, Bye, bye. That guy. a cool guy, huh? No, I just looked up uh, his picture, and he looks cool. he's
6: <laughs> yeah. like, uh, he's, cool. like a, he's like a minor. Yeah, and he's about five four. Oh, he's he yeah. Yeah. Five, but, and but, about five four? But, but let me tell ta- let me tell you something. Uh, don't come at him with yeah. your money in hand at a golf club, buddy. He will work your ass. That guy hits it dead straight, and I wasn't joking. Every athlete of name at DeMarco's tournament was watching that guy hit balls and marveling at it. And I got to tell you something.
9: People, he's beloved, man.
6: People Dude, the love Texas go uh, forward. Yeah, Texan yeah. Uh,
9: blew up. And uh, the Bubba Sparks reference was just because I know that Bubba's from Athens. Yeah. But I, so I look up Colt Ford. Do you know what they classify Colt Ford, like his genre?
5: Is it a r- rap? They rock? call
9: it country rap, bro country, country rock, southern hip-hop, southern rock.
6: Yeah. yeah. And then somebody texts in, Colt is so awesome, exclamation point. Love that big old country biscuit <laughs> <laughs> he is a big old country biscuit, yeah, yeah. and when you met him, he was a cool guy uh, he 's the coolest man and again, there what you heard is exactly what you get zero pretension I, he, he, he 's he, he, not even I like what he
5: said he's like yeah, you can hate me but i 'm all love you yeah
6: yeah he, <laughs> and i 'm telling you he drew a gigantic crowd out there now I mean Chris is listening, he can certainly verify that because when he was hit, when he started hitting balls. All of those athletes started coming over and watching him hit balls because you just don't expect a guy that looks like that yeah. to hit it that good, dude, because I'm telling you, he looks like a professional wrestler.
5: Well, in order to be a – he was a pro golfer, so to, <laughs> to play pro golf for seven years, he had to be good, right? Yeah,
6: you got to be pretty good. Now, again, he doesn't save any money doing it, but, I mean, you can just say I'm pro and go shoot 80 at every tournament. That doesn't make you anything, but there's no question when you see him hit it that he knows what he's doing. All right. Oh, hey, when we come back, Angel will bring us some monster sports. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning.
5: It's kind of cool. Hey, welcome back to the Monsters Mornings on Real Radio 104.1. If you'd like to be able to sing the National Anthem at the Monster Jam, well, uh, we'd love you to do it. All you got to do is go to Monsters.fm and send in a video, some audio of you you singing, and we're going to pick somebody to sing the National Anthem on January the 23rd at the Citrus Bowl. Pretty cool thing. We'd love to see you do it. We will be there, by the way. Uh, we're always there. From uh, 4 to 6, at the, the Monsters will be at the Monster Jam. And come by and say hi. Angel, bring us some Monster Sports. What's going on in the sports world?
9: Monster Sports is brought to you by my good friends over there at Cento Family Moving and Storage. Make sure you hit up the website, centomoving.com. That's C-E-N-T-O, moving.com. Get your move on their calendar. A movie across town the movie across the country they are ultimate professionals that handle the, this kind of work they take care of all uh, the stuff that you've worked your bust your butt to attain and uh they'll make your move or that moving day a little bit more manageable
5: yes they do an incredible job for sure
9: um this is what's neat about sports so yesterday we had the hall of fame inductions and or the announcement of the guys that are going to be inducted for the for the uh baseball Base, baseball hall of fame yeah and This is a classic example of a guy that did it right Mm -hmm. and is beloved. And right now, and I'm going to tell you this because there's another guy who is upset because he's not getting the type of love that he thinks he deserves. Right. Right? So Ken Griffey Jr. Yes. The kid. The kid. I mean, from day one. There was no doubt that he had uh, base major league baseball talent. Yep. Yeah, and in pedigree. And, and
5: this was his first year of eligibility, correct?
9: Uh, 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 one voted in one. Yeah, first, first Re- vote, first Re- ballot, first in. Yeah,
5: know? no question about it. Yeah.
9: All right, so um, he. I mean, he, there was never really any type of scandal during his baseball career, right, Jimmy? Um, nothing.
6: Yeah, I don't think uh, he was always known as a good guy too. We I used
7: to see him at the Roxy all the time. He did, and he, he's not. Well, I'm going to say the not big of a guy thing again, and Why then he's going to be 6'2". Of course, yeah, you're We're the can same can size use. as The Rock, yeah. <laughs> um, no, the only thing I can remember, it, he was t- towards the end of a cr- career, his career, was injury-plagued, unfortunately. I, th- I know there was and a couple
9: times where he sat out a little bit, and he pulled himself a little bit longer from the injuries. The last
7: year, they did something that he was sleeping in the dugout. They, they, they accused well, him of that. Oh, that. So tired. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's but uh, that's what I'm saying. There's no real, you're right,
6: uh, Ken so, Griffey's done well. There, there are a couple tells you can, you can, There are a couple things that people can do to kind of let you know what kind of human beings they are. And when I worked the Roxy, which for you guys who know is a nightclub, Carlos and I actually worked it years. We worked it for about five years, and it, they used to do an amateur boxing thing. Well, it was the thing to do. It was actually covered on the C- Travel Channel as one of the things to do if you came to Orlando. Right? It, it was a lot of fun. It was a big <laughs> deal. Well, it would be. I mean, Carlos and I could be in the ring looking around the club at any given frame. There's somebody balls-ass famous, right? Well, this club had a VIP area that on that night, everyone had, everybody wanted to be in because there were a I mean, it could be anywhere from Tony Hawk to Gene Simmons to Steven Seagal. a Shaq. Uh, uh, Shaq up in this thing. Ken Griffey Jr. and D. Brown are the only two people that refused themselves entry into it, and they begged them to go up there and hang out. And they're like, nope, we're going to sit right down here with everybody else and bet $1 apiece on the, on the fights. <laughs> the whole night. Hats turned backwards and jeans and T-shirts. Not trying to ball it out, not trying to get bottle service, not trying to while out or act like some ballers. Sat there like two boys and hung out, and they never went into VIP.
7: Dude, I went to the – I probably told this story before, but it doesn't matter. So I walk in the bathroom at a little break. And I go, I'm going to the urinal, whatever. And he goes, hey, man, you guy lost me a dollar. <laughs> and I look to the right, and it's Ken Griffey Jr. I'm like, oh, my God. i like, I'm so sorry. Because I literally, do you remember that, Jimmy? There yeah. was one guy, a redhead kid, right, who was just this little brute, and he would beat everybody up. But he was very, you, you wouldn't think so, right? right the, 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 the giant killer? No, he was oh. a little redhead guy. Oh. Remember the yeah, little remember. guy and, and so right before the fight I look at Ken Gurphy and I go, Bet on Bet him. On him. <laughs> of course that's the night he loses. He went up against that black kid, the hurricane. Yeah,
6: yeah, that's right. Yeah. They, that's could exactly have fought, right. they could have fought with one hand and beat anybody in the world up. Yeah. I
5: I had somebody email me the other day, Jimmy, and they're like, I want you to know I still have something against Dirty Jim because I got I got drunk one night and got up the the bravery to fight in the ring and I got knocked down and he yelled in my face, You got neck <laughs> you got knocked the F out, and it really embarrassed me. And I'm really surprised. Still mad at him. We were brutal. <laughs> just
6: for the record, I made the whole club say it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
9: Well, just to give you an idea uh, how high regard Ken Griffey Jr. is held. Yeah. All right. So there's 440 ballots to uh, guys that can vote for the Hall of Fame. Right. How many people do you think put him on his, their ballot? Every single uh, one of them. 438. Four thirty-seven. <laughs> yeah, I think it's everybody but it's he, one or two, right? Yeah, he set a record. He uh, for for the margin of how he got put in this uh, highest percentage, highest percentage, ninety-nine point three percent. Yeah, because
6: the big Facebook thing yesterday was what dicks. That's what? exactly <laughs> what I want to know. For the two I guys know, that didn't. I yeah. want
9: to know the guys that didn't put him on the ballot and what is their. He reason? He never they're... won a title.
7: You know, these baseball writers are so hardcore. He never oh, won he a, didn't. Title. He didn't win a title, and, and maybe the last five or six years of his career weren't really worth anything. You know, I tell he was sleeping in the dugout one. Yeah, time. and then
9: he was sleeping in the dugout. <laughs> so there's yeah. those kind of guys that, that though and these and these are the writers and sometimes it's like there's guys that probably didn't put him on there because they knew he was going to get in, and the, just to be uh, contrarian. You're ex- yeah,
7: exactly. I tell you what, there are a few guys that have that built ESPN, and you can put Ken Griffey Jr. in hey, that all, mix.
9: Remember all the ESPN
7: commercials absolutely. that he would do? Absolutely, well, just his highlights in yeah. general. You'd never seen, you know, that climb in the wall. Uh, that, that's classic. Some of
6: his catches, he, absolutely. He, he just played for a team, Russ. I mean, the Mariners, and they didn't really ever have a. Yeah.
9: All right. Um, up next, we were talking about this earlier in uh, Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers last night. Let go of one Lovey Smith. And now we're getting a bunch of different uh, reports coming out or different uh, stories and everything. And one of the ones that's fascinating is a story coming out of Miami. And it was kind of backs up what you were saying, Jimmy, earlier about how there was a, a lot of heat on the offensive coordinator. So the Miami Dolphins were one of those teams that called up to talk to this guy. And they think that that is the reason why the Glazers pulled the trigger on this because wow. they didn't want him to go. And, uh, because it, and because it was the Dolphins calling, it could have been any other team, but because it was Miami calling, that probably yep. accelerated the, their uh, process. Yeah, reports being released this morning say that is the exact thing outside of the Glazer
6: family. They did not want to lose the offensive coordinator because he was so beloved by the team. And we've lear- we, we're learning more and more, especially with the whole thing with Jay Gruden in Washington, that if you have the locker room as a coach, you are already ahead of the game. Yeah. Regardless of your talent, if you can just get respect to the players and make them play as a united team and not have and not allow the diva thing to happen, and apparently this offensive coordinator, whom I've never heard of for the record, uh, they, that Winston loves him, the team loves him, and that's well, who they think is going to end up getting the job, and he was getting heat from other players. Yeah, the, the,
9: on the offensive side, they set the, their best records as a team uh, this year with this guy. Well, but what, But what's you know what's interesting? And again, and this is uh, according to Tom Pelizzaro of the USA Today. Tampa Bay's coaching staff had no idea Smith would be fired. Uh, They are all in shock. ESPN's uh, Josina Anderson reported that uh, they had just talked to the members of the staff. Like we were saying before, everything was cool. It was like the last day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so this is talking about 11th hour, 11th hour, 11th hour. He he ought to be shocked. No
7: loyalty, man.
4: What? Ever.
9: (laughs) Professional sports, buddy. I got bad, bad news for you. (laughs) No. Again, another little uh, football story. This is kind of funny. Um, there's a, in Philadelphia. We know the story about the Philadelphia Eagles and how they got rid of Chip Kelly. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, one restaurant decided to put a sandwich together to commemorate Chip Kelly's time with the <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> all right, and uh, is it like so a turkey that, sandwich? I think or it's no? a sloppy ass all over the place. Lit. Okay, so the guy's name is uh, Joseph Schilling, and he's the chef at a place called The Pig, and uh-huh. in, uh, in Philadelphia, and they called oh. Oh, it. <laughs> Uh, what's, oh, I just had the name of it. I, uh, a restaurant at the Chip Kelly Pork Belly. It's, it's the Chick, uh, Chip Kelly Pork Belly Sandwich, which commemorates his, uh, the, the time that he was there. And you can eat this thing in three bites, which signifies the three years that he was there. Oh, oh that's, the that's trolling. Damn. That's trolling hard right there, That's funny. And then the price of the, of the sandwich is $1.60. And that is for his winning percentage? Uh, basically, their their hope that they're going 16 and 0 without him. Oh, so it, uh, but it was just it was funny. We were talking earlier. John Cena is not going to be at uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Looks like he's going uh, undergoing shoulder surgery. Dern. so So uh, depending on how he heals or I whatnot. I hope your son's now, okay. Now, yeah, <laughs> yeah going to say, how's it going to keep him from fake wrestling? <laughs> the, the, the bumps are real, man. Bumps Come are on. real,
7: man. You and, get out there, Kendo stick, Jim. <laughs> you you
5: you fall off that yeah. second rope. See how it feels.
9: And then we'll wrap it up with uh, (laughs) our beloved Orlando Magic. Yeah. A tough one last night. Yeah. Uh, Another loss. Yeah. So this is four losses in a row. They never say tough win. Uh, No, they do not. (laughs) Uh, We lost last night to the Indiana Pacers 95-86. to
4: (laughs) Yeah. Damn
9: it. Uh, We had our chances. We had our chances. Uh, We had a couple open looks uh, towards the end. Yep. Um, but like we uh, mentioned earlier, it, it really does show the difference with, uh, having, uh, Alfred, uh, in and, I uh, hope he comes back soon. I hope so too. Uh, so tomorrow we play the nets and then this is an interesting back to back. Tomorrow we're up at the Nets on, on Friday, and then we come back home Saturday to play the Wizards here. And the Wizards have beat us. The Wizards have our number. Yeah, to- I think it's 14. The, either 12 or 14 times, the last 12 or 14 times we played them, uh, <laughs> they've gotten the W. It's like Miami, New England. And Brooklyn basically beat us about five games ago. We just
7: luckily pulled it out at the end. It's, it's, they, it's so funny to watch younger guys on teams, and you can watch their body language. Three minutes to go. They're down by eight. Earlier in the season, they would have no problem. They would walk in confidently, and then you see him now, shoulder slumping, walking into the walking into the you know the to the bench, and, and the guys not paying attention. Um, I don't know, man. It, I don't know. I, I love what Skiles has been able to do, but I don't know if he's the, the kind of coach that's going to be able to get them out of this funk. Cause this is all mental. You
9: come on, I'm uh, sure
5: i will pat him on the back and give him some words of encouragement. It's a, it's <laughs> a young sure. team, young <laughs> fellow.
9: Let's do it. It's a young team. We'll see. Let's I see. mean, this is uh, this is uh, you know, nut cutting time. This is where you develop your character. So, uh, 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 yeah, you know, see what kind of uh, internal
7: fortitude that you have. Yeah, we got to get some. We got to get some veterans in there, man. Our our veteran is Channing Fry, and he's never won anything. Yeah. I mean, and Jason Smith, and and these guys need to learn from some dudes that have been down. That road before. I don't know who that is, but hopefully they can get some.
5: Before you go to a Monster News break or a Monster Sports break, uh, there's a couple other little things I want to bring up. Uh, uh, They announced, uh, I guess, last night or yesterday, Dana White has said that uh, uh, Ronda Rousey will not be the next fight for Holly Holmes. Uh, She's be. She wants to fight before uh, July. Uh, Holly Holmes said she wants to fight someone before July, and they're thinking it's going to be someone named Misha Tate.
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rousey handled Misha. Uh, Holly Holm is going to crush her too. Okay, so yeah. that's just a—it's—it's it's just to a get warm her, up. It's just to get her a fight, uh, a chance to defend the, the championship once is basically it. Get her more popular. Yeah. and get more people know her. You know. Yeah, totally to make her name more recognizable. Because yeah. again, we we talked about this yesterday. You know, even though Ronda Rousey lost the belt, she's being still t- uh, treated and courted like she's a champion. People have invested. In her, you know,
7: so those same people who invested in her, they're not going to let that go too easy. Yeah, she's hosting Saturday Night Live. We talked about that a little bit. That's in a
5: a couple weeks.
7: Did you see this on a totally random one because I was talking about investing? LeBron James?
9: Oh, he dropped uh, Johnny Manziel. Dropped Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Yeah, Manziel. I was going to bring it up, but I was like, we, I mean, uh, what else? You're, you're not going to be surprised, but he ended up getting tickets yesterday for uh, driving his car without uh, suspended tags. So
7: LeBron James had his own uh, agency. Yeah. He's Maverick Carter and him, which they just, it's crazy how much business they do, uh, signed him initially early on. That's why you saw him in Snickers commercial, yeah. McDonald's commercial, and that's why he was in Cleveland. Yeah. Get, so, I mean, mm-hmm. to watch their investment. Oh, also too we talked about this
5: a little bit yesterday Mike Tyson said that he uh, he's been on bed on bed rest since he took that hoverboard it <laughs> looked like he, God, he, took, he like, took a lick man. like he really got now think about it when Mike Tyson was fighting he didn't he wasn't in bed rest after fights and stuff like that
9: yeah but we forget but, how old mike is yeah he's i an guess old man now he
5: still he doesn't look like an old man though he looks like he's in pretty good shape but yeah. wait he, he busted his ass on that
7: hoverboard
9: <laughs> i'm telling you you wanted to find enjoyment for hours look up all the uh, every all the falls from this Christmas till, till right now, of everyone who got one of those damn hoverboards, there's just montages and montages and montages galore of all those spills, and they're hysterical. Yeah, fail. Yeah, and they're still one, ca- fu- one funnier than the next.
5: And it was the hottest thing. I you know, no pun intended, but for the for the holidays, one of the one of the big uh, toys that people received, Dude, and they're still was, catching
9: on fire. Yeah, yeah. there was. Uh, was it out of uh, Canada? There was a, a, a little girl who's. Uh, Hoverboard explode or caught on fire, and their house was like a total old school Victorian kind of wood yeah. framed house or whatever, and Burn it, it down. burned it down. Oh
5: yeah. my yeah. god, how horrible! And they have and they have uh, vi- you know video of uh, catching on fire while kids are on it. Damn, I want getting... to see that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it. Mean, I don't want them to get hurt? But Why would they still? It. I mean, I, I was surprised that they were still for sale even after the news was out before Christmas that these things were exploding. Would pay attention, to that crap, man. They,
9: everyone thinks, oh, it's not going to happen with exactly. the one I buy. Yes. You no, know, it's only a small percentage of these. TikTok. All right, so you're listening
5: to the Monster of the Morning. Real Radio
4: 104.1 Hey, welcome
5: back to the Monster's Mornings on Real Radio 104.1 this coming Saturday. We'll tell you all about it here in a minute or two, but it's the Crime Line Chili Cook Off great chilies dirty jim's won a couple times with his uh with his champion championship chili he's bringing that back You can taste that also uh, many other people are are making uh you know brand new chili they're excited about. i know rodney the gator hunter is excited about his chili uh i'm making the smoky bear chili actual bear meat i always have some gimmick this uh, this year it's bear come try it out it's a great time it's the Crime Line Chili Cook-Off at Seminole Harley-Davidson starts at about 11 o'clock. It's only $5. I will tell you, I continuously tell Detective Barb, you're not charging enough. But she's still, that's what she wants to do, $5, and you can taste all the chilies you want, and all that goes to Crime Line. Russ, a yes.
7: uh, couple of my friends are large gay men. Yes. Classified as bears. <laughs> oh, you're right. Would you like them to hand out your chili on Saturday?
5: No, I'll be handing out the chili. Thank you very much. Okay.
7: Don't get me out of me.
9: Yes, uh, Angel. I forgot to mention a couple things in the sports report. Yeah, I got hit up uh, because uh, uh, some of our fans were wondering. uh, I hadn't put up anything on the website as of late, uh, considering it's the new year. What? And I'm known for a typical, I guess, a specific kind of content that I put up on uh, our Monsters.fm. Okay. So I'm I'm hooking you guys up. This is the new year, 2016. We're going to start off the year right. Um, Definitely check this out. So right now. If you go to the monsters.fm and you click on my face on the page, there's uh two ga- or two things I want you guys to check out. Uh one of them is her name is Laura Gordon. <clears throat> She's yes. forty eight years old. Okay. You gotta check out those pictures. Yeah? They're amazing.
7: Making the forty eight year old proud. Yeah. They're yeah. jealous, I guess. Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah. And then the next thing is I have an idea how we can make uh women's basketball more entertaining. Uh what what is it, Gilbert? And, uh, no, I, I wasn't trying to go that route. This was a video that was produced outside of me. Uh, if you guys have uh, seen it, you should want, want to check this out, Lowe's. Uh, yes, I do. I and uh, this is uh, women playing basketball.
5: How, like in their underwear or something? Or? Uh, no, 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 uh, they're just, they're
9: fit. That's the exact Two chick hits. Is it really? That's that one-on-one video? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the fit. Uh, they're fit uh, chicks. You should uh, ch- definitely check it out. Uh-huh. It's, uh, yeah, it's only 15 seconds. You know, yeah, but it's good. That's, that's all you a, need. That's all you need.
6: <laughs> that one girl's butt looks fake. It's not though. I went
9: on her Instagram. <laughs> Easy, buddy. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's amazing. Hey, she's what? actually a uh, uh, world, or not world famous, but she's a famous uh, health uh, fitness instructor. Oh.
7: Oh, yeah. Ah, the horny giant is back Oh man, for dear. 2016. I am hornier than ever. I went on her Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. And that ass is real, my friend. <laughs> that ass is real. <laughs>
9: No, that horse <laughs> is your horse, buddy. Horse is and nice. Just so you know. He slowly rides so off.
6: He just rides off into the sunset. So people do not understand the horse thing in regards to the horny giant. Imagine him Thank on it, on his steed while all this is being said. Yes. And I imagine him on his steed with a cape.
5: Uh-huh. He's got a oh, cape. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. And he's got the horse. And he whips and he, it when he leaves. And he whips ah, the horse. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Off to bone another girl. Yeah,
4: exactly right. <laughs>
7: there's, no, there's no wondering what he's going to do. Oh, to yeah. the next village. <laughs> to the next village, yes. And I see, like, a girl, like, looking up, and, like, she leaves the last girl, you know? And he's got a rose in his mouth. No, no, no. He does not. (laughs) Yeah, he does. No, he doesn't.
5: In my my imagination... A- angel has a rose in his mouth and a not Wait, it's yeah. not. No, it's the I'm horny not him. Yeah. You is, are the horny giant. Is, hold on. Is I'm the not. The rose him, me- he's not
9: me. Is the Rose a Slim metaphor? With br- <laughs> <laughs>
6: whoa.
5: You, you geez, know you're right, rose. Angel. We all have the horny giant in us. Yes. Whoa. whoa. We're all whoa, horny giants. Whoa,
4: whoa.
5: whoa. <laughs> we all are horny giants. Yeah, because giant. your sex drive is equal to mine. <laughs> sex drive. Doesn't matter if you're Colt Ford or or Carlos Navarro. <laughs> Everybody's yes. a little bit of a horny giant. Inside. That's
6: not company approved, sir. Yes, it's on, it's on the website, bro. Okay, good.
5: <laughs> so, all that's on our website at yeah. monsters.fm. Yeah. Good. All, all right. right. That's I got, good. To know. I got
9: it uh, past
5: the sensors. Thanks, HG. <laughs> the, the sensors. <laughs> I, I really do think I'm going to go buy a, a lottery ticket. I'm feeling lucky now. Do now, it. now that it's up to a respectable amount. Six hundred and what six hundred and seventy-five billion. They're saying
9: by the time Saturday hits, it's going to be even higher than that. Dude, so if you win, you are feeling lucky? Let me get a hundred thousand dollars. No problem.
7: Yeah. <laughs> no, not. A Why did I start so low? I know it's low. <laughs> I, I, yeah. 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 I, I'll, 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 I'll be happy with that. Oh. But then I'd sadly be like, you should have given. You me would not be a hundred.
5: <laughs> if I gave you a hundred thousand dollars and yep. I had six hundred and seventy-five million, or you would be mad as hell Kiss at me. As exactly. Hell. Yeah.
6: Would you, you really? No. Of course he would. Oh, he would, too. <laughs> I'd be thankful for every dime. Are you kidding? Of course. I would not, I would not be in the least. I'd be more pissed off that you had it. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just more money you can give women.
4: <laughs> oh. oh! I mean,
6: a lot
5: of happy ladies out there.
7: <laughs> I know. You would had a couple more lawsuits to be coming your
9: way. <laughs> Come to Hamburg and get a million
5: bucks. A couple more weddings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God almighty. I right. That, yeah.
9: that window shortens that from five, that gets to about, what, two yeah. and a half? Oh, yeah.
5: Hey, I tried some. Uh, 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 like, I almost would have thought that by the age of 50, 51, I would have tried every food there was available in the world. God knows you <laughs> tried. And I know. God knows I I've will, tried. I would have put hard cold
12: cash
6: that you had. I know. But I had safe, some, Safe money. Yeah. I had
5: something yesterday that I've heard of for years, never had it before. Have you ever had matzo ball soup? No, I have not. I've never had it. It
6: looks disgusting.
5: It sounds disgusting. It, it doesn't look really good. That's good. But I was feeling not feeling well yesterday, and Wendy's like, I'll, I'll make you matzo ball soup. I'm like, oh, God. I'm going to throw yeah. Don't do I And mean, she's like, no, no, no. My grandma used to make it for me. You're going to love it. Okay,
6: whatever. Man, it is good. Oh uh, yeah! Oh my yeah. She's she's Italian, right? She's uh, uh, Jewish Italian. Oh really? I was gonna say because that yeah. uh, that Italian wedding soup is one of my favorite
9: soups that in the is, world. Yeah, oh, that's Those got, got little meatballs. meatballs. God that's good.
5: almighty! So I've tasted that before. Yeah. I'm not a soup guy. I think when oh. I was
9: interning on the file, I had that was the first time I had it because I think Mo made it for us. Oh yeah, dude, yeah, it's huge. good. Yeah,
6: I am a soup. You're a soup guy. I love, especially when it's cool outside. Man, a good bowl of hearty soup and some crusty bread. Now, do, you you like cre- cre- do you like, you like creamy soup
5: or do you like more like? A-
6: I like them both, but yeah. when I have when, I'm, when, I'm, when I want to eat it with bread, I want like I want creamy. a clear broth. I oh, don't want cream. the cream. I want I want a brothy soup. Oh. The, ma- the matzo the ball. I mean, like I don't even know what a matzah is. The little ball in the
5: middle, but it it, it was like a dumpling or something. A no, no, it's like bitty fl- Jew.
9: It's, But it's really good. It's actually code for a flower, flower cement. I call it's it Jew- I called it
5: Jewish ball soup, and she got mad at me. Yeah. I don't think that's it was supposed-
9: not that, no I'm not supposed to call it that. No, no. I make
6: a um I make a it's not
9: <laughs> Jewish ball soup
5: is not. Oh, uh, honey, that- can you give me some more Jewish ball soup? She didn't appreciate that no, very much.
9: It's hot. That was not popular. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least y'all laugh. <laughs> Woof, we gotta be way better on those left-hand turns, bro. We gotta put the uh, you know. That, we gotta snit signal.
7: Yeah.
4: No.
9: Gotta really to, make that to, A stand out. That, you feel? You've got to really attack. Yeah, feels uh, the turn signal goes on like five hundred yards before the sorry, turn,
6: bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. I, I, anyway, I made like a tortellini soup with like spinach and stuff, but it's not like cream-based. That's one of my favorite like um or the base is more of a uh, you know more of a creamy uh, consistency but man that italian wedding soup is one of my favorite clear broth soups of yeah, all that time that dude is, there's that is a, a
9: soup that um, i think is uh, uh, a latin dish asopao where it's like chicken potatoes the broth uh, some uh, cilantro and they put the rice in it with it yeah. oh yeah, yeah yeah oh my gosh you, I, I, tell, could,
6: I tell you man uh, Marlo's rolls out. It's seasonal. They have a, a tortilla soup, a Mexican tortilla soup. They make <sighs> with poblano peppers and fresh cilantro's in there. It is absolutely to die for. I I jacked the recipe from the guy and and made it at the house. It actually isn't that difficult of a recipe. It is a winner every
9: single time. So good.
5: Yeah. Well this, this is basically it was like a chicken noodle soup with this matzo ball thing in it. Yeah. I And, and the matzo ball thing was good.
9: The best soup I just recently had. I was out at Slow and Low um out on the coast at their oh, new location. Oh, that barbecue. oh, I saw you went out there. Yeah, and they have they do a, a tomato basil um soup. Oh, it was amazing. It was just flat out amazing. You wouldn't wouldn't have thought of I don't know. I, I would have never thought of that uh, combination. It was awesome. Now,
5: the chili's not considered soup, is it? That's not I don't mm. know, man. I don't
9: think it so. It looks like
5: it's in the soup family.
6: I'm thinking it'd be more of a stew, though, right?
5: Yeah, mm, yeah. I know when you go to that uh, with I'll that that chili. sweet
6: sweet tomatoes
5: place, and they've got all the soups. Yeah, they got one of the there. soups they have
6: is chili. Yeah. Now and when, okay, so the definition, okay, the separation of a chowder, a stew, and a soup would be a chowder. I think I think instantly the Boston. I know you can't help it. I think when you add it changes when you add potato, right? Oh really? I think potatoes yeah. make it different. I think potatoes make it a stew or something. I don't think you can have potatoes in a soup.
9: Mm. Nah. No. And yeah. isn't there only like one type of chowder? Well, no, if we there's, only there's had somebody like, on wait. the show with a cooking—Wait, wait, there's yeah. potato soup though. There's such the thing as potato soup. Yeah, there is. Yeah. What's up with potato
6: soup, soup PTK? Yeah. Flattened right there. One comment. <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right. Well, this coming uh, Saturday, it's the Crime Line Chili Cookoff. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Always don't get some is. Soup. Starts at uh, eleven o'clock at Seminole Harley Davidson. Uh, will be you know at only five bucks, and there'll, there'll be beer there available. You can try Dirty Jim's uh, Championship Chili. He's won a couple times with that. Uh, try my uh, my Smoky Bear Chili, which is made with real bear meat. Uh, I've won a couple times as far as unusual uh, uh, chilies with that. All kinds of people there who are gunning for the big prizes, yep. and uh, you'll taste some great chilies. Uh, Bubbalooz is making the. Uh, I uh, the crime line, Julie, the which crime you get a full line?
6: bowl of for, with your ticket price, plus you know all the celebrity judges, Heather McPherson from the Orlando Sentinel, uh, the entire file with the exception of Mo because she's traveling, but Sabrina is going to be nice enough to sit in uh, with us as well. Tom Sorrells is going to be there. Uh, all these people, Rodney, the, uh, the Gator Hunter comes out and sets up. Uh, Waste Pros always got a great team out there. They're good people. The Bimbo Bakery guys are coming out this year to to come at me. And now, look, I got to tell you something, Barb, uh, and also stress this. Use the transportation that we yeah. provide. So when you get off of I four, if you're coming to whatever, uh, uh, coming to the event from I four, either way, when you get off on forty six and you're going towards Sanford, right, go past where you would turn to come to the Chili event and go to Route forty six, which is an, like a nightclub. It's like well a nightclub, but it's a. You'll see it down on the left. It's like a gas station out front and stuff. There's a big, big parking lot there. You can buy your tickets there, and they drop you off at the front door. It's the Easiest way to get in and out the fastest, I promise.
5: You will not leave hungry, I can tell you that. There's all kinds of chili, and you'll you'll have a good time. And then also, we'd love you if you can sing and you like to sing the National Anthem at the Monster Jam, well, all you got to do is uh, go to our website at monsters.fm and sign up. And uh, just send in your, your audition tape, and uh, we're going to pick somebody to sing the National Anthem at the Monster Jam on January the 23rd. Uh, you
9: know that chili is Campbell's number three soup sold nationwide?
5: Is it really? So it is a soup. Oh, oh a
7: man. Chili is not a soup. <laughs> That's like hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> I know. We've we I mean, it's just the same thing. All
5: right. All right. Well, listen. Stay tuned for the News Junkie right after the Monsters at 3 o'clock. It's the one and only Jim Phillips and the Phillips File. And we're back tomorrow to do our thing from Dirty Jim Angel and Carlos Navarro.
7: And the leader of this mess, the Man, Russ, take a picture of my Rollins. Hey, thank you so much for listening. We ain't got to go home. <laughs> well, we got to get the hell up. down world.